The following is a special presentation of Sacred Heart Catholic Radio and the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's time for the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. And now, for a detailed look at tonight's game and to break down other key matchups in the area, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Well, hello and good evening from a soaking wet pit here at Elder High School. It's Division One playoff time for everyone throughout the state. Uh, of course, here we are in Region 4, and uh, the Elder Panthers uh, finished at number 7, and they are, are rewarded, Tom, playing a, a foe that we're well familiar with, the Coleraine Cardinals. Uh, if Elder ever was going to get out of this region, it, through some of their glory moments, it, it seemed like the Colwing Cardinals were always in their path, but it never was a first-round game. But here we are uh, playing them right out of the box, and uh, they're sit- sitting at 5-5. Five and five, And uh, I think uh, we all remember the last time they came here and played at the pit. It was on that Sunday when they uh, in 2009 when they, they played uh, in the ESPN game, and this place was Filled to the gills. You couldn't squeeze any more people in here. Not the case tonight. I think a, a lot of people I know are up in the parking lot uh, tailgating underneath the the, the the tents right now and having a good time. So things will fill in. But I, I think uh, this, you know, the weather's going to keep a lot of people away. Steve, why don't you take well, well, it? I'm sorry, but the, the highlight to me of the ESPN game is we were doing the, the pregame show up by uh, the, the, the bookstore area, and uh, Tom Kennedy, a la game day, um, had had the Panther helmet and, and uh, predicted the win with the Panther helmet, and uh, it all came to pass. And, and uh, But, you know, like you were saying, Mark, the road goes through Coleraine this year, um, in, in, you know, first round game a little bit different for the Panthers and, and the Cardinals, and, and uh, you know, kind of kind of uh, two two uh, immovable forces. Elders never lost a, a, a first round game at the Pit. Coleraine's never lost a first round game. Period. So, you know, something's got to happen. Yeah, I remember that game. Uh, it was pretty squirrely, pretty crazy, and I was. Uh, on a dare, I went ahead and got the Panther head, put it on. Nobody knew who I was. And yeah. I, it was fun. But there was 13,000 of my closest friends here that day, and uh, it was it was wild. And uh, But today's another day. It's another uh, n- another playoff game for the Elder Panthers. One thing that Doug said, too, is not a dance club was out of the 18 appearances Doug's had in the playoffs, he's, he's faced Coleraine 10 times, I thought he said, and and, boy, you talk about uh, unluck or whatever. But uh, we'll get into the specifics in a little bit. But this is a lot different Coleraine team that everybody's been expecting to see over the last couple of years. Uh, Elder, on the other hand, is coming in somewhat at a peak. Coleraine lost her last two games uh, of, the, of the regular season and two games that they probably could have won in past years. But, nevertheless, uh, it'll be a lot of uh, things going on. We're going to get into discuss every one of them. But right now, you guys, like you said, Mark, it is just sopping wet at the pit. Yeah, I think that uh, Doug would, would probably have liked to play this on a real dry track. But, uh, you know, looking at the stats between the two, we're going to, as we say, we're going to get deep into this. But uh, uh, for the entire year, Coleraine has thrown for about 250-some yards 
Uh, so there's been some games where Ben Hamilton's had that many in one game. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, yeah it's it, a, as, a, as a team, they've thrown for 303, but their starting quarterback's thrown for 282 yards. Yeah. So y- y- you know what you're going to get. You know what you, you're going to see. And, you know, talking to a few people before the game, uh, for the elder coaching staff, they really think that Cole Rain should be 7-3 and three looking at uh, – the loss to Princeton and the loss to Lakota East, they they probably should have won those, or could have easily won those games, but they just didn't. So they're they're a very good quality team. People look at them and say, oh, they're five and five. It's it's going to be a tough matchup tonight. But uh, I just want to give a shout out here. Uh, the, the the quarterback Mark Miller, uh, who uh, was uh, in 2009, uh, that beat Cole Rain on that ESPN game. I want to congratulate him and his wife. Uh, uh, Michelle, uh, they had uh, the birth of a, another daughter, their second daughter, Mila, uh, on Wednesday, I believe. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, and uh, Congratulations. their oldest daughter, McKenna, is uh, absolutely thrilled to be a big sister. So uh, big congratulations to Mark and Michelle out there. Uh, I, hope, I know all are doing well, and I know how tired he's going to be. Uh, so <laughs> I was trying to get him to come out to the postgame show, but wisely turned us down. He should be at home. Uh, taking a shift, you know, with the new newborn. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, but uh, guys, there's there's big games all over the area. Uh, one, uh, you know, game that of course we're going to be following that it, it should be not be a difficult one where uh, the the Muller Crusaders will be taking on the Highlanders who are 0 and 10. So there's there's with all these games being all these people getting in the playoffs, there's some huge. Uh, disparity match, yeah. disparity <laughs> matchup. You're like, oh my gosh. Uh, uh, yeah, but the, you know the thing that I found interesting looking at the stats is uh, the quarterback for Oak Hills is the, the GMC passing leader with uh, 1,470 yards passing. So, you know, the, you know, no victories this year, but uh, you know, leading passer in, in the GMC. Uh, you know, while uh, Moeller, the number one seed, finished in the basement uh, of the GCL South. So, go figure. St. X will be uh, taking on Hamilton, uh, two and six, uh, another one. It probably will be a little bit on the lopsided side. Uh, and a lot of uh, matchups with. Uh, yeah, well, they played Hamilton earlier in the year, and they won that game 42 to six. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it, it, look for much of the same. Much of the same. Uh, we got Milford uh, taking on Lebanon. Lebanon uh, early on couldn't get a win. They finished the, the year at, uh, what, three and six. And, uh, boy, it's so dark in here. It's hard yeah, to so they, they finished at 3 and 6, and, and uh, they, they did play uh, Milford one, one time earlier this year, and they won that game 24 to 20. So it was considered an upset at the time, um, but now they, they, they face off again. Lakota West uh, taking on West Claremont, Steve. I think uh, West would be highly favored in that one. Wait, West coming into this game on an eight game winning streak. They've won. Each of those games, uh, uh, tw- almost a 28-point margin, they're just rolling. And in the regular season, they, they won this game 45-7. to Lakota East is taking on Sycamore, and uh, that one looks to be, I think, uh, uh, should be a good one. Yeah, um, East and, and Sycamore, they played in the regular season too, two GMC opponents, and uh, that was a close one. But East won that game 34-27. Um, so and uh, they faced each other in the playoffs last year, and East won that game uh, twenty-eight to ten. So I think Sycamore might have won the regular season matchup between the two last year. So you know things could happen, things could change. 
to round this stuff out. We got Princeton and Walnut Hills and Fairfield and Mason, which uh, that should be a that's that eight nine game. Yeah, yeah. So and Fairfield, uh, Fairfield won the regular season matchup twenty seven twenty two. So uh, you know, got, you know, pretty close. Anything could happen in a game, you know, five points apart. And you look at the participants in Region Four, all the sixteen teams. The teams playing tonight here at the pit, they're probably both teams that no one in this region would not want to play in the first round or any round, uh, for sure. For sure, Elder Panthers, and based on tradition and history, you could probably throw Corin into that same category. Well, it's a wet one here at the pit. Uh, a very odd weather formation, uh, just kind of the spinning clock of clouds. Uh, you, you get it, it wraps around you, it rolls back down, it comes back up again. It's just very unusual. So it, it, it's probably just going to be lingering. It's not raining hard. It's just kind of this steady drizzle, kind of like what we had last week against LaSalle. So yeah. uh, once again, here we are with a wet track. So uh, we're going to take – let's see whether we got some other matchups we're going to watch up. And, uh, well, we'll be looking at all the games tonight. Uh, divisions 1, 2, 3, and 4 are all playing tonight. So hopefully we'll get all those matchups. Uh, but you mentioned LaSalle Lancers. Uh, they, they, they host uh, the Harrison Wildcats tonight. And uh, LaSalle, outside of the GCL South, has gone 5-1 five and one this year. They're 5-5, five and five, uh, you know, on, on the season. Uh, and and uh, I guess they're not counting the, the, the IMG loss or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't but, count, right. Right, but, uh, you know, so, so outside of conference action, uh, you know they, they've done very well, five and one, and I look for them to. I look to them when this is all said and done. They're going to they're going to be in, in the counting at the at the, at the state finals, I think, or, or you know they're they're going to be vying for a regional championship. Well, we we best. definitely saw what a good program they had, a great team, LaSalle Lancers. So we we look to see them going far. So we're going to take our first time out. We come back. We're going to kind of jump into this game uh, in depth as we return on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom from Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, head team physician for Elder High School. Due to COVID-19, 2020 has been an incredibly challenging year for all of us. But at Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, we never closed our doors. We immediately instituted extra screening, cleaning, and protective protocols for all our patients and associates, backed up by an outstanding hospital network of comprehensive care providers. We're available six days a week, including Saturday morning sports clinics. That's Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 6045 Bridgetown Road, 513-347-9999. Proud to support elder football. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! 
Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. And we're back at the pit here at Elder High School where Elder is hosting the Coleraine Cardinals in a, kind of a damp, wet, drizzly night here. Uh, but the crowd's slowly rolling in here, uh, so... Uh, uh, it definitely is not going to be a sellout, but, it, it, you know, they... they it, uh, it's high school. It's October. You know, what, what do you expect? Yeah, it is. A little weather. For sure, the last game here at the pit. So, you know, I'd take... Whether you get a little damp, get your rain gear out, come on out. Well, and it may not be the last game at the pit if Elder wins and Hamilton wins. Well, that that's true. Well, that, that's a, it's always a possibility. Yeah, if anything Sanders, can happen. Yeah, if if, uh, if Hamilton, yeah, you say there's a chance. <laughs> chance. Yeah, if Hamilton can beat Saint X, uh, yeah, it, then Elder w- would host next week. Yeah, yeah. So, it, things things may might happen that so, way, Steve. So hopefully we'll, we'll at least be out uh, on North Med Road next week. I don't think the number fifteen Hamilton is going to be pulling that upset off. Well, Steve, let's look a little bit at the Coleraine Cardinals and what the Elder Panthers are going to be looking at tonight. I look at this game, and as I was reading over things, just kind of look, looking at this season, the the word even is what like popped out in, in my mind, if not just what they're bringing on the field, but just in numbers. Um, last or 2019, Elder, uh, on their way to uh, the, the, the state semifinal game, uh, um, Elder uh, played Coleraine, and they won that game 2018. Uh, on Coleraine's way to a state runner-up, they played in 2018. Coleraine won that game. Um, so, you know, you, you got that matchup. They're, they're pretty even playoff-wise, uh, you know, coming into this game. This is, I guess, the 12th time they've played, 10th time under Ramsey, uh, going back to 2000. They did play in 1995 as well. Um but uh, they're, they're, I think they're pretty even, right around five and five under under Ramsey, coming in to this. And the last two, obviously, they split. And, and Coleraine, as Coleraine has has always been, relies heavily on the run. Um, the running back M.J. Flowers is their leading running back with almost 1,300 yards rushing. Amir uh, Shannon is uh, the second leading running back with 337 yards, and the quarterback has almost 700 yards. Zay Jennings. Uh, and uh, he's got 700 yards running and uh, 300 yards passing. So tells you right there, run first team. I watched a little bit of the Coleraine uh, Lakota East game earlier in the season, and uh, that was a 7-6 to six affair. So not a lot going on either side of the ball. So, you know, I'll be interested to see, you know, how the, this Coleraine team ha- has progressed. But, uh, you know, a co- couple interesting things. Um during the, the season, Coleraine, even though they're five and five, have only given up uh, 16 points per game, and uh, but their defense has only had uh, seven takeaways and 15 sacks. So, you know, they're they're a solid defense, and that's kind of what they hang their hat on. But they, they ha- you know haven't done some of the, the the bigger things with with the turnovers and things like that. Um, and the the Cardinals this year. Uh, looking at things, they've not beaten a team with a, over a 500 record. So that, that's kind of you, know, you know, you talk about strength of schedule. Right, right. You know, they, they've not beaten anybody with, with over a 500 record. This is their 24th playoff appearance. Um, they're 46 and 24 since 1994, 
in the playoffs. They've got one state championship and one states or and two state runner-ups, I, I believe. Um, and uh, you know how they got here. Uh, they, they lost to LaSalle and St. X in the first two weeks of the season. Then they were on a run against uh, Mason, Sycamore, Oak Hills, and Middletown, winning all those games. They had a 7-6 to six loss on uh, 10-1 to uh, Lakota East. They then won, beat Hamilton 26-7 to seven, and then lost the last two um, against Lakota West and Princeton. And they had a couple losses that, that, you know, everything I've read and uh, – is the special teams is an adventure for Colerain. So, you know, and we always talk about the three parts of, of the game, and especially on a wet, slippery night, I think special teams are, are really going to be a key. So, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, the, you know, one of the things that, that they have to be concerned about, Elder is a strong passing team. Both of their um, their safeties are both sophomores, obviously 10 games, 11 games in. You don't really consider them that young. They've seen a lot of stuff, but uh, you know they're they're gonna you know be seeing some things that they probably haven't seen all year out, out of the elder offense. Um, but anyway, keys for Colerain in this game, you know I, I think because and we've seen Colerain year after year after year, they need to get on the board early. They're just not set to play from behind. You know they'll still run the the thing where they'll try to lull you to sleep and then. As Doug Ramsey always says, somebody gets nosy, and then there'll be somebody, be somebody standing on a 30-yard line wide open right, because right. everybody's pulled in. So you're going to see some of that action tonight. But, they, you know, they're not really geared to, to for big comebacks, so they need to get on the board early. Secondly, I think they need to take the air out of the ball. They really need to figure out how to run some clock um, and, and uh, keep Elder's offense off the field. I think that's going to be their best defense. And their special teams is not a strong point, and I think their special teams have to come to play. If that aspect is not there for the Colerain, they're going to have a long night. So that's that's all I got on the Colerain Cardinals. Tom. Tom, uh, you know, just to kind of set this up, yeah, we talked early on in the year after the Cub Calf, hey, we're going to get in the playoffs, you know, kind of mocking yeah. the system. But yeah. what we wanted was Elder to improve and get better and better and better. And by all counts, they have. They really – Early on, it seemed like it was a Drew Ramsey show, but they've developed a lot. And, and, and the offense uh, has, you know, they have so many weapons now, and they use them. So it's been an impressive thing to watch, and I think they're peaking at the right time. They are. And you could argue that this is Doug Ramsey's best coaching in his career because of the talent and the games that they had this year, as you recall, uh, second week of the season, going against Pickerton Central, then hosting Lakewood St. Edwards, and then going down to Louisville St. X, and then having on the road at St. X here, Moeller and Indianapolis Roncalli. It was just one right after another. And what Doug Ramsey and his staff had to do is they kind of had to act like chameleons, if you will. When they started this season against Cuffcath, they were pretty traditional. You know, they would they would run half the time and pass half the time. But, Mark, to your point, when they found out that the lines, these these big powerhouse schools, elders' offensive and defensive lines were kind of uh, had everything they could to, to match up against that. So basically, uh, Doug did what he does, and he spread out the offense and opened it up a lot. And that's why in the middle of the season, you hit Ben Hamilton throwing, 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 throwing. So much so that Ben Hamilton ended up first in the GCO in passing, uh, 2,408 yards, and the 71% accuracy, which Eclipse Mac Lacken's uh, elder history uh, record of uh, 67.7% accuracy from 1999. So congratulations and 17 touchdowns to go along with it. 
And you're right. Whenever you talk about Elder on the offense, it's Drew Ramsey. And then uh, from a slot position, uh, he did great. He was first in receptions with 91 receptions for 336 yards and 12 of those 17 touchdowns and number four in a GCL. Then we had Andrew Harp that came into his own, as you were saying, right, Mark? Oh, yeah. Because he had 38 receptions for over 500 yards, seven touchdowns, and fourth in the GCL. And then Luke Flowers, last year was the safety. This year was the running back. Uh, he had over 300 yards and six touchdowns, which was seventh in the GCL. But lo and behold, on his kickoff returns, he was number one in the GCL in that, in that one great game he had against Moeller where he had 14 kickbacks on the whole year for 382 yards, and like I said, at one touchdown. So Doug Ramsey and his staff, both offensively and defensively, has really uh, made themselves into something that they didn't think they were going to be at the beginning of the season. But now, as we're getting into the playoffs, and last week against LaSalle guys, I think that the offensive and defensive lines for Elder matches up real well with LaSalle. And it matches up real well with Coleraine. Coleraine doesn't come in with these big monster guys like they used to yeah. as I look at the roster. So tonight, as, as Steve points out, we expect uh, Ben Hamilton to throw the, throw the ball around a lot. But, you know, th- they can do either way depending on what needs to happen. So if I could then just quickly go into uh, my keys of the game. And before I say anything, tonight this could be D- Doug Ramsey's going after his 200th career victory at Elder. Thanks to Phil the Thrill for sharing that information with us. So this will be a great way to get his 200th victory. So the keys for the game for the Elder Panthers, don't allow the big play. Make Coleraine work to score, and that's like 10 to 12 play drives. Boy, every time over the last 20 years, I always talk about it, but it's true, and that's what Coleraine usually does for the, for the Elder Panthers. So now Elder at the same time needs to do that same thing against Coleraine. On this slippery turf, Elder, don't turn the ball over. Turnovers cause bad field position and easy scores. And tonight it's going to be simply put, guys, Elder's offense versus Coleraine's defense. Like I mentioned, they have the balance attack as Elder. They need to make good plays on first down. So if they're second and three, second and four, they're in good shape. If they're second and seven or third and ten, that's when Coleraine's going to blitz and they have this guy named Vert Jarman, number 20, He's a linebacker, so Lenny and Phil will be talking about him, hopefully back in coverage and not being in, in Ben Hamilton's grill tonight. And then finally, Coleraine has no kicking game, and I hate to be so blunt with that, but they don't. They lost the last two games of the season. They could have won with a, an extra point or a field goal, but they didn't. So what that means, I think, for the Coleraine Cardinals is once Coleraine gets inside the 50, they're going to be trying to take that fourth down to get first down. So don't look them. Don't look for Coleraine to punt the ball once they're inside the 50. And then David Maurer, what a great season he had. He's uh, fourth in the in the team in scoring with 40 or third with 43 points. He's made two out of two field goals, 37 out of 38 extra points. He's got 43 points in total. So that's it for uh, for the Elder Panthers. And, and, and the, the the weapon of him. Burying those kickoffs yes, yes. and burying the teams starting at the 20 every time, it's yes, huge. It is huge. And if I can do one quick, two quick shout-outs, one shout-out to my granddaughter, Cecilia. Hi, Cecilia. This is Papa. Thanks for listening with your dad, Tom, and, and your mom, Emily, and Bree Bree. Uh, my wife, Linda, is watching Bree tonight. The Harbins are out. They're at a wedding. So uh, shout-out to them. And Linda, 
It's her birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, hon. Love you so much. There you go. Happy birthday, Happy Linda. Happy birthday, Linda. And congratulations to Joe Harbin. Yeah. Uh, he's going to ha- have a, a daughter, I yes. call. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. Expecting yeah. Uh, in March? Was March. It? March, yes. Okay, so, yeah. Well, our night's going to be complete. Uh, we're here, and we would love for you to come out. I don't want to beg, but come on no. out to, <laughs> to, to <laughs> Roosters. Uh, it, it really helps me when we, we call them next year to be a sponsor again. If, if, if folks can... After the game, head out to Roosters. We'd like to see a sea of purple out there. Uh, I know it's rainy. I know it's wet. But who, how else would you like to end the night with some great chicken wings and uh, a nice cold beverage and yeah. listening to high school sports Absolutely. and hopefully talking about an Elder Panther win? Well, I'm looking down on the field, and uh, our Len Harvey in is the rain. Gonna, in the rain going to talk with head coach Doug Ramsey. Len, take it away. Thanks, Mark. I'm on the field with Elder Head Coach Doug Ramsey. Coach, great win last week um, versus LaSalle. Looked like the first half was probably the most complete all year. Yeah, we played really well in the first half. Both sides of the ball, special teams, everything was really good. Um, We weren't as good in the second. And defense was good through, you know, until about eight minutes left in the game. You know, and offensively, we we had one good drive in the second half. And then we we finished the game when we had to. Everybody knew we were going to run the ball, and we were able to pick up a first down and finish the game off. Now, this is a big, big stuff here. 26 years, you got 199 wins, and getting to 200 in the playoffs, uh, that's got to be sweet. Yeah, it would be sweet. You know, it would be nice. And that's the thing. You just, you know, when we get here, you, you know, you, you have each team, and you want to just keep playing. You know, I want to coach these guys as long as we can, and, and that's why it's important we get out and get a win and get another chance next week. Now, when you started here 26 years ago, did you think you'd be at this point? Uh, no, probably not. You know, it's, it, you know, I, you just, you never know what's going to happen. You know, and uh, I was happy to get a job, and uh, you know, and everything's worked out great for me here. My family's all boys got to play here, and you know, everything's been really good for me. And 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 and, and, and so, uh, so yeah, you look back and say, I, I was really lucky to get this job, and and, and I think me and, and, and my staff have, have done a good job of trying to maintain what Felder football is all about. Certainly, and you get a home playoff game, which is great. It is. You know, unfortunately, I, you know, with the weather being the way it is, I don't know how great of a home field advantage we'll have tonight. But, uh, but yeah, playing here, the comforts of home is a lot better than traveling, that's for sure. Now you mentioned the weather, right? But what should we look for with Coleraine tonight? What should we expect? Well, they're, they're, they're a run team. You know, they're a triple option team like they, they've always been. Um, you know, they don't throw the ball much at all. Uh, very good on defense. You know, they're... Uh, all their games are really low-scoring games. They they don't put up a lot of points, but they don't give up a lot of points. So that's probably going to be the kind of game it is tonight. We got to take care of the football, and and uh, and, and you know, and when we get opportunities, we definitely got to get the ball in the end zone. Yeah, you mentioned you know that special teams is going to be big again uh, with Mauer being able to you know just, just you know, when you have a longer field, it's going to be a big thing. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, his kickoffs, if, you know, to start the half, whatever game, whenever he kicks in it to his score, it's very important. That, that he puts the ball uh, in the end zone. They've got good return guys, so if we can keep them having to go 80 yards, uh, that would be huge. Any other keys for tonight? Uh, yeah, I like how we just, again, no no, no big plays. You know, I, we, we did a good job of that last week for, like I said, for three and a half quarters, um, and that's the way it's got to be. we got to make these guys earn everything. The more that they have the ball in the triple option, the better chance that they make a mistake. And you get a team like this behind the chains, then it's a little bit tougher for them to be first and 15, you know, with a penalty or second and 11, you know, so we, we got to do a really good job with that. 
Now, health-wise, everybody okay tonight? Well, you know, we lost Chris last week. He broke his arm, so so we're down him. But uh, everybody else will be ready to play tonight. Now, will Luke be your returning kicks again? Uh, I'm not sure yet. We'll, we'll, we'll see on that. We'll see what Doc says when he looks at him here before the game. All right, well, thanks, Coach. Good luck tonight. Hopefully get win number 200 tonight. You're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Sometimes we take electricity for granted. I think we forget about the safety of our home's electrical wiring. There's a home electrical fire in America every eight minutes, which is why Cooper Electric has a home electrical test called Current Safe. They test for faulty wiring, failing components, hidden fire hazards. Cooper Electric's Current Safe will help reduce the risk of fire and eliminate shock hazards. And Current Safe is the best test after a lightning strike. Cooper makes it easy. They offer an in-home consultation. And they won a Super Service Award in 2011. You'll be impressed. Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. Schedule your home to be current safe. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Elder Football and Sacred Heart Radio is supported by Affordable Concrete Specialists. ACS Concrete is the west side specialist of all small concrete jobs. Nobody else wants to do no job too small. 513-305-6777. 513-305-6777. This is Bill Hemmer, Fox News Channel, Elder Class of 83. No one forgets their first time in the pit, and neither do I. And today, with technology, I can catch every Elder football game no matter where in the world the news takes me. The Prep Sports Radio Network and ehsports.com. Altiora and Go Panthers. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. 
I am Father Larry Tharp, pastor of Sacred Heart in Fairfield. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by the Urology Group, the Lucian Schuster team with Morgan Stanley, Holding Realtors, Brosart Pharmacy, Fuller Information Systems, Bronze Roost, Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals, Skyline Chili, Coldwell Banker Realty, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Joseph Chevrolet, Wardway Fuels, Robert Jones Plumbing, Red Wing Shoes, Artist Senior Living Bridgetown, Hemlock Hills Cabin Rentals of Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, Cooper Electric, and Rooster's Wings. And now, let's go down on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. Well, good Friday evening and welcome. I'm Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal tonight. It's playoffs week number one, the 2021 high school football season. And tonight we are at the pit at Elder High School for the Prep Sports Radio Network, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week, live around Cincinnati. You're hearing us on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world on Sacred Heart Radio app. At ehsports.com tonight it's Elder at five and five taking on the five and five Colerain Cardinals. Last week Elder took care of business against LaSalle, leading twenty-one to nothing at the half and hanging on for a twenty-eight to twenty-one win. While Drew Ramsey rushed for ninety yards and two touchdowns and caught twelve balls for eighty-nine yards. Colerain, meanwhile, they've lost its last two games as they fell to Princeton thirteen to twelve. They are coached by Sean Cutright. He is 22 and 10 at Colerain, his third year overall. Meanwhile, Coach Doug Ramsey is 199 and 93 at Elder. In his 26th year, he is looking for win number 200 this evening, which would be a, a great milestone here at Elder High School. Uh, Colerain Cardinals going to come in in their white jerseys with the red numbers. Uh, we're going to be a little bit delayed due to uh, television as well tonight, so it'll be a little bit. But it is a rainy. A miserable evening uh, here. Uh, the Woodway Fuels game time temperature is 57 degrees. And again, rain is falling and will probably fall for most of the evening. Wardway Fuels provides heating, oil, and propane for the home or business heating needs. Gas grills and pool supplies are also available, including parts and service. Wardway Fuels, located at the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown Road at 513 513- Five seven four zero zero six one. Wardway Fuel is proud supporters of tonight's broadcast. And tonight, Elder will uh, they they have uh, won the toss and they will defer. They will get the ball first when we return on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet, proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. We're the Tri-State's fastest-growing Chevy dealer and pre-owned superstore, plus lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Introducing our brand-new state-of-the-art Kelsey Collision Center, repairing all makes, all models, and working with all insurance companies, plus our newly expanded certified service center. From our Elder family to yours, go Panthers, out to Yora. Visit us at KelseyChev.com. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. 
The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue in Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Support for Elder Panther football is from Cliffview Resort and Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. However large or small your group, and no matter what conveniences you're looking for, you'll find a clean and comfortable stay at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. Proud sponsors of Elder Panther Football. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal here at Elder High School. The playoffs week number one. The Elder Panthers coming onto the field in their home purple jerseys. The purple pants, the white stripe, the white helmet, along with the purple uh, stripe along the helmet. And uh, they're looking, and Chris Kamner was out there. He's got a broken left arm. He's not going to play tonight. And he will be uh, upstairs. He'll be sitting in in the booth to take a look at tonight's game. And uh, unfortunately, he's not going to be available tonight for the Panthers. The Panthers have won the toss. They have elected to defer in the first half against these Colerain Cardinals, who certainly, uh, they come in also at 5-5. Five and five. They are led by Lavert Jarman, an outside linebacker. Their quarterback is Zacchaeus Jennings. A running back is Flowers. They run the triple option. And we're going to be seeing that a lot. Amare Shannon, a wide receiver, not getting much action the wide receivers are. Meanwhile, the Elder Panthers, it's been Drew Ramsey, who has been unbelievable. 43 catches in the last three weeks. So he has just been awesome. He has done everything you can ask of him. 91 catches for 336 yards and 12 touchdowns. Uh, he is also uh, he has also got, uh, you know, rushing-wise, excuse me, he's rushed for 91 for 326 yards. He's done a good job there and uh, receiving as well. So getting ready to start playoff football, Phil Bengal, and you got to be happy about that. Yeah, I mean, the weather tonight is what it is. It's actually a little bit cooler than it was last week out at LaSalle, a little bit of a harder rain. So it's going to be interesting tonight to see which team's going to be able to take care of the football. That's going to be incredibly important with – we know that, that Cole Rain's going to run some of that option offense, so they got to be able to handle the ball. And at the same time, the Panthers going to look to air it out. So which team is going to be able to really keep the other team from getting a bunch of turnovers and, and capitalizing off of that? We know that one of the biggest pieces here, we're going to find out the start, is kicking off with, with, with David Maurer being able to put that ball into the end zone, eliminating returns. And on the other end of that spectrum, you know, Cole Rain, as far as when they get the ball, if they're going to ever get a chance to kick off against Panthers, you're going to see a lot of squib kicks today. So really, again, ball control, wet balls is going to be interesting tonight. Well, Maurer looked to kick off from right to left, and he will try to get this one in the end zone, and he does easily into the end zone to start off. Tonight's game is brought to you by Artist Senior Living. When caring for a loved one with memory care issues, you need a partner like Artist Senior Living. 
5799 Bridgetown Avenue. They understand when a person's memory fades, the core of a person's identity and their passions remain the same. That's the foundation of the artist's way, a refreshing, different approach to memory care assisted living. Artist Senior Living in Western Hills, schedule a visit, 832-1597. And MJ Flowers in the backfield along. They, they set up with the triple uh, option. And now it's going to be the quarterback. He's going to pitch it to the left side across the 20 to the 25 to the 27-yard line. And that was uh, Satterwhite getting the carry, number 33, for Colrain. And Colrain does a good job of uh, faking one way, going the other. They've done that for years, and, and that's been, uh, been their bread and butter. They don't throw the ball much. Yeah, running that option, too, is going to force you to really trust your coaching this week and stay on your assignments. Jennings, a quarterback under center. They go in motion, and now they give up the middle of the Flowers, and Flowers gets to the 30-yard line, a gain of three, and that should be enough for a Colerain Cardinal first down as they set up well already getting their first uh, first down. So going back to that, basically all week as the Panthers, as you work on with your defense, you're talking about assignment football, making sure that guys know the reads that they're supposed to be making. But trust those reads. Trust your coaching. You don't second-guess it tonight. You know, you want to go with your first instinct and stay with it and go ahead and execute through it on Elder, with Elder's defense. They set up with a first and 10 at the 30, and now they give up the middle of the flowers, up the 30 to the 31, a gain of maybe a yard, if that. But Elder does a good job of stacking up there. Yeah, Samari Freeman came off the top of that pile for the Panthers, as did Ben Volkerding. Uh, Spinney coming in there and making some stops. So that's a little bit different of a first down. Uh, Colerain's only able to pick up about a yard and a half on that one as opposed to that big gain on first coming right out of the gate. So much better stop for the elder defense. They'll set up now with the second down and nine at the 31-yard line. Ten and a half to go in the opening quarter. No score. They go in motion with Satterwaite. The give to Flowers up the middle. And Flowers again gets about a yard. Samari Freeman and company making the stop. They're doing a great job on that die back, just not allowing him to really sneak through for those easy yards. You know, Elder with the, the three-man front might seem like something that's a little bit more advantageous to go at it, but the Panthers are doing a great job right there stopping it. So now you're looking at a third and seven for the Colerain Cardinals. Ten minutes counting down in the first quarter. No score of this Colerain Cardinal Elder Panther game in the rain. Third and seven at the 33. They set up with one wide left, two to the right side. Shotgun this time setting up for Jennings. And Jennings going to run it himself. Across the 35 to the 40. Gets a burst of speed to the 50. 45-40. And he's got a couple of men to beat. And he does right around the 27-yard line. So he gets through you know, the first level. A lot of guys weren't able to get off their blocks and make a play. So he's able to get get free. I mean, that's going to happen at times. You know, when a quarterback decides to keep it and he falls through. So that's that's going to be something that you deal with. Now the thing is, though, is on defense here, regroup and force a stop here and make it difficult for them. Now as far as Corrine's offense go, that's this is what they wanted to do out of the gates to get their, their mojo working. First and 10 at the 28-yard line, 9.22 to go here in the opening quarter. The quarterback gives it up the middle to Flowers. Flowers inside the 20, 15 to the 10, the 5, touchdown, 28 yards for M.J. Flowers. Flowers does a great job. It's not a big thing with the blocking scheme. It's just a big cutback. He had a great cutback going out towards the right side of the line and then cut right off the back of Garter tackle and just was able to get to, to where the play really wasn't intended to go, so he made an excellent read and, and bounced it outside. So Colerain comes out, strikes first. They strike quick. We're only at 9.15 here on the clock. 
Yeah, they do. And 80 yards very quickly. They'll set up to add this extra point. It's Alex Jung. He looks to add it here. Here's the snap, and the kick is up. And this one is good. So with 9.15 remaining in the first quarter, Coleraine strikes first. They lead it 7-0 over Elder on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Dave here. Is your phone service putting your business on hold? My friends at Fuller Information Technology know businesses can't afford to pay for the things they don't need or use. That's why the experts at Fuller Information Technology work with you to personalize your phone service, giving you everything you need and nothing you don't. Let them help you save money and give your business the competitive edge you've been looking for. Check out Fuller Information Technology today. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible. So to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal, 9.15 remaining in the first 7-0 Colerain. They will kick it off from left to right and taken by Auten Reeve at the 10. He's at the 12, back to the 20, to the 25, 30, 35, and he's out to the 43-yard line. And Luke Ottenreeb does a good job there. Great great job following his blocks. The Elder doing a good job on special teams to give the offense some great field position here after that Flowers touchdown. That was his 16th touchdown uh, of the season at 15 coming into this game, about 1,300 yards of rushing. So Coleraine kind of picking up where they left off. But now here comes that Elder offense, you know, where you have a lot of different uh, options out there. Ben Hamilton. You know, this year under center has really been putting up some big numbers at his, in his stats. They'll start it at the 44, first and 10 at the 44. Hamilton lone in the backfield. Now looking, rolling to his left. Throws it down the field to Ramsey. It's incomplete. Right around the 30-yard line. Good defensive play by the Coleraine Cardinals. That was Tashawn Banks. Uh, with the co- coverage. So one of the big things that Elder's going to try to do is, is really throw the ball on Coring. Coring is, is probably hasn't really dealt with a, a passing attack like the Panthers. It was so many different options with Ben Hamilton, you know, being back there. But at the same time, you got so many different receivers. So they'll be tested right off of the bat. They'll make some reads. But believe me, Elder's not going to go away from it if they don't have success with it right away. They're going to stick with it and change some things up. So Elder's offense... We'll get kicking and moving. Second down and 10 from the 44. Nine minutes to go first quarter. 7-0 Colring. One wide receiver to the right side. And they'll set up with with now Kirch to the left. And they've got Carson Brown in there as well. It's going to be Ramsey to keep it. Ramsey across the 45. And he's out to the 48-yard line. A gain of four. It'll be third down coming up. So moving some guys into motion, kind of seeing with Colerain, how they react to that one. Uh, you know, obviously now on third down here, Ben Hamilton going back out, going to be under center on this one. And the Panthers probably looking to go to the air. And the thing is, is that the last one that went to Ramsey, that was a, a great pass. It was just a tough ball to catch. But, you know, Ramsey was open. Third down and six from the 47-yard line. Three wide to the right. Setting up is Hamilton to throw. And it's complete to, to cross the harp at the 45 of Colerain and a first down for the Panthers. 
And Hart made a great catch. Uh, you know, he was under some pretty serious coverage there from Aaron Foster uh, of the Coleraine Cardinals, but he was able to bring up ball in, but he did bobble it for a second there. You can see how difficult it is as, as this rain is continuing to come down. But the Panthers pick up a first down. First and 10 at the 45, 8-10 to go in the opening quarter. 7-0 Colrain. Three wide receivers to the right and no one to the left side. Hamilton, the lone set back, going back to the 45-yard line, looking to throw, and it's complete across the harp, and it's inside to about the 37-yard line of Colrain before he's taken down by Ken Willis. Yeah, they're going to give harp about eight yards on that one, so that's a big big gain on first down exactly what you want and then the thing is is as elders offense starts to roll Colerain's defense is going to start second guessing themselves and how they got this covered because this passing attack it doesn't stop coming at you no and one thing that they might be able to do is stop one but they're not going to stop all three or four exactly That's what it is so they they were able to stop ramsey on the first down but now with harp he could be a handful with two catches already second down and two from the 37 Auten Reeb in the backfield. Mark Auten Reeb. And they go with one wide to the left side. It's going to be Ramsey. Ramsey inside the 35. He gets to about the 34-yard line. A gain of three, but that is enough for an Elder Panther first down. Yeah, a little bit of cutting in the backfield. Some patience to kind of find the, the, the running lane and found it enough to, to move the stick. So Panthers pick it up after it looked like on their you know, first two plays in the line of scrimmage. It looked like Corey maybe had some different stuff dialed out for the Elder offense, but now... Elder's looking pretty good as we get back to, you know, here comes Ben Hamilton back into the huddle. First and 10 for the Panthers at the 34-yard line of Colerain. 6.54 remaining in the opening quarter. It is 7-0. Colerain with the lead, but the Panthers are driving. They set up with Hamilton in the shotgun. They go left side, and now they've got two wide receivers to the right. It's going to be Hamilton now giving it over to Ottenreeb, and Ottenreeb uh, gets to the 35, and they didn't get by. It was actually Ramsey, rather. Ramsey got the carry and not much doing there yeah and coming and basically Tayshawn Banks makes a stop for the Cardinals because he's able to sneak off of a block the block just wasn't wasn't held long enough just didn't have the right angle on the block so he's able to really just slide right off and get Ramsey in the backfield uh, by his ankles so they'll say second and 10 they'll mark it right at the 34 two wide receivers to the left two to the right they go in motion with Mikey Kirch and they set up with a shotgun. It's going to be Hamilton back at his 42, throwing down to Ramsey. He's got him open inside the 20 to the 17, and it's a first down for the Panthers. They're going to mark it right at the 15, Phil, so it was right when I said it the first time. But 15-yard uh, line, that's a good pass there. A great pass. Ramsey was really in open space, and Hamilton able to, to sit with limited pressure coming at him. So they did a great job providing pressure. For, for Ben Hamilton to make that throw downfield, and Cole Rain just really didn't have an answer on that one for Ramsey. Last couple of plays when they've tried to double team, and that one just left him open in the zone. First and 10 at the 16, two wide to the right, two to the left side. Shotgun Hamilton back at his 19, looking to throw. It is complete to Flowers inside the 15, to the 10, and he's out of bounds at the nine yard line, but again, a gain of seven yards, Phil. And that's a great read by Ben Hamilton, a quick dump off the Flowers as you have that blitzing outside. Uh, defensive back who comes in, you know that nobody's going to be covering Flowers. So if you can get that pass off quick, he's going to be able to get outside. So Flowers able to get a, a big pickup again on second down. So we're we're right at the 10 moving in. They're going to say he stepped at the 10. So they'll mark it second down and three right at the 10-yard line. The Panthers on a good drive here after a good kickoff return by Luke Ottenry. Got it to the 43. 
And now the Panthers are moving in. Second down and three at the 10. They line up with Harp to the left side. Ray to the right side. Shotgun is Ramsey. Ramsey's going to run it. They're going to have the motion before the snap. And we got a flag down on the play. Yeah, we're going to get, we're going to basically get a legal procedure false start on the Panthers. I think they were trying to, Elder was really working to, to try to move on that one, try to pull a guard, trying to get him over to the right side. And I think we were just a little bit off on the snap count, and a little bit off on the pull. So that was just a quick move on the Panthers. So it's going to be backing this one up. And tonight's game brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet. They've opened uh, the Tri-State's newest and largest pre-owned superstore, uh, selling all makes and models from their family to yours for life. See Walt Kelsey or Paul Cluxton at Kelsey Chevrolet or Kelsey pre-owned vehicles, Route 50 in Lawrenceburg or KelseyChev.com. Kelsey Chevrolet, proud to support elder football. Second down and eight, the ball spotted at the 15-yard line. Three wide receivers to the right. They set up with a shotgun for Hamilton, the give up the middle, and it's down inside the 10 to the 8-yard line for for Summers. Yeah, so Will Summers came in as Luke Flowers, uh, you know, on that last run when he went out of bounds, slid a little bit on the concrete out there. So basically, you know, get him subbing in. So Summers back uh, after earlier early the season with an injury, being able to pick up some yards there. So we're looking at a third and short uh, as it's uh, marked as about a third, third and three down on the yeah. field. Yeah, they, they, they've got third and one on the scoreboard, but you're right, at the nine-yard line, they'll set up with three, two wide receivers to make that three now to the right. Ramsey and a quarterback. They move with Gutekun, actually George is off to the left side. And now Ramsey keeps it inside the ten. He gets to around the five-yard line, and that will be enough for an elder Panther first down. Yeah, more than enough. Got down to the five-yard line. Good blocking up front. Got a hat on a hat and just executing. And the nice thing is, is about this is that this this is kind of what I'm excited to see Elder do all night, which is really keep really control that tempo. I mean, they're going to be able to, to come at Coleraine fast with the passing attack, but then at the same time you're going to be able to grind it out if they have to. So that's really going to take tolls on your defense, especially when the weather is the way it is. The longer you got to be out on the field and you keep getting beat on, it's just going to affect you. Auten Reeve in the backfield. Now he'll move to the right side of Ramsey. They'll set up with two wide receivers. Now make that one. They're going Georges to the left side, Auten Reeve to the left side, and now it's going to be Ramsey. He's going to keep it himself inside the five. He gets to about the three-yard line, stacks up to maybe the two, but he is. Uh, it's going to be second down coming up. Yeah, they'll mark him at the two. Tishon Banks, one of the guys that was on the pile for the Coring Cardinals on that one. Ramsey just looking to see if he can get a little bit of run out to the left and get outside the tackle, but decided to cut it back inside once he saw a lane. Because at this point, I mean, it's just it, you, you don't need to pick it all up at once. If you don't have to just get those short gains, see if you can find that lane and work your way into the end zone. So the Panthers looking right now, they're actually going to mark this one at the three. Yeah, they mark it at the three, and Summers checks back in the game. So it's Summers and Ottenreeb in the backfield for the Panthers. They're going to they have Ramsey at quarterback, a second down and goal from the three. 324 left in the opening quarter, 7-0 Colerain. Shotgun with Ramsey at quarterback. And now Ramsey rolls to the left. He's going to throw it. It is complete to Summers, but nothing. He gets at the five-yard line. And he is taken down immediately after that. Yeah, Corey Myrick Sr. came up with that one, just sniffed it out. It's good. You know, you saw the read that Ramsey made is reading that that end coming around that back. And then he dropped it out. But Corain had enough guys there to to come at it. So looking at third down, it is going to lose him a yard on that catch of third and four. 
Yeah, it's third down and four. Third down and goal from the four. 2.45 remaining in the opening quarter. 7-0 Colerain with the lead. The Panthers trying to tie this one up. They've got Justin Ray wide to the right along with Harp. Two to the left side, Ramsey and Brocksterman. Shotgun Hamilton back at his 10. Throws into the end zone. It is intercepted. Back of the end zone. And the Colerain Cardinals hold and get the interception. Wow. I thought there should have been a flag on that one as Harp went to go get the ball. Harp got shoved out on that one, but nothing really there. Ben Hamilton was looking out to the to the outside to try to make that pass to get it uh, originally, but then saw, thought he saw Harp was open, but nothing came. It was good defensive play. Colerain gets the interception in the end zone and forces it out. So Elder, unfortunately, big, long drive, 226 on the clock, a lot of clock eaten up, but nothing to show for it. And it'll be a first and 10 for the Cardinals at the 20. They'll set up from left to right. They go. They lead 7-0. And they stop on that drive after the interception. And now the give to Flowers up the middle and nothing doing for him. He gets to the 19-yard line. Maybe back to the original line of scrimmage, but that is it with 2.15 to go here in the first quarter. With a 7-0 lead, Colerain, that's a big interception for them in the end zone. Yeah, after that long drive, I mean, really to turn Elder away right at the door when you figured it was third and four, you're going to go for it again on fourth. But Colerain right now, but Elder's defense came up big on that last one, big stop by McKenna. They'll set up with a second down and 10 at the 20-yard line. They go in motion, and now give again to Flowers, and Flowers gets across the 20 to the 22, maybe the 23-yard line. A gain of a, a couple there for the Colerain Cardinals will be third down and six coming up. A big, big stack up on that one by the Panther defense. A lot of guys getting in on that dive. I mean, it's key to make sure that, you know, you're tackling by committee, but you're wrapping up and everybody's got the other assignments in case they want to pull that ball out. Third and six from the 24. Sherman's going to go in motion and does, and now it's going to be a quarterback keeper across the 25, 30, 35. He's got a lot of room. 50, 45, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. Touchdown, 76 yards for the Colerain Cardinal quarterback, Zacchaeus Jennings. Jennings just able to really slip through at the line. Elder had plenty of guys there, but there was nobody who really was able to get get an arm on him. He's able to go through some tackles, and once he's in space, he's got a lot of speed. And that's only, you're only looking at, you know, two coming into this game, two touchdowns on the season. So he's already, you know, having a, having a pretty big night in yard-wise at 693 yards coming into this football game. So he can really put it up, but Colerain out to a hot start. They are, and here's the extra point. It's up with the right foot, and this one is no good. So... 13-0 is your score with a minute seven to go in the first quarter. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We're proud to support elder football and just as proud to provide outstanding orthopedic care to all Panther athletes and their friends and families throughout the West Side. If you have an injury, we can help. For your sports medicine needs from the simple to the complex, we're at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347 347- Nine 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 nine. That's three four seven nine 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 nine. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at Hemlock Hills Resort Cabin Rentals dot com. 
Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin? Hemlock Hills Resort Cabin Rentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from Hemlock Hills Resort Cabin Rentals.com. Welcome back to a very wet pit here at Elder High School, and it's 13-0. Colerain Cardinals have struck on a 28-yard touchdown by Flowers and then a 76-yard uh, touchdown by Jennings, the quarterback. So right away, now the extra point, you know, they've had a rough go. They lost to Princeton last week because of their kicking game, so they missed that one. Now they'll kick off from left to right. Panthers, Auten Reeve, who had a good return last time. And now the kick is going to be short, and it bounces out of bounds. So, again, the Panthers will get good field position just like they did last time. Is your phone system putting your business on hold? You can cut your costs, get features like text, video meetings, and cloud storage, and pay less than you're paying now. Call Elder Grad Tom Waldner at Fuller Information Technology for a free evaluation, or check them out on the web at fullerinfotech.com. 107 remaining in the second quarter. Now Elder really has to get some scoring done on this drive. A long drive would be good. Yeah, and they're obviously going get, get to get a play or two here and then be able to talk about it before the quarter. So it's just manage the football, get it in the second quarter, and then just start chipping away. First and 10 at the 35 for the Panthers. They'll set up with Hamilton shotgun. They've got three wide receivers to the left side. And Hamilton back at his 27. Now looks to throw down the field. He's got Ramsey completed the 50, 45, and out of bounds. So he's into Colerain Cardinal territory and a first down for the Panthers. And Colerain right there just kind of sitting in a little bit of a zone and coming their defensive backs kind of talking about it. It's like who had him, who was supposed to be covering him. I mean, 12 circled on the scouting report. We know that. So because of that, they're, they're a little there's a little bit of concern there. But at the same time, Elder, great big pickup. Uh, to, to flip the field. They mark it at the 44 of Colerain. Harp is going to line up wide to the right with Ramsey. Hamilton back at his 49. And there's going to be some movement on the Colerain Cardinals. Uh, they go offside a little bit. <laughs> a little bit is an understatement. To, yeah, I think trying to predict the snap on that one. 101 remaining here in the first quarter. 13-0 Colerain Cardinals. They scored a 28-yard touchdown by Flowers. And then a 76-yard quarterback keeper in Jennings. But the extra point was no good. So 13-0 is your score with a minute one in the first quarter. Kluzman lines up wide to the right with Ray and Ramsey. They go Kirch in motion to the right. Shotgun is Hamilton back at his 45 looking to throw. And does complete to Harp inside the 30. Gets a block. Excuse me, breaks a tackle. And he's out of bounds at the 17-yard line. Great job by Harp to break that tackle. Yeah, big catch, and then he's able to, to pick up the extra yards after catch on that one. Andrew Harp's been a guy that that has just come into his own. I mean, coming after that Moeller game, you know, we knew he had a big game there, and since then he's been a guy that's been making some big plays, and not just big plays as far as catches, but being able to use his body and being real physical. And the other thing that's really been good for the Panthers is their offensive line has been given – Plenty of time for Ben Hamilton to make good reads. Kluzman off to the left on a first and 10 at the 18. Looking right. Now Hamilton's going to be sacked back at the 18-yard line. And a good sack on the play. That was uh, Banks getting the tackle. Yeah, Banks came through. He was completely unblocked on that outside. And you can see it coming. You know, one of those just corner blitzes coming in uh, is, is 
as he, he came in. But, he, you know, he comes flying into the field, makes a big play, and really catches the Panthers in a position where Ben Hamilton would have had to make a really quick decision. They got him all the way back to the 23. So it's second and 15 at the 23. Three wide receivers to the right. And they move Justin Ray to the left side. It's a shotgun for Hamilton. He's going to step back at around his 28-yard line on the second and 15. Shotgun, and he loses a little bit, gets it back, and throws to the sideline for Ray. It's incomplete. Going to say he stepped out of bounds at the 21-yard line. Yeah, so I was just a little bit close out there, just not able to pick it up. So the Panthers looking at third down, and that's the end of the first quarter. That is the end of the first quarter, and it's been a Coleraine Cardinal first quarter. They lead it 13-0, and we'll take a timeout of the Prep Sports Radio Network. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! Hey Panther fans, the Urology Group wants to wish this year's team all the best for a successful season. The team works hard to make every game memorable. But what if your biggest memory of the game is standing in line for the restroom? If you're experiencing frequent trips to the restroom, the Urology Group can help. 513-841-7400 or at urologygroup.com. Proud to support Elder Football. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal here. It is second quarter starting. The Panthers uh, down 13 to nothing. Uh, they had uh, Colerain getting a 28-yard touchdown by Flowers, the running back, at 9.15 left. And then at 107, it was a 76-yard touchdown by Jennings after an interception by Colerain in the end zone uh, that broke up a, a drive by the Panthers at a first and goal. And on the third and goal play, they had an interception, Banks, in the end zone. And that led to a 76-yard touchdown by Jennings. The extra point was no good. And it's 13-0, but the Panthers are going to go from left to right here in the second quarter. They have a third and 15 at the 23. Two wide receivers to the right, two to the left. Hamilton back at his 30, looking to throw. Rolls to the left, and he is going to get it away just barely and throws it down. But he had a couple of people in his in his grasp, or in his face, I should say. And uh, number 99, Carpenter, making the tackle. Yeah, just a, n- a nice play. There's one there. So Corain now forces Elder into a fourth and 15. Yeah, fourth and 15 at the 23. So the Panthers will go for it here. Looking to get something going with 11.53 to go second quarter. They'll line up three wide to the right, two to the left. They leave Mikey Kirched in. He's going to block. And now it's going to be Hamilton at his 30, looking to throw down the field. He has a man. It's complete down at the seven-yard line. It's Justin Ray. And it's a first down for the Panthers. Yep, Justin Ray just gets right to the sticks, goes up, palms the ladder, and makes a good catch right in the middle of the field, right at the left hash mark. So the Panthers got life again and a first and goal. 
First and goal again at the seven-yard line for the Panthers. 11.40 to go, second quarter. 13-0 Coleraine Cardinals on top. Week one of the playoffs in high school football. Panthers come in at the seventh seed. They'll set up now with two wide receivers to the right side. They've got Ray in the inside, and they've got Harp to the outside. Ramsey now goes in motion to the right, along with Georges. Now shotgun Hamilton back at his 15, rolls to the right, throws. It's complete to Ramsey at the 5, and he's to about the 2-yard line. Maybe the 1. So it'll be second down and goal on that short It'll be maybe just at the one, so they'll mark it at the one. Just a, a little bit. It kind of looked like he was going to be able to fight for those extra yards, Len, but they, Corey was able to bring him down. But this is one, second and one. I mean, the Panthers should be able to get this one in the end zone. And they got right to the right. They've got Ramsey in at quarterback on this second down and goal from the one. Ramsey takes the keeper and looks and gets into the end zone for the touchdown. Panthers on the board, 13-6, pending the extra point. And that's exactly what the elder needed. It was just get the last time you get the interception in the end zone. So now get your offense rolling again. The defense uh, now, too, the defense needs to come back. They've had a couple of good series where they've been able to get some stops right at the start of a series, but then they give up a, a big run. So they have the tools to get it done, and I'm sure they're talking about it on the sideline to come out of how they're going to fix that moving forward. Auden Reeb will hold this one for the Panthers, a big extra point. And the kick by Maurer is up, and it is no good to the left side. It hit the pole, hit the upright, and no good. So 10.31 to go, second quarter, 13-6. It's Colrain on top. We'll take a timeout of the Prep Sports Radio Network. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428, and brozartpharmacy.com. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. And Maurer will look to kick this one off after the missed extra point, and this one's going to be short around the 8-yard line, taking around the 20 it's uh, checking out there is uh, number 24, Jason Young, and he'll get to around the 25. So that was interesting that the Panthers not only missed the extra point, but they didn't kick it in the end zone either. Yeah, so, I mean, that's one of the big things is that, okay, you're going to miss some kicks. Some things are going to happen, but, you know, as a kicker, it's going to get back on. It can't get rattled. you got to be able to put those balls through the end zone. And, that, you know, Coach Ramsey talking to him come off field. It's like, just get back to it. I mean, mistakes are going to happen, but you got to got to keep pu- pushing through, especially in the playoffs. First and 10 at the 25-yard line. Two wide receivers to the left side. Setting up under center is Jennings, who had the touchdown in the last drive. They go Satterwhite to the right, and the quarterback is going to keep it. Inside the 30, he's to the 35, to the 36-yard line before 
uh, Gutekunst making the tackle there. Now, interesting, uh, the last time Coleraine played at the pit was 2009, and Elder was led by quarterback Mark Miller, who was 19 of 27 for 225. But a big congratulations to Mark Miller and his wife, Michelle, who on Wednesday welcomed the birth of their second daughter, Mila. Their oldest daughter, McKenna, is thrilled to be a big sister, so congratulations there. We have tried to get him as a guest, but obviously had bigger things. First and 10 at the 37-yard line. One wide receiver to the right side. Satterwhite in motion. Going to give it off to the right, and uh, around the 40-yard line was uh, Shannon. Number two. Nathan Scher finishes that tackle on that play. Just a really great stop for the Panthers. And this is what they need. It's second down. They get a good stop there, second and six. Get another one here. Force them, you know, into a third down and get them off the field. Second down and six. Ball spotted at the 41-yard line. The Cardinals have been able to move the ball pretty well on their first two drives. They line up with one wide receiver to the right side. They go in motion with Satterwhite. Now they give to Flowers. And Flowers across the 40 to the 43-yard line before he is taken down right around the 44-yard uh, line. So it'll be third and three coming up for Colerain. 13 to 6. They lead it. 9.05 and counting. Here in the second quarter. And they line up one wide receiver to the right side. And that's Young. And now they move in motion to the right side with Shannon. Now the quarterback keeper, 45-50. He's got to burst the speed again. This time he's going to go into the end zone again. 56 yards. And that is the quarterback again getting another touchdown, Jennings. And Jennings, it's basically the same play running up. It's just the Panthers aren't able to get off and get stopped there. But the Coleraine doing a great job of occupying everybody. So that's very hard to get there. So Coleraine, again, big plays is what they're making. It's not been any sort of grind-out offense. They've just were a big play, a big play for the previous possession, too. And then they had a big drive, big run on, a, on their very first possession. So Coleraine really coming out on all cylinders. And they're looking to add the extra point. There's the hole, the kick with the right foot, and this one is good. So with 8.38 remaining here in the second quarter, Coleraine Cardinals 20, the Elder Panthers 6. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. For a sharp team look, work or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and experts service and with cooler weather on the way it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well wardway fuels is located at glenway and bridgetown roads their number is 574-0061 wardway fuels 574-0061 welcome back to the pit len harvey phil bengal here on a friday night the first week of the playoffs and Colerain has come into elder their first three drive they've scored three touchdowns and they lead it 20 to 6 that last touchdown was 56 yards. The quarterback keeper in Jennings, he had a 76-yard run earlier, so already two touchdowns for him. They're going to kick off from right to left. Auten Reeb is back at his five-yard line to receive. And this is going to be shorter. It's going to be taken to the up back around the 20. It's going to be the kicker, Maurer. 
around the 32-yard line is where he brings it up. Looked like, looked like 27 from up here, but check that. It was that's Bradley yeah. Hornschmeyer. Well, Hornschmeyer, came sorry, up and made that play. So. Now the Elder offense, I mean, again, I mean, Cole Rain scored, that's fine, but Elder's offense now has to answer. They have to keep answering. They have to keep it in a game that knows that their Elder's defense is in a difficult position. There's going to be a drive where Elder's going to get a stop, and it's going to be even that that much more important as if Elder is staying up with being consistent on their scoring. First and 10 at the 33-yard line. Flowers in the backfield now. Three wide receivers to the right. Now it's going to be Hamilton. He's back at his 27. Hamilton sets up shotgun at the 25. Now steps up, throws complete to Broxerman across the 35. They're going to say incomplete now. Just couldn't hang on. Yeah, Broxerman had that one right in, in his chest, and then as soon as he got hit, dropped that football. I mean, it's got to be the one. You, know, you make those catches in these types of games, and ball's wet makes it a little bit harder. He's going to get that opportunity again, and he won't. he won't drop the next one. Second down and 10. The ball spotted at the 33-yard line. 8.27 to go. Second quarter. 20-6 to Colerain on top. One wide to the left, three to the right. Hamilton steps back at his 25 to throw. He's got a man. It's complete. It's Ramsey at the 45, and Ramsey catches it for a gain of 12 and a first down for the Panthers. Getting Ramsey over to the sideline again. It's kind of that similar route he's been running and just getting open uh, down the field, you know, on opposite field that time. I mean, about from the left hash over to the elder sideline. And Corrine, though, still, they're not really manning him up. I mean, it's no. kind of like a zone. They're just kind of, it's like we'll cover Ramsey by committee, but they really haven't been able to do anything to stop him from getting those big catches. If Hamilton gets some time, he's going to be able to complete that. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right, first and ten. At the 44, Hamilton back at his 36, throws it down the field. It is incomplete. That one was intended for Ramsey, but uh, that was a little bit too far. He was covered that time by by Banks. Banks had really good coverage with him, just kind of kept step for step, which made it hard for Ramsey to really break away on that pass. And at the same time, Cole Rain brought enough guys up front that applied some pressure that didn't give Ben the time he, he may have been looking for for that to pl- play to develop just a second more in the pocket. Second down and 10 at the 44. 7.40 to go here in the second quarter. It's the Panthers trailing 20-6. to six. Two odd receivers to the right, two to the left. Empty backfield for Ben Hamilton. Back at his 37. Looks to throw and throws. Intercepted at the 50. 45-40. 30. 15-yard line. He's finally taken down at the 13-yard line. That was number 11, and that was Jaden Folsom making the interception. Jaden Folsom on that one. Now there is. Looks like they are going to call. There, there is going to be a flag on that play. So this one is coming back here. Elder's offense going to stay on the field. They're going to get a, it looks like pass interference on, on okay. Cole Rain coming up here. But Folsom, though, had a big interception as Hamilton got hit. So we'll get the official call. Here's the official signals it in. So, yeah, so you're going to get pass interference on a defense here, and that's going to go back. Wow. So Folsom with the big interception as Hamilton was getting hit, too, as it was dropped. That would have been a huge turn of events because it would have gave them great field position inside the 20 and make this a, a even bigger game. Cause, but right now, Elder's going to benefit from this, this walk-off here on this 
And they'll mark it right at the 44-yard line. Actually, they're going to mark it at the 41. It's a first and 10 for the Panthers at the Coleraine Cardinal 41. Three wide to the left. And now they give up the middle flowers inside the 40. And he's out to the 36-yard line. A gain of five for Luke Flowers getting the carry there. Flowers able to, to get through on that play, but you know ran into a couple of Cardinals down downfield, just not able to, to get the, the the space that he needed on that one, but enough for Elder to kind of get back to it on their offense. Second down and five for the Panthers. Actually, second and six at the 37. Seven minutes and counting in the second quarter. 20-6. to six. Colerain on top. Two wide to the right. Two to the left. Flowers in the backfield with Hamilton. Back at the 45. Going to throw it to Flowers. Flowers is tackled back in the backfield at the 42-yard line. And there's that man again, Deshaun Banks. Banks was able to break through, just shed it as, shed his block and was able to shed it and just get right upfield and make that play where Flowers almost almost got away from it. But Elder went from you know positive pickup and then here you know losing it, now looking at a third and 11 from the 42. Yeah, 6.25 to go, third and 11 at the 42 for the Panthers. Hamilton in the backfield by himself. Got three wide receivers to the right, one to the left side. Mikey Kurtz stays in to block. And now looking to throw to the right. Throws it complete to Ramsey. 35-30. Out of bounds at the 27-yard line. Gain of 15. That's a first down for the Panthers. So there's your big pickup again. And it's that same pass running at the Ramsey. Just getting him on a, you know, an out. Getting him outside. Getting him outside the numbers. Putting him into space and letting Hamilton find him. And he's making good plays. Coleraine just hasn't had an answer for that yet. But it's something, you know, Elder can't, he can't run it every play over and over no. again. But once they get Coleraine kind of spaced out, they've been able to hit it. So Elder back to the 27-yard line here, hopefully looking to cut into this lead before half. 20-6 to six is the score. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right, first and 10 at the 27-yard line for Elder. Hamilton steps back at the 35 to throw. He's got a man open. It's complete to Ray, 15, 10, 5. Did he get in? Touchdown, Elder Panthers, 27 yards, Justin Ray. Justin Ray runs a, a nice route on the a, on a left side down to hashes and just a little bit of an out. Catches it and able to, to create some space. Gets past Aaron Foster. He's got that speed, you know, on that. We know that he's got it and able to get into the end zone. So just under the six-minute mark here at 5.59 to go, the Panthers able to cut into that lead. Mauer looked to add this extra point. It's, again, a big one. Auten Reeb will hold. Here's the snap. Autry puts it down, but they're going to have a flag down before the snap. And it's it's going back. It's going to be a motion on the Panthers. So, again, this will be five yards more for the extra point, but that shouldn't bother Mauer at all. Yeah, should hopefully be able to get this one in and get back on track, making all, you know, getting all those extra points in this season. And, and Mauer's been able to, to really capitalize for the Panthers. And, you know, I mean, obviously missing the one extra point is frustrating, but the good thing is, is Coleraine missed one too, so everybody's kind of on the same scoring yeah. pattern. This would get him back to 20-13. to 13. And a movement on Coleraine this time as they tried to come in. So Coleraine's going to give him the five yards back. <laughs> seems like one of those things, it just trying to time that snap count to come in and get a block. You know, is, is if you've already pushed them back five, might not really be worth it to, to move them back to where, it, you know, because the extra point, you see us all the time. You get it here, and 
teams constantly decline that penalty because they like being right where their the kickers like being right where their footwork is. So this puts them right back to their normal steps. And again, it'll be Auten Reed to hold this one. Let's see, third time could be a charm. And get ready to snap this one. And Auten Reed will put it down. And the kick by Maurer this time is up and good. So with 5.59 remaining in quarter number two, it's Colerain 20, Elder 13. We'll take a time out of the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder Football and Sacred Heart Radio is supported by Affordable Concrete Specialists. ACS Concrete is the west side specialist of all small concrete jobs. Nobody else wants to do no job too small. 513-305-6777. 513-305-6777. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal here on a Friday night, a rainy Friday night, but the Panthers get to within 20-13. to 13. Justin Ray, a 27-yard touchdown from Hamilton. He's able to get into space and really break that one open. So we're looking at, at a game because of the extra points, the missed extra points. It's it's still a one-score football game. You know, it's not something that, uh, you know, Elder was able to capitalize on. The, their missed one. Elder missed one as well. So everybody's on that same scoring pattern like we mentioned. So now Maurer puts one in. So let's see if he can kick this one into the end zone, get back to it. The big question is going to be, though, can Elder's defense stop that big play, Coleraine offense, in this final six minutes here in the first half? And Jason Young will be back uh, to, to receive this one. And this one is going to bounce right at the end zone and bounce in. So he does a good job that time, Maurer does. Portions of tonight's game sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith. Of the Lucian, Schuster, Smith team, and Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati offering wealth management, planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. 20 to 13, the Coleraine Cardinals lead it. They've had some big plays. They've had a 56-yard touchdown by the quarterback, 76 yards, and they've had a 28-yard. So they set up with a first and 10 at the 20. Jennings at quarterback. They go in motion with Satterwaite. Now they give the pitch, and it's a fumble. And let's see if the Coleraine gets it back at the 20, at the 19-yard line. A little pitch that went awry. Yeah, and it's, again, it's just one of those ones that Elder hasn't had tons of luck with those bounces this year, and that was one that just bounced right back to him. It was actually Shannon uh, in the backfield there. So it'll be second and 12. They lose two. Well, that was a big play, though. They could have lost a lot more as the Panthers could have had the football. 20-13, to 13, Colerain with the lead, 5.25 to go before halftime. One wide receiver to the right. They line up. Under center, they've been running the triple option. And now quarterback's going to keep it. And good play. Spinning. Oh, he had him in the backfield. And they, he got him to the sidelines anyway. Yeah. Lost a couple, but Spinney had him right around the 11-yard the line. Spinney was first one there and then chased out of bounds by Henry Heights and Nathan Scher. Uh, it was able to, to, to finally force him out of bounds on that one. But Spinney, it just, again... It, it, it's been raining so much. I mean, you make those tackles, you just slide right off a guy, but it's important you have the rest of your team right there to really capitalize on those those plays. So Elder forces Corain to a third and 14. But we've seen this before, yeah. Len, and this is when they broke their big ones. Third and 14 from the 16-yard line. 
They line up, setting up now. They've got in the backfield. It's Flowers. And now the quarterback is going to keep it, and nothing doing for him this time. The Panthers do a nice job, and they get him in. Uh, Henry getting the play, doing a good job there. Uh, yeah. That was uh, Henry Heights. Yeah, Henry Heights came in and made a play along with a couple other Panthers. They tried to run that same idea of trying to run that quarterback sneak again, trying to run up the middle. They thought maybe they could get Elder on it. But Elder here is going to force Corrine to punt for the first time tonight uh, with their with the heels almost at the at, at his end zone. They're going to set up with Young. Now he's going to punt it away. And it's a line drive kick. It's Gutekunst, and it bounces off of Coleraine Carter. we got a, a flag down, and it's going to be on Coleraine, I believe. Going to bounce back at the 39-yard line. But the Panthers get a good field position. 4.24 left here in the second, and they also get the ball first in the second half. Yeah, so the Panthers got an opportunity to really come in and make a play here. So let's see what we got flag here. Let's see what they signal on this one. I mean, Zach Gutekunst kind of went in for the went in for the ball and got hit as he tried to make a catch on, on that football. So as he signaled for it. So let's see what they officially dial up here. There's still a conference taking place. Rod's Roost Restaurant and Pub, a West Side landmark for over 60 years as they're proud to support elder football besides the city's best fried chicken. The Roost also features barbecued ribs, German sauerbrot and burgers, wings, homemade Saratoga chips, coleslaw, and cream pies. Enjoy the patio. 20 TVs every day for lunch or dinner. Dine in or carry out. Race Road in Bridgetown. Ron's Roost. It's clucking good. So it is on Colerain. And they're going to move it off on the Cardinals. So the Panthers are going to get great field position. They're already going to start in Colerain Cardinal territory. Yeah, so I think basically what they're looking at is they got into Zach Gutekunst as he went in to catch that ball if he had signaled for fair catch. And, and he, because that ball was a booming kick. And, and so the Panthers are really, the, the walk-off on this one's going to take this all the way down to the Colerain 30-yard line. I mean, you talk about yeah. really a big, big, big penalty because the penalty, the where they marked it as the hit took place was at the 45. So it's a first and 10 for the Panthers at the 30-yard line. Two wide to the right. Make that now three. They'll set up shotgun. It's Hamilton at his 35. Rolls to about the 38 on the right side and throws to the sidelines for Ramsey. Incomplete. Down about the 20-yard line. Trying to run that one out to Ramsey. And, and as the first time, they actually had it covered. Uh, you know, Banks was in coverage, really. And it wasn't wasn't broke it broke up the pass. It was the fact that there just wasn't much real estate to make get the pass in there. Banks did a good job of forcing the ball to the sideline on that one, but actually covering Ramsey on that similar route that they've run before. So Colerain's definitely got that one marked now. So let's see what the Panthers try to do uh, and see if they maybe try to really get some of the other guys involved. 4-19 left in the second quarter. 20-13, to Colerain on top. Panthers have a second and 10 from the Colerain 30. Three wide to the right. They line up one to the left side. Flowers in the backfield. Now it's Hamilton looking to throw and throws it, looking for Flowers, incomplete. And Hamilton takes a hit back at the 45-yard line. And they're trying to run a screen pass, and 
I'm not sure who was the intended target on that one. I don't know if it was supposed to be Flowers or if it was supposed to be Harp coming up to make a play on it, but nobody was there to really catch it. And, you know, the, the elder student sections reacting negatively to the Hamilton getting hit after the throw, but there's nothing nothing bad on that one. I mean, it was perfect, you know, perfect defense in my opinion on yeah. that one. Hamilton just didn't get the ball off in time, so now the Panthers looking at a third and ten. Third and ten from the 30-yard line for the Panthers. 4.15 remaining second quarter, 20-13. to 13. Coleraine leading this first playoff game. Three wide receivers off to the right side. Gutekunst actually checked that Georges in the block. And he moves over to Kirch on the right side. Now Ramsey. And it's going to be Hamilton to throw. And he's got Ramsey. And he's complete to the 26-yard line. But that's going to be short of a first down. It'll be fourth down coming up. Yeah, not much doing there for the Panthers as far as big catches. But it moved the football fourth and five. They ran several routes to that short side of the field over there on the right. You know, as they were sitting, they, they really kind of overloaded that that area. Nothing up the middle. So fourth and five here for the Panthers. Well, we're marked fourth and six, actually, as they move the ball back after that initial catch. But this is big for the Panthers here. 4.09 to go, an opportunity to maybe tie this game up, knowing that you get the ball to start the, the second half. This would be a big one, and Coach Ramsey wants to think about it a little bit more. 4.09 to go here in the second quarter. We'll take a quick timeout. 20-13, to 13, Colrain on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper's been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Hello, I'm Father Jerry Reinersman, pastor of St. Joseph Parish in Cold Spring, Kentucky. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Welcome back to the pit on a Friday night, and it's uh, 4.09 to go here in the second quarter. 20 to 13 Colrain over the Elder Panthers. It'll be a fourth down and six at the 26 for the Panthers. It's a big fourth down here because they do get the ball first in the second half, but if they can keep this drive going and maybe get a score, that'll help. Just cutting in that lead, too, will just it'll put pressure on Colrain, who's had a lot of confidence after their big, big plays. And here's Hamilton, sets up two wide receivers to the left. They go Ramsey in motion to the left, looking to the left and throwing to Ramsey. And it is complete at the 16-yard line and a first down for the Panthers. Ramsey goes up and makes a big play. I mean, good coverage out there on the outside for the Coring Cardinals. Able to just really get force Ramsey to go up and make a big play. Uh, but, you know, again, a tie-up. Jarman ties him up a little bit, but Ramsey able to keep it so they can pick up the first down. And Ramsey gets that first down, a first and 10 at the 17-yard line of Coring. Panthers with 3.48 remaining here in the second. 20-13, to 13, Cardinals on top by seven. Panthers get their touchdown on a Ramsey one-yard touchdown and a 27-yard completion to Ray in the end zone. Three wide receivers to the right. Shotgun is Ramsey. Ramsey's going to run it to the 15, 
and he's right about the 16 is where they got him down. So just a yard on the play to Ramsey. That's Aaron Foster with the stop for the Cardinals. Looked like they were going to be able to get something with the blocking on the outside and really overload as they ran to the short side of the field, but not able to to get the block on Foster. He's been able several times to, to really shed blocks and come through and make plays for the Coring Cardinals. So the Panthers looking at a second and nine. Second and nine from the 16. Three minutes and counting for the Panthers. Left here in the second quarter. Coming up at halftime, the best show in the business, the Coa Banker Halftime Report with Mark Bangle, Steve Bangle, and Tom Kennedy. Two odd receivers to the left and two to the right side. Shotgun is Hamilton on the second and nine from the 16. Looking, rolling to his right. He throws. It's complete to the 11-yard line, and it's going to be Andrew Harp with a gain of five. It'll be a short third down coming up. Ben Hamilton just had to scramble, and that one was going on the outside. Looked like he was going to tuck it and run, but he found Harp to be able to pick up just a couple of yards there. Banks on the stop for the Cardinals, but Harp just kind of running a, a comeback, coming back to the ball after the scramble. So the Panthers looking at uh, you know another oppor- short opportunity here to pick up a first down. Third and three from the 12, 210 remaining. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Shotgun is Hamilton with Flowers to his right. As the clock runs to under two minutes. And now looking as Hamilton throwing the left side. It's Ramsey completed the 15 to 10 to the 5. And he's taken at the 4. A first down for the Panthers. And Ramsey again gets the big first down. Just running that quick, quick route right across the middle. Short route. Not very deep to Ramsey. And just a quick dump off. It kind of looks... A little bit like a, a screen pass because how quickly in the develop the blocking is and how close it is to the line, but it's enough for the Panthers to get into a first and goal situation. First and goal for the Panthers at the five. A minute 38 remaining here in quarter number two. 20 to 13, Coleraine on top. Three wide receivers to the right. And now they'll go with Ramsey to the left side. Actually, check that. That's going to be uh, Hamilton's going to keep it himself inside the five to the end zone. Touchdown, Elder Panthers. Did he get in? They haven't signaled yet, but it looked like he got in the end zone from here. But they're going to say they're going to mark it a half a yard short, Phil. I don't even know if it's a it's it's, a it's half not a yard. even. It's like a quarter of a yard. Huh? Yeah. So now and now we got an injured. I think we have an injured player on the bottom of that pile who's slow to get up on that one. That's uh, Lavert Jarman. Uh, who might have came in? He just it looks like he just got the wind knocked yeah. out of him, so nothing big. But they did stop the play here, so I believe he's you know he's going to come off the field under his own power. Officials calling everybody back, so not not a, not a timeout. Minute six to go, second and one. I mean, Elder, as long as they hold on to the football, should be able to punch this one into the end zone and, and be that much closer to tying this one up. A minute left here in the second quarter of the second down and goal from the one. Ramsey's going to line up in the shotgun as the quarterback. Two wide receivers to the right. They go in motion, setting up as George's, and now it's going to be Ramsey, and this time he does get in. There is the signal, and it's a touchdown. Ramsey's second of the day, and the Panthers are ready to tie this one up. Running over the right side of the offensive line, Connors and, and James and Singler and Bass and, uh, and Bro Bi- Bo Bar- Bryson getting the work done up front for the Panthers. 46 seconds left here in the quarter and the, and the half, and the Panthers have ready to tie this one up. It's 20 to 19, pending this extra point. Auton Reeb will hold it. 
And here comes the snap, the hold, the kick is up, and this one is good. So with 46 seconds left, we are all tied up. We'll come back on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Welcome back to the pit, and we've got a tie ball game tied at 20. The Panthers get a one-yard touchdown run by Drew Ramsey, his second one of the game. And the Panthers tie it up with the extra point, 20 all. And that was big because an interception was called back, and that would have been huge there. Yeah, that interception by Folsom would have been uh, a big turnaround because he brought that ball all the way back to about the 15-yard line. Definitely would have put Coleraine in scoring ability and really would have put Elder in a different boat. But guess what? We're tied with 46 to go. Exactly. Here's the kickoff by Maurer, and it goes into the end zone. So when you talk about Phil, you look at that situation where Folsom had the interception and the penalty. Ray got the 27-yard touchdown in the end zone, and Ramsey just got a one. So they, there was a huge swing because that would have been, at that point, it's 20-6. to six. Right. They, you know, but uh, they could have gotten a touchdown there, make it 27. But it right. Was, that would have uh, been a yeah. big momentum changer, too, just because they've, Corrin has really had a lot of confidence uh, coming into this football game, and then they were able to back it up with their big plays, and then it looks like they're going to get an interception and another big play. It just builds and builds and builds, but now Elder looks like they have kind of flipped the script a little bit, and Flowers in the backfield setting up as a quarterback has done a good job, and that's uh, Jennings. He scored two touchdowns, one of 76, the other of 56. And now the quarterback pitches to the right side. It's uh, setting up across the 25 to the 28-yard line, and Shannon gets the gets the pitch number two and we're down to 35 seconds sorry Bartley no Bartley Thomas makes the tackle for the Panthers just comes up and well you made a good point I mean the clock's still rolling and Coleraine you know pretty pretty happy here with 25 ticks to go to run one more probably second down and two from the 28 with 20 seconds to go Shannon goes in motion we got a little motion on and it might have been a See if they got it. They put the flag. Yeah, they're going to say that lined up, lined up incorrectly on that one. So we're going to back this one up. A rainy night here at the pit on a Friday night, tied at twenty. Coleraine scored on their first two drives. They they had a twenty-eight yard touchdown by Flowers, and then a seventy-six yard touchdown by the quarterback Ramsey from a yard out. Then Jennings scored again, fifty-six yards. It was Justin Ray. 27-yard touchdown, and then Ramsey with a one-yard touchdown. Now, extra points were no good by Jennings on the 56-yard, and they're going to go to halftime as they just fold it down. So we're come back with the Caldwell Banker halftime report with the guys, Mark Bengal, Steve Bengal, and Tom Kennedy, the best show in the business. We'll be back on the Prep Sports Radio Network. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. 
Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin? Hemlock Hills Resort Cabin Rentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from Hemlock Hills Resort Cabin Rentals.com. If you're caring for a loved one with dementia, it can be stressful. As their needs progress, you need support. At Artist Senior Living, we partner with you and your loved one to provide above and beyond customized care. Experience the Artist Way in Bridgetown and Mason. Theartistsway.com slash Ohio. 513-401-7531. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. It's time for the Coldwell Banker Realty Halftime Report. Now, let's go back and break down all the first half action and get you updated on other scores in the area. Once again, here's Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengal. And uh, things are knotted up here 20 to 20. It's almost kind of like uh, the, the beginning of the game. Uh, things are all even. You, you can't hear yourself, Tom? Uh, let me see here. Uh, get that thing. Uh, anyways, we'll. Uh, go to Steve. Go, go to Steve. Steve. I hear you in my headset. Uh, but, okay. Oh, uh, uh, well. But, uh, Steve, uh, uh, I'm going to go to you right now uh, for scores anyway. So all right. Let's, let's get people let's uh, look updated. Let's look uh, at the scores in the Tri-State. These, these scores are mostly at the half because our, our game is, now, dra- now it is dragging with, loose. The, with, the, okay. with the TV. So, anyway, uh, Division One, Region 4 action. Number one, Moeller playing Oak Hills. Uh, it was 28 to nothing after the first quarter. Moeller at the half, 35 to nothing over Oak Hills. Oak Hills looking to go home 0-11 this year. Fit, number eight, Fairfield. But they made the playoffs. They made the playoffs. Third yeah. time in uh, school history. So, yeah. they'll be hanging another banner. Yeah. Uh, no, number eight Fairfield uh, against number nine Mason. Fairfield's up twenty-one to fourteen at half. Saint X twenty Hamilton, uh, nothing right now. Um, number two uh, Saint X, you know, looking looking uh, to uh, keep on rolling, and they want to defend their last year's state title. So uh, you know they want to get it rolling. Uh, they're up uh, twenty-two nothing right now at the half. Lakota West. 21, West Claremont, nothing. Lebanon, 7, Milford, nothing. Princeton, 7, Walnut Hills, nothing. we got a theme going on. And uh, Sycamore, 13, Lakota East, nothing. So the, the, the Sycamore, the number 12 seed right now over the number 5 seed, uh, Lakota East. A uh, little little uh, upset in the making there. So see what happens with, with, with that one there. And Princeton, they, they came in scoring piles and piles of points, and they're only up 7 to nothing against the number 13 seed, Walnut Hills Division Two Region Eight action, Pickle all over Little Miami. Pickle looking to go ten and zero uh, with a win. They're up twenty one to nothing. Uh, tr- with, uh, number eight Withrow and number nine Troy are knotted at seven. Kings uh, number two Kings uh, twenty one Lima Senior six. Winton Woods twenty Turpin uh, Turpin nothing. Anderson forty two Xenia going home early fourteen or uh, nothing. Uh, fourteen seed. Nothing. Uh, LaSalle over Harrison, 21 to 7. Edgewood, 13. Uh, Sydney, 3. Division 3, Region 12 action. Baden looking to remain undefeated up over Vandalia Butler, 17 to nothing. It's uh, Lima Shawnee, 13. Hughes, uh, nothing. 
Uh, that's eight. Uses number eight. So mild upset in, in uh, the making there. Tippy Canoe, 14. Uh, Mountain Healthy, six. Chaminade Julian, the, the, the uh, 13 seed over the four seed Ross right now, seven to three at the half. Division four, Region 16. Wyoming, 38. Waynesville, nothing. Uh, Graham, 14. Taylor, nothing. Uh, West Milton, 12. Indian Hill, nothing. A little surprise there. Uh, Indian Hill having a rough season, but always a quality program. McNick, 21. Washington Courthouse, uh, nothing. McNick only with one loss to Baden this year. McNick, uh, 8-1, and and, uh, the number three seed, Division 4, Region 16. But uh, they're going to be making some noise, I believe, uh, upstate. Bethel Tate, 14. Schroeder, nothing. Uh, Dayton, Northridge, 7. Clinton. down 35 to 7 to, to Clinton Massey in Kentucky. Corbin 14, Campbell County 3. And this is the last week of regular season in Kentucky. Cuffcat 3, Ryle nothing. Uh, Dixie Heights 7, Scott nothing. And uh, playoffs in Indiana in uh, 4A sectional semifinals. East Central is losing to Mooresville right now uh, 7 to 3. Both of those teams come in at 8 and 2. So uh, a lot to be going on at Mooresville in that game. Uh, and we'll be looking at all those games uh, when we uh, head out to Roosters later after this game. Where it is going to be dry, warm, comfortable, <laughs> and great food. And so, they got a uh, great menu. They and, do. And, and, and yeah. It's just phenomenal it, it, food. If you want to help us out and trying to help me uh, book these guys again next year, I'd like to see some purple people out there. Uh, out at Roosters, uh, you're, you, trust me, you'll enjoy it. If you haven't tried them, you'll, you'll love it. So, uh, guys, uh, uh, things were looking bleak uh, early on in the game, but uh, uh, things are, uh, you know, got, got this thing knotted back up. And if Elder can stop these big plays, Tom, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, which is easier said than done. But uh, the, the, the constant coal rain big play offense is what you're used to seeing that. Yeah, I mean, Jennings, uh, it seemed like the – the Red Sea parted when uh, he took off a couple times, and I don't have the exact yardage on each one, but they were over 60 yards probably both times. And then Farmer, for the running back for Corwin, also had a long run for a touchdown. But, you know, so far, um, it's, it's something that we saw at times during the year, especially like in the Molar game, there wasn't a whole lot of defense. Uh, but, Mark, you and I and Steve were on the field in the first half, and uh, maybe Elder needs to go and, and put a spy on defense on, on the quarterback Jennings, and uh, something's got to need to change. And I'm sure Brett Curran and, and Doug Ramsey and staff will be putting their collective minds together right now, talking about what they need to at least slow down Jennings from the quarterback position. And, and uh, generally, uh, during the, the second quarters of the game, I'll, I'll go somewhere uh, to sit and, and get scores for the half. And, and uh, it was up here this week, and uh, I was listening to the elder coaches talk about that very thing. And they were all the technology now. They were reviewing all the setups and what, who was doing what, okay. who was following what, and who was following where. So, yeah, I think and you saw a, a little bit of that on that last series where you know he they were doing the same type of things and, and they weren't able to get the the space that they were. So. I think they're, they're going to address that, obviously. But I think, you know, they, they've got the, the fix in the works. And, Mark, you, you mentioned to me on the field uh, that they did it last week at LaSalle where they put Drew Ramsey in, like in the center field position on defense. And they put uh, uh, Luke Flowers on defense as well. Uh, Mikey Kirch 
Uh, so they might be doing that again in the second half, you think? I, I Yeah, I think they will. It, it's going to come down to, Tom, it's kind of like uh, bringing in your your starting pitcher in, 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 in game a, seven. A game seven. Yeah. You know, you got it. There's no tomorrow. You got to bring in the best. If you need to do it, you need to do it. And I know that's not the elder way, two platoon system, but uh, it may be athletically you got to match up with right. this, this is a very skilled fast team if, if they can bottle that up uh you know obviously cole rain is questioning what the elder's doing as well so uh elder has mixed it up very well obviously getting into this thing tying it back up but it'll be interesting to see the adjustments they make in the second half and of course elder will get the ball first and uh and you know maybe could get 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 up on on the cole rain cardinals uh and lead this game for the first time. Well, we're going to take a timeout. You're listening to the Colwell Banker Halftime Report, where it's tied up here 2020. I'm sitting here looking at a leak forming here in the press box. I think we need to get get the roofer out here and uh, get to, get that shored up. A little water damage, but we're going to yeah. – well, Just, not just a little. It's, it's nice and dry here. It is so, dry. Uh, so we'll come back. We'll look at uh, the keys of the second half. We'll return on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue and Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. Hoden Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, or on the web at Hoding.com. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit SacredHeartRadio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Well, you know, I'm, I'm an amateur uh, weather guy, and I'm sitting here looking at this spinning top of a weather system that just keeps circling round and round and round. But it looks like a a break in, in it between here and Dayton, and it's kind of swifting down. So maybe, maybe possibly, I'm, I'm not great at uh, forecasting. Of course, the forecasters aren't great at forecasting either. <laughs> but, but you got to uh, say it with certainty. Yes, you do. Say it with certainty. And, and uh, with fear and, and, and uh, go out and get the bread and all that. But it looks like there could be a gap where this relentless drizzle will stop and, and uh, let things dry out for a little bit, then it's going to start up again. Uh, there's <laughs> looks like just north of Hamilton-Dayton area, there's more kind of circling around, but uh, we'll see. Before we get done with the weather uh, re- report, <laughs> I want to uh, say hi to uh, my grandson, Stephen, and my son, Mike, and the gang uh, listening to uh, the, the uh Listen to the broadcast there in in the well that would be I guess formerly Tom the LaSalle territory so I guess so there you go you got that love going. them all right yep yeah yeah it's getting to be like uh, like when your car fr- uh, fogs up in here yeah. you barely see out the window but uh, guys uh, turn the defrost on Mark <laughs> that's what we need. Uh, <laughs> 
it, it's going to be a, start the a wild and wooly yeah. second half of this game. And, and unfortunately, I know we're going to be you know, peeling out of here uh, at the end of the third to get head over to Roosters, and I'm sure they have the game on over there so we can watch the end of it uh, to get ready for a Roosters postgame show. And hopefully we can go over there and, and talk about a win because that's a lot easier and it's more frankly, enjoyable. It's very enjoyable when they yeah. win to talk about it. Uh, losses, not so much. So, uh, but guys, uh, you know, Cole Rain, we've seen this before. We, we have, and, and one of the interesting things is. Uh, uh, just doing some research on this game, a, a lot was was made in in some social media sites and, and just different postings and predictions of, ga- of the game. And, and I was reading one, one an interesting post saying that that you know twenty points is the threshold. If Coleraine scores twenty or more, they're going to win the game. And, and uh, based on uh, you know, the, with their, their win against Mason, they scored 21. Win against Sycamore, they scored 33. Win against Oak Hills, they scored 32. Win against Middletown, they scored 28. Win against Hamilton, they scored 27. We're one point below the, the threshold of 21. They haven't gotten there yet. So, you know, it's going to take, obviously, more than, than their 20 points. But, you know, the, the, basically what they were saying is their defense is so good that if they score 20, nobody's going to match them well. We're sitting at, at, at two, uh, you know, high-powered you know, offenses at this point. And you, yeah, well, I was just going to say, Corrine hasn't faced a team like Elder since week two when they played LaSalle. Right. St. X beat them in week one. LaSalle beat them in week two. So, uh, but, but you're right, and, and those stats are there for the, for the taking. Uh, and um, we'll just see what happens, but, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah. But as we well know, I mean, football is a game of momentum, and I didn't feel Elder getting the momentum until five minutes left in the second quarter when they finally forced Cole Rain to punt. That's, that's first punt the first of the game. Time, yep. Yeah, that's, that's the first time that, that I felt any kind of – Okay, we you know we, we got this under control. We, mm-hmm. You know, you know the defense can can you know maybe you know tamp this down, and, and they've been able to do that uh, with, with the long drives keeping Corrine off the field, and then when they had the opportunity going in and scoring. So, you know, I, I think that momentum shift right right there, and then Elder getting the ball back to for the kickoff is going to be yeah. big. Yeah, yeah, it it, it it's going to be an interesting second half. Putting it mildly, guys, it's yeah. going to be very entertaining. But I, I definitely think that uh, what we've seen with Elder, and we talked about it in the pregame show, uh, Tom and Steve, is uh, they've really opened it up uh, offensively. Uh, obviously, Drew Ramsey is the go-to money maker, the franchise guy, so to speak. But more and more players are are showing up. Justin Ray made some great catches, and and uh, you know so. That's what's going to win this game if Elder can do it is to have it spread around like usual, get a lot of extra people because, you know, the Wildcat, you know, unfortunately they they like to do that to get those short runs. But this is, uh, we were talking about a few, this is what this Coleraine team is used to seeing in the GMC. They're used to that running stuff. They're not used to seeing that passing thing. So uh, uh, that, that. That's the one thing that you see, it's confusing them. And, and I'd like to build on Steve's point, too, that I, I agree that, you know, Elder finally got their uh, sea legs on her maybe on defense, especially late in that second quarter, and, and they were able to get a three and out. Corian was able to punt. Hopefully they can take that momentum into the second half. There's no doubt in, in my mind, and I don't want to say anything for you guys, but there's no doubt that Elder has more playmakers than does Corian, without a doubt. 
and and to utilize a mark like you're saying with Justin Ray with the 27-yard touchdown reception, and uh, let's see, uh, Zane Klusman, and you know, on and on, Mikey Kurtz. Mikey Kurtz has to be the most unsung here on this team because he does all the dirty work that never gets recognized, and you don't see it on any stat sheet, but but he's making the block on the corner for, for the end run, or he's or he's giving Ben another couple seconds to throw the ball, or he's blocking downfield so Drew Ramsey can go and do his jitterbug and get into the end zone. Or he's so, in on third downs rushing the passer. So yeah, he, yeah. yeah, so exactly. So so there's a lot of guys here, and uh, being senior – you know, senior night a couple weeks ago. It's great that the seniors are here for another game at home, and and I think Brett Curran and Doug Ramsey and company, they're going to make a couple tweaks on defense. We haven't seen Corain turn the ball over yet, and so you know that could be like you know their time at Zoo, and we'll just see what happens. But I think if Elder can can uh, kind of come out here and get a, a score first in the second half, that's going to go a long way to victory. Well, we'll find out here shortly. Uh, Len and, and uh, Phil are chomping at the bit to get in here. And uh, we're going to be chomping at the bit in a little while to head out to Roosters. Just head down Glenway, turn left on Crookshank, and we're going to be right there for uh, Prep Sports Radio game night. Hopefully talking about an elder win. And uh, we'll be looking at there's high school games aplenty all over the place. We'll get it all filled in. Uh, half of these teams are going to be out of it next week, yeah. and uh, Elder wants to be on the top side of that, not, not on the bottom side of that. So uh, we'll, we'll have all that information for you live at Roosters following the game. Well, that's all the time we have for you here at the uh, Coldwell Banker Halftime Report. Stay tuned for Len Harvey and Phil Bengal right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and... Buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! I'm Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And while I'm proud to provide orthopedic sports medicine care to the Elder Panther athletes, I want to remind all our listeners that Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is available for youth and recreational athletes as well. If you or your loved one has an injury that's affecting your active lifestyle, we can help you get back in the game. We are conveniently located at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999, and on the web at mercy.com. Support for Elder Panther football is from Cliffview Resort and Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. 
However large or small your group, and no matter what conveniences you're looking for, you'll find a clean and comfortable stay at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. Proud sponsors of Elder Panther Football. Welcome back. It's Len Harvey. It's Phil Bengal here uh, getting ready to start the second quarter, second half rather. It's 20-20, the score, and the Panthers uh, get 20 points in the second quarter. They do a good job. Drew Ramsey scores a one-yard touchdown run to make it 13-6. to And then Justin Ray with a 27-yard touchdown, and that made it 20-13. to And then Ramsey on a one-yard touchdown run. Meanwhile, Colrain scored on a 28-yard a touchdown run by Flowers. They scored on a 76-yard run by Jennings. And then a 56-yard by Jennings. One of the extra points was no good, just like with Elder. So we're 20-20. to 20. That's where the score is. But, you know, this could have been a lot worse because it was 20-6. 20 to 6. There could have been a – there was an interception that was called back because of a penalty. And that that is the turning point right now. And Coleraine's offense has really just had those, those big plays. I mean, they had the, obviously the one big run with uh, Flowers, but then after that it's just been, you know, Jennings had his two big plays, but their offense really hasn't done much. Uh, Elder's defense done a much better job adjusting and, and tackling and making some plays uh, there, and an Elder's offense has been able to capitalize on a couple of, of swings their way. So as we go into half, you know, 20 to 20, I mean, it's playoff football, so first half's over, so now you just make your adjustments and get ready for the second half. And coming out, the Panthers are going to get the football, so they get the opportunity to go on go on the attack first. So we'll see, you know, how well prepared. Obviously, Colerain seemed like they came out of the gates uh, with a little bit of a different momentum than the Panthers did, but I think Elder is going to be one that's really going to be able to sustain that momentum. You know, Elder's been in these type of games before. They're going to be the ones that are going to sustain that momentum here uh, coming up. So the Panthers will look to receive that kick uh, as this – Half gets started, but it's going to be you know really key for the Panthers to come out and, and get a big play right off the bat. Yeah, they're going to need it. Tonight's game is brought to you by the Underground Sports Shop. Provides the Prep Sports Radio Network with our great-looking shirts, jackets, pullovers, and hats. And they can make your business organization look professional as well. The Underground Sports Shop, owner Sean Mason, supports this broadcast and elder football at 513-751-1662. That's the Underground Sports Shop. So the Panthers will get the ball first here in the second half. Colerain in their white jerseys, the red numbers, the white pants, the white helmet with the red cardinal on the helmet. Meanwhile, the Panthers in their purple, all purple, with the purple pants and the purple with the white stripe along the side of their pants and the white helmet with the purple. So the Panthers will get ready to start this one up. And, Phil, we're going to need to... uh, get the Panthers to score first in the second half. So the biggest concern for the elder offense is just getting back into that rhythm that they had earlier where they were able to make those big throws, you know, running those different routes to Drew Ramsey and really challenging the Coleraine defense. They've been able to put together some sustained drives and keep Coleraine's offense off the field, which I I can imagine, you know, not that you're going to try again you're not trying to work the clock but if it takes five six seven minutes to run a drive you're not unhappy about that as you've been able to go through it so panthers here key is is this gonna be you know another kickoff for cole rain let's see if they you know we've we've talked about that they can put those things on the turf and squib them up and different guys are gonna come up with it so right out of the gates got to secure that football uh, and get ready to move 
In the second half, though, Len, the interesting thing will be is if Elder's able to strike first and then get a stop on defense, get the ball back, can they take Corrine out of this game mentally because they came in so juiced and then all of a sudden, you know, get two negatives, two two big pushbacks from the Panthers, and maybe Elder sees a, a complete shift of the momentum. Yeah, it looked like towards the end of the first half even that the Panthers were able to get to uh, their plays a little bit better. They're, they were able to get to Flowers. They were able to stop him. And the quarterback, uh, Jennings, who had gotten those two touchdown runs pretty easily with a good offensive line. So certainly um, going to be good here in the second half. But playoff football is always great. And playoff football in the rain, not always great. But uh, we'll see how this goes here at the pit. But the Panthers are going to get ready to receive this kick. And it'll be... Kicking off for the Coleraine Cardinals is Alex Jung. And the Cardinals go from right to left. So the Panthers are going to go from left to right of your radio here in the second half. And it's Luke Ottenreeb at his nine-yard line. Getting ready to set this one up as we wait for the TV. Now we get ready for half number two. Here's the kick. It's a short kick. And it's taken, let's see, finally picked up. That's and across Dugan. Yeah, Dugan. Josh Dugan across the 35 to the 39-yard line. And that was interesting. They almost fought for the ball, Phil, on that. It was, uh, you know, you look at the situation where two guys fighting for the ball, but Dugan made a good play. Yeah, yeah. Hornschmeyer and Dugan, neither of them really called each other off, so therefore they both, you know, collided with the ball, but luckily nothing went down on that. But the Panthers able to get good field position here, getting the football out to the 40. But now let's see what this elder offense has, you know, adjustments they've made at halftime, and maybe not even its adjustments. It's just, well, we're, we, we like the, you know, these sets of plays, and we're going to go with this now. Rams, he had nine catches in the first half, and they give it to Flowers across the 40. And he's out to the 45, to the 46-yard line. A gain of six on first down before Willis got him. Good blocking on the outside on that one. Kirsch and James getting out there, making some plays. Flowers kind of got to the edge, but, you know, need to hit that edge a little bit faster. He was kind of surprised how much real estate was there. But big gain on first down for the Panthers, six-yard gain. Second and four from the 46, 11-25 to go here in the third quarter. 20-20 to is the score. Justin Ray lines up wide left, and it's Harp to the right side. It's going to be Ramsey in a quarterback, and Ramsey sets up on this short second down. The give to Flowers, and Flowers at the 45 to the 46. Maybe the 47, the ball comes out, and Colrain gets it, but I think it's going to be uh, he's down. Yeah, they're going to call him down on that play before that uh, ball came out. Cam Robinson for the Corian Cardinals, the first guy kind of on that tackle as the pile was up. Flowers was over the top. Nothing really doing, so not a big gain there on that one. So it's going to be third and four from almost the middle of the field where the Panthers look to them to, to air this one out. So it's going to be key. Offensive line has got to give Ben Hamilton time. We've seen delayed blitzes from the Cardinals. So Elder's really going to have to do a good job protecting. Kirch, Ramsey, and Broxterman, and now Kirch will go in motion. Shotgun is third and four at the 46-yard line for Hamilton. He's at his 41-yard line. Two wide receivers to the right, looking right, throwing, completes a ray at the 47-yard line of Coleraine and a first down for the Panthers. Yes, that's going to be enough for a first down. 
for the Panthers. Justin Ray and Andrew Hart both on that right side going for it. Ben Hamilton, you know, hard counted on that one and then changed the call at the at the line of scrimmage to, to possibly what, you know, was their second option depending on how they lined up on that. So the Panthers able to pick up the first down and move to the other side of the 50. 10-18 to go. 10-19, uh, rather. And we've got first and 10 at the 47 for Elder. Ray goes in motion to the left side. Looking left is Hamilton. Now he goes over the middle. It's complete. Oh, now he had it. It was Harp, and it just dropped. It was He was open. Yeah, Harp just, just couldn't come up with that one as he came came down the seam, really, and got that one in his hands, and just it came right out as he tried to tuck it in. So nothing going there. I did like one of the actions, though, that the Panthers did have is Justin Ray went in motion and got to the outside and using his speed to open up a route. So maybe that's something the Panthers would be coming back to. So, again, they bring a passing attack to the Coring Cardinals that they really haven't seen, and it hasn't really opened up yet for Elder. Two wide left, two to the right. Hamilton on the second and ten from the 47. Back at his 45. This time Justin Ray. And Ray can't get this one. And good defense by Colrain. That was uh, Tayshawn Banks making the knocking that one away. Yeah, Banks, the, the sophomore, goes and makes another big play. That ball just Ray not a, not able to get enough separation to, to really make a play on that ball or slow Banks down. Banks was step for step, so he's able to get a hand up on Justin Ray on that one. And, and you know, both of them at about six foot. So, really, it's just a pretty even contest. Third and 10 from the 47-yard line for the Panthers. 10-08 to go third quarter. Two wide receivers to the left. One to the right side. Now make that three to the left. And Justin Ray is there. Now looking as Hamilton back at his 45. Throws it looking down the sidelines. It's incomplete. Intended for Ramsey. And we're going to get a flag down. And this may be pass interference on Ken Willis. Yeah, and they're going to go ahead and call that. It's going to be on the Coring Cardinals' as Ben Hamilton sailed that ball out as he got hit to Ramsey. And Ramsey tries to make a play and just tied up, you know, a little bit of contact before the ball got there that gave one guy an advantage. So, therefore, because of that advantage, we're going to go ahead and, and Panthers are going to get that 15-yard walk-off. And they get the first down. They mark it to the 32. With 10.02 to play here in quarter number three. Tied at 20. Two wide receivers to the right for the Panthers. One to the left side. Flowers in the backfield to the right side of Hamilton on this first and 10 at the 32. Now Hamilton rolls to his right, looks to the right to throw incomplete to the sidelines, and nothing doing there. Your health has always been a top priority for our partners at Mercy Health. Lucky for our student-athletes, they don't have far to go to see that in action. Athletic trainer Jeffrey Fitz is always close by to provide personalized care for our Panthers and team physician Dr. Matt Bosom is just a phone call away for all your sports medicine needs. Thank you for all you do. Keep the Panthers student-athletes healthy. Mercy Health, a proud sponsor of high school sports. First and 10 at the 32-yard line, 9.58 to go in the third quarter. We are tied at 20. This is the Panthers' first possession of the second half. They got the kickoff and moving it down. They've got two wide receivers to the left, including Ramsey and Harp. Broxterman is off to the right side. And Hamilton setting up at his 37. Back now steps to the 40. Now looking. He throws to the left side, and that is incomplete to the sidelines. 
It was intended for Ramsey, but it was a little too far. Yeah, just nothing doing on that play in, in the previous one. So the Panthers looking at a third down here coming up. And we're at 9.52 in the quarter, so they've run some clock, but not, not a lot since we've started, since Panthers got it. But we've seen them come up with some short plays that lead to a pickup on fourth down. We saw earlier in the game they had a pickup on a fourth and five to get a first down and put them in the scoring position. So maybe here, again, they're going to have an option where they're going to have a route that gets to the sticks, but they're going to have a middle route that they can easily pick it up and make it a, a much easier fourth down possession. Third and ten from the 32, three wide to the left, looking left. And now Hamilton rolls to his right. He looks, he throws, and it is incomplete intended for Justin Ray. And he was hit pretty hard on that one. Yeah, triple coverage. Actually, two Cole Rain defenders actually were the ones who got into it. Justin Ray, he, he's he's out of that pretty quick. And uh, you get two Cole Rain defenders down. One looks like he really got the wind knocked out of him. The other one is just kind of really, really slow to get up. Again, like I said, they, they had a really hard collision out there. So both athletic training staffs are out looking at him uh, right now. But we'll, uh, we'll see kind of what comes of this. Tonight's game is brought to you by Cooper Electric, proud to support elder football. Reliable service and prompt quality service is the hallmark of Cooper Electric's business. Upgrading your electrical service to your home or business is easy with Cooper Electric. Cooper Electric, give them a call at 513-271-5000 and stay tuned after every game. It's the Cooper Electric star of the game. I'd like to say hi to elder quarterback uh, Mark Miller. Last time Colrain played at the pit, it was in 2009. And it was a game that was syndicated, uh, televised rather, on ESPN, if you remember, back in 2009. And Mark Miller was 19 of 27, throwing for 225 yards. But he was going to be here tonight, but uh, his wife had other ideas. As uh, Big congratulations to Mark Miller and his wife, Michelle, who on Wednesday welcomed the birth of their second daughter, Mila. And their oldest daughter, McKenna, is thrilled to, to be a big sister. Let's say hi and congratulations to the Miller family. We will take a timeout here with 9.45 to go in the third quarter. We are tied at 20, and we'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428, and brozartpharmacy.com. Hey, Panther fans. The doctors of the Westside Office of the Urology Group wish you a great season. If you find yourself standing in the restroom line too often, it can be the pits. But don't worry. Doctors Flynn, Fulton, Kuhn, Pliskin, and Rodesheimer in our Westside Office are here for you. They can keep you in the pit instead of in line this season. 513-841-7400 or at urologygroup.com. Proud to support elder football. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal here on a Friday night, the first playoff game, a home game, a rainy night on a Friday, but uh, tied at 20 with 9.45 to go here in the third quarter, and the Panthers are going to have a fourth down coming up. And Banks is the one who's incredibly slow still to come off of the field. They got him up after the, the big collision between uh, – Banks and uh, Jarman on that one. They were both really slow to come off. Uh, at first, you know, both of them uh, weren't really moving around a lot on the field, so it's, it's good to see both of them come off under their own power. But Banks is the one who, who's really slow to come over. I mean, he took a, the, the, the blunt of that hit 
Now that's big for the Coleraine defense because he's been a name we've been calling a lot. So next man up, though, so uh, behind Banks is going to be Elmore Nevis who's going to come into the game listed on their, their two deep. You know, so let's see what, what guy comes up to make the next big place. Fourth and ten from the 32. Two wide left, two to the right. Shotgun for Hamilton. He's at his 37-yard line at the Coleraine 37. He sets up and looks. Throws to the right, and it's complete inside the 20 to the 19 to Harp for a first down for the Panthers. And Harp goes out there using that big body of his to really create some space for himself. Just got into his guy just enough when he made his cut because really the Corian defender didn't back up on it, so really caused the contact himself. But Harp, there's that big pickup. There's that first down pickup we've been talking about. 9.23 to go, third quarter, tied at 20. First and 10 for the Panthers. They'll mark it outside the 20. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Shotgun is Hamilton. Now he's going to run it across inside the 20 to the 15, and he is taken down around the 12-yard line, but a gain of eight, not before he was taken down by, by Folson. Yeah, so, so Jaden Folson comes up and makes the play again. You know, Folsom, you remember, is the guy who had that interception that was called back earlier, but Hamilton able to continue to scramble and, and pick that up, putting it at a, a second and three down to the 13. So the Panthers can pick up a first down here and get a fresh set and and be in a first and goal situation possibly or they might actually still have another opportunity second down and three ramsey will take it himself ramsey's going to go inside to the 10 yard line and that'll be a first down for the panthers so it will be a first and goal well they're going to say no they're going to get him yeah, so they're yeah. going to mark that. They got him to a 10. It's like he was at that point. The Panthers pick up just enough to pick up the first down. It still might, you know, not be official, yeah. but it's going to be – they're going to mark it at the about the – The 9. The, the yeah. 9 is what they say. But it's – it's the Panthers are in striking distance again with – as we get to the 8-minute mark, this is big for the Panthers to come up. Now, you do remember early in the first quarter when the Panthers got into the red zone, they did, unfortunately, had a turnover. It was an interception by the Coleraine Cardinals. First and goal from the nine. Two wide to the left side, and they set up with Hamilton with Flowers to his right. The give around the end, it's Ramsey inside the ten. He's to the five, and he's in the end zone. Touchdown, nine yards, third touchdown of the day for Drew Ramsey. Wow, and that was a play that Jarman was in the backfield. Opportunity to break that play up and just missed it. I mean, he just it was one of those things that happened so fast. You kind of get back there, you're surprised, you're looking, you get caught looking for the ball, and he doesn't get it. And he laid on the turf, kind of pounded it, knowing what he missed there. And, and Drew Ramsey able to pick up the big score for the Panthers, and they're going to keep it. You know, no need to go for two here. Just bring out Maurer to kick the extra point, and they'll set up with Auten Reeb to hold. Twenty-six to twenty, they lead it. 7.53 to go in the third, and the kick is up with the right foot, and this one is good. So 7.53 remaining in quarter number three. It's the Elder Panthers 27, Coleraine Cardinals 20. We'll take a timeout of the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop. We can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. 
With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Welcome back to the pit, Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. And the Panthers have scored 21 unanswered points. And they lead it 27-20 to 20 over Colerain. And now we'll get ready to kick this one off. And they set up from left to right as Maurer looks to kick this one into the end zone. And it does do that. Bounces in the back of the end zone. So the Panthers give uh, Colerain to start with another 80-yard drive. But it's a Drew Ramsey nine-yard touchdown. His third touchdown of the day. And that's, you know, a big thing as we, we come into this football game. You know, knowing that the Panthers are going to be able to get a lot done, it's going to be very interesting to just see what Elder was was going to be able to do. And out of the gates, Corrine was the ones who really struck first. But now in the second half, Elder took over on offense, really dominated that about five-minute period. So let's see if Elder's defense can get back to where they were, shutting Corrine down at the end of the second or first half. Jennings under center gives it to Flowers across the 20 to the 22-yard line. A gain of a couple. For Coleraine, it'll be second down coming up. And that's Duke. Dugan came up with the, the stop for the Panthers on that last one as they went through. So the, the big idea here is that defense, I thought Elder's defense doing a great job getting stops at the end of the first half and start out with a big stop on that dive back. But remember, when you're playing an option team, it's you're never comfortable. No, second down at seven from the 23-yard line. They go in motion, and now the give to Flowers again, and nothing doing. The Panthers do a good job on that second and seven, and it's going to be right back to a third and seven. And that's McKenna coming off the bottom of that tackle for the Panthers on that last one. Yeah, Shannon goes in motion uh, the last time, and we'll see if they do it again. A third and seven from the 23, 6.55 and counting in the third quarter. The Panthers have a 27-20 to 20 lead in this one. If you're just joining us, Colerain in the second quarter was up 20-6. to six with 8.38 to go, but the Panthers have fought back and now take the lead, 27-20. to 20. Third and seven from the 23. Setting up now Flowers, and he can't get any. He's going to be sacked back at the 15-yard line. We'll see where they mark it. It's a big play on that one. Liam holding in on that one. Bartley Thomas, Samari Freeman, a bunch of guys around that pile, and this is what Elder's defense need is gang tackling. First guy to the pile, wrap up. Everybody else go get him. So that's a big loss. For Corrine, Corrine's got to come out and punt again, giving the ball back to the Panthers and Elder. This this is this is really good news for the Panthers because they got an opportunity to maybe stretch this lead. Anthony Weldon will be back to punt this one away, and he's at the five, and it's a really short kick. And this is going to bounce at the Elder, well, at the Elder thirty-three or Corrine thirty-three rather. So we're at the. 33-yard line, so Elder is going to have a short field to work with. That is not what Colerain wanted to do. No, and if you remember on that last one, it gave gave Elder a short field, was on a penalty on the punt. So, you know, right now, Colerain special teams not really helping them out as Elder's defense is coming up big. And, and again, Len, go back to it. Remember, we've talked. Yeah. If you got to go 80 yards every single time of the kick, eventually it wears on you, and right now it's it's giving Elder momentum, and that's, that's back-to-back where we've had some big plays, and this is a chance for Elder's offense. Punch this one in and stretch this lead open. First and 10 from the Colerain 33-yard line for the Panthers. Two wide left. Ramsey in at quarterback. 
Flowers to his left. Ramsey gets the snap, rolls to his left, looking to throw down the field. He's got a man open it. Justin Ray inside the 10 to the 7-yard line. 25 yards just like that. So he hits Justin Ray on that one. That is only in, in Drew Ramsey's career. That's his 17th completion in 24 attempts in his career. Only seven. That makes him 7-9 to nine on the season. So, again, sometimes, you know, you, you think of Drew Ramsey and, oh, man, he's he's throwing the ball a bunch. He really hasn't. But that is a big play there to Justin Ray uh, uh, for just one of his few throws this it year. Was a, it was a perfectly placed throw. You couldn't ask for a better throw from the left-hand side and getting Justin Ray open on the left side. First and goal from the eight for the Panthers. Two wide receivers to the right, including Justin Ray. Ramsey at quarterback. Shotgun. Sets up, looking, rolling to his left, and now inside the 10, he's going to run it, and he gets to about the 6, maybe the 5, a gain of 2 for the Panthers. So he's able to, to get some a little bit of yardage there and move it up to make it a uh, about a 2nd and 6, 2nd and 5. I think they're marking yeah. it about a 2nd and 6 on the field and goal. But that, right now, I mean, the Panthers clock ticking to, to, to four below 450, and Elder's looking pretty confident on offense. Just the way that they're out there looking at the sideline, you can just tell they're feeling pretty good. Second down and goal. The ball spotted just outside the five-yard line. 4.32 to play here in the in the third quarter. 27-20 Elder. Hamilton at quarterback. He is Ramsey to his right. Ramsey's going to line up as a receiver now. Off to the right side. Rolling to the right is Hamilton. Looking in the end zone. They tried to get it to Ramsey. There is a flag down right around the three-yard line. They're going to call uh, offensive pass interference is what it looks like coming up here on the Panthers. It's right in the position where Ramsey was. And it is offensive pass interference. You're yeah. right, Phil. Yeah, so so that play, you know, the pass was just a little bit outside of Ramsey's reach. So that's going to back the Panthers up here uh, on this and, and take them a little bit out of that comfortable second and five. But Still very makeable and attainable to get into the end zone. Cole Rain gets lucky there. Now you're talking about, you know, I'm talking about body language before. You know, Cole Rain, really their body language defensively has changed. Big plays early on, big lead. Now they, they kind of look, it's cold, it's been rainy. I mean, hands on their hips. They're not tired, but it just doesn't look like, you know, they, they have the confidence as Elder's been able to make big plays. Second and goal from the 20, setting up two wide to the right, two to the left. Hamilton at quarterback, 4.18 to go, third quarter, 27-20. The Panthers on top, the throw on the right side, looking for Ramsey, incomplete, had three people on him, and still almost came up with it. Yeah, three guys on him, Cole Rain did a nice job covering it, making that, that one tough. Good protection by Elder's offensive line, but nothing doing there uh, for the Panthers. So third and 20, uh, you know, again, this would be one of those ones we've talked about. You're going to have options here. Ben Hamilton's going to have some options, whether he's going to be, you know, if he's got to look into the end zone, he's going to have an option probably, you know, five yards, ten yards, 15, to give him the ability, the elder, to make this a more manageable fourth down. Now, Maurer does have the ability to come out here and, and put up a field goal and make this a ten-point game. So they still have that option for points. This is not a do-or-die situation where they have to score in these two downs. One thing, you got to watch Harp. He's off to the left side. They've been double-covering Ramsey. But watch Harp on the left side here. Two wide to the right. Looking is is a Hamilton. Looking, rolling to his right. He's going to be sacked back at the 34-yard line. 
as Colerain does get a big play defensively that time by number 47, Cam Robinson. And you can't you can't have that on that play. You cannot have as you're setting up. You're already looking at a third and 20. The offensive line. You knew they were going to come with a little bit of a blitz. It's kind of delayed. And they were able to get through and get that. I mean, as the offensive line, you got to really know this is a big play. Got to get Ben time. So what went from second and five, yes, to now we're at fourth and thirty-three. So Elder, right now, I mean, got to get in the end zone, obviously, on this one. But at the same time, if you can just move the football, put put Corain. If you're not going to score, at least put them in a bad situation so they're not getting good field position after this possession. Fourth and goal from the 33, so 33 yards away. Two wide receivers to the right. They line up with Flowers to the left side of Hamilton. And now Hamilton looking for some protection. He's got a little watch from behind, and it's knocked, and he gets hit from behind, and it's incomplete. And that will be turning over on downs for the Colray Cardinals. But is there a flag down? It's on the Panthers, so that's going to be declined, and we're going to go ahead and have a changing of possessions on that one there. Cam Robinson's a little slow to, to get up on the field on that one on the bottom, but it is going to be Coleraine football. Great job turning it over. And on that play, getting in on the backside was Meontae Stanley, uh, I, I believe, is 51 was the number I got on it. But I thought he came through. He got good pressure on Elder on the left side of the line. And as Hamilton went to throw that, hit that ball cocked back, he got his hands on it. So just not enough time, but Elder doesn't get to capitalize on a good defensive possession, and Colerain's back out. And this is big, first and 10 at the 33 for Colerain. They line up, setting up the option, and now the give is to Flowers. Flowers across the 35 to the 40, and he's out of bounds at the 45-yard line. So a gain of a dozen on first down, and a first down for the Cardinals, and this is where... Colerain momentum could be a big thing now. The Panthers had a, had a first and goal and then uh, second and goal at the five and wound up uh, not capitalizing. They went backwards 28 yards. Yeah, and on that last one, Bartley Thomas is kind of on the outside and got tied up with his guy. He's really got to shed that block and get off. Elder did a good job stringing it out. you got to get off your block and make a play. Setting up now, it's going to be the up back, and it's Flowers again, this time to the 49 of Elder. So a gain of about five on that one. That's Nathan Scher who comes up with the stop for the Panthers. And that's been the play where we have seen Coleraine sneak through and get their big plays. With 2.42 to go, 2.40 to go here in the, in the third quarter, Coleraine would love one of those big plays they had early in this game, just sneaking through and scoring quick. Two and a half minutes to go here in the third. 27-20 Elders, second and four from the 49 for Coleraine. And they give the right side. It's going to be uh, taken around at the 45 of Elder. Uh, Shannon on the carry. And with uh, 2.18 to play here in the third quarter. This game is brought to you by Schmidt Heating and Cooling. Football season begins hot and humid, then finishes cold and frigid. Schmidt Heating and Cooling wants to keep you comfortable no matter what the weather. Give them a call at 531-6900. They've been family-owned and operated since 1954. They give you the straight answers and help you what you're looking for in your system. Schmidt Heating and Cooling, proud to support Elder Football. First and 10 for the Cardinals. They mark it at the 44, a minute 55 to go third quarter. They go in motion with Shannon. Now the give is going to be Flowers. Flowers at the 40, down to the 36-yard line. 
Actually, that was the quarterback. That was uh, Jennings on the carry. Yeah, Jennings able to get through and almost really broke it. Dugan met him in the hole and broke down, but he wasn't able to make the tackles. Jennings shed him off, and Gutekunst finally wraps him up on a play, but that's another first down gain to put them in a second and three position. So Jennings getting a little momentum there in a push. Elder's defense get back to where they had it before, that, that line of Holland and Freeman and McKenna were doing a great job kind of reading down and making plays. One wide receiver to the right side. They set up now. Satterwick goes in motion. The quarterback keeper outside the 40, and now he's going to roll to the 35 and out to the 32-yard line before he was taken down. A gain of about five on that one. Yeah, Liam Holland chased him out on that side. He was able to get to him and force him so he couldn't really get the edge and get up there, but we're going to see where they mark this football if we're uh, going to be moving the sticks. And I think, from what I can tell yeah. up here, yeah, we're going to go ahead and move it down. So yeah, they, he's going to—they're just waiting to make sure on a spot. But he did pick up the first down. So clock, he, you know, got out of bounds. We're at a minute oh three here. Coleraine would love to get a positive play or two here before the end of this quarter, or possibly sneak one through up the middle and score quick. First and ten, they set up at the 20, 34 yard line. And now it's going to be give up the middle to Shannon and nothing doing there. Shannon is stopped immediately. Samari Freeman got him right there. Yeah, Samari Freeman caught him and threw him to the ground. I mean, there was nowhere to go on that one. Shannon didn't have a prayer. You know, uh, Amir Shannon at six foot, listed at six foot, 185 pounds, going to get going up against 5'9", 240. Okay, yeah. Samari Freeman's going to win that battle when he hits you first and wraps up. Second and ten from the 34-yard line. They line up wide to the right side with Jason Young. And now the quarterback setting up. He's going to look to pitch. Let's see if he keeps it himself. And he's going to try to, but he's he, out of bounds. Great play. And that, you know, I'll tell you, he's been doing a great job. Bradley Horschenmeyer all game. Yeah, Bradley did a good job of stringing that one out and just forcing him out, forcing him out, forcing him out, and making him go. Jennings at, at, at times is kind of becoming, you know, I'm going to make a play kind of guy, and he's kept it a couple of times where Elder's been able to force him out. So 20 seconds to go. It's a third and 11, so the Panthers got a chance to get a stop here and then give them something to talk about at the quarter break. Third and 11 from the 35. Two wide right and one to the left side. This time Jennings out of the shotgun. He's got flowers to his left. Jennings' throw is incomplete. Let's see, they're going to say he caught it. It bounced. <laughs> I thought the ball bounced. I it really did. did. I really thought it bounced. It did bounce. But they did not call that it bounced. They're going to go ahead and say that it went. I mean, I thought that ball hit. That was pretty darn low for you to get your hands underneath it. But, hey, I'm not on the field. I didn't see no. it. So they make the catch. They made, you know, But Elder still got had an opportunity to make a tackle on that one. And, and that's really the first time that they went to the air tonight. Uh, uh, for their offense. Jason Young with the catch. Yeah, just a quick catch. First and 10 at the 24 now of Elder. And now the quarterback keeper inside the, down to the 21-yard line. He was taken down by Ben Volkerding. Volkerding's going to make the, the last play of the quarter here. And that is the end of the third quarter of play with the score. Elder, 27, Colerain, 20. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. 
Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit SacredHeartRadio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. This is Father Benedict O'Kinsler, the pastor of Our Lady of Victory in Delhi. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at SacredHeartRadio.com. Well, the third quarter ends with the Elder Panthers leading it 27 to 20, just seven points in the quarter. Panthers had another chance to get a touchdown and did not. And now the Coleraine Cardinals have a second and seven at the 21-yard line. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal here at the pit. A rainy Friday night, and anything happens right now, fourth quarter. Yeah, and, and the thing that I see on it is that Elders had the opportunities to, to get Corrine off the field. Corrine's been able to make some plays, but Elders' defense done a great job in the second half with, with Corrine. So let's see if Elder can hold strong here. Second down and seven from the 21-yard line. They line up with Flowers in the backfield. Satterwee to the right side. And now they wait for uh, everybody to get set. Start of the fourth quarter of play. Both teams still have three timeouts left. Young to the left side. He is a wide receiver. And now they get ready to set this one up again with with, uh, Flowers in the backfield. Under center, Jennings. And now he's going to pitch it to the right side. It's to Shannon to the 15-yard line. And that'll be enough. That'll be right at the stick. It's like, I think it's a, a half a yard short. Yeah, kind of close there. Dugan able to bring a stop for the Panthers. They're going to mark it a third one on the scoreboard. And it looks it's a, it looks a little closer than that. I mean, it's, it's just about half a football. So this play really for Coleraine is just kind of whatever they can get here. Third down and one from the 15. 11.30 to play in the fourth quarter. 27-20 Elder. Jennings under center for Coleraine. They go in motion with Satterwhite. Jennings going to keep it, but good play by Josh Dugan and company, and he's not going to get the first down. So it'll be fourth down coming up for Coleraine. Of course, they will go for it here. So Coleraine, yeah, is in a position to pick this up. Now, Lynn, we've seen them time and time again get these little dives where they have picked it up, but... And that same same note, we've also seen Elder's defense do a great job handling that dive. So this will be a fourth and one at the 15-yard line. Colerain trailing 27 to 20. And it'll set up here. They same kind of setup where Jennings under center. He's got flowers in the backfield. They fake it off the Shannon who goes in motion. Now they go Satterway to the left. It's going to be a quick Flowers, and he's going to get the first down to the 10-yard line. So a gain of five on that fourth down carry. So now Coleraine has a first and goal from the 10. Bradley Hornschmeyer is going to make the play for the Panthers there. But, yeah, like you said, Len, it's first and goal. So Elder has been able to hold and hold. Now this has been a, a longer Coleraine drive. 
They were at the 10-minute mark here in the fourth quarter. Uh, Elder would still obviously have plenty of opportunity and plenty of time to, to go ahead and win this game if Coring's able to score. But Coring's offense really seems to be kicking right now. And they line up Jennings under center. The give to Flowers. Flowers to about the six-yard line, a gain of about four for the Coleraine Cardinals. Tonight's game is brought to you by River Rorge Cabin uh, Rentals. Emerge yourself in the nature, natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. Enjoy a clean and comfortable stay for small or large groups. Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort, a proud supporter of Elder Panther Sports. 9.35 to go, fourth quarter, 27-20. to 20. Elder on top. Cohen has a second down and goal at the six-yard line of Elder. Setting up under center is Jennings. Now he's going to give it up the middle, and it's going to be taken to about the one-yard line. And they're going to mark, yeah, they're going to mark him down. They're going to say he was down. He's able to break through a couple of tackles. The bad thing the last couple of plays for the Panthers is the tackles they've been making, they've been falling backwards. They haven't really been getting that push the last last two or three. So Corian's been able to pick up that extra one, and this is about a third one, but it's about as close to the goal line as you can get without being in. Third down and goal at the one-yard line. Flowers in the backfield along setting up the quarterback, and the quarterback, Jay's going to run into the end zone for the touchdown. So a one-yard touchdown run by Jennings, his third touchdown of the game. That's a big drive by the Coring Cardinals. So, I mean, that's, you know, a really good sustained drive for them, something that they needed offensively to get some confidence, to, to get that kind of that, that momentum back to them and that they can do it without having to have the big plays that they relied on on their, their second two scores. So... The ability of them to have that big drive shows that they'll they'll have some capability here if it needs to be done late in the fourth. Jung to add this extra point. And the kick is up. And this one is good. So with 8.46 left in the fourth quarter, don't go anywhere. We're all tied up at 27 on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom from Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, head team physician for Elder High School. Due to COVID-19, 2020 has been an incredibly challenging year for all of us. But at Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, we never closed our doors. We immediately instituted extra screening, cleaning, and protective protocols for all our patients and associates, backed up by an outstanding hospital network of comprehensive care providers. We're available six days a week, including Saturday morning sports clinics. That's Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 6045 Bridgetown Road, 513-347-9999. Proud to support Elder Football. Elder Football on Sacred Heart Radio is supported by Affordable Concrete Specialists. ACS Concrete is the west side specialist of all small concrete jobs. Nobody else wants to do no job too small. 513-305-6777. 513-305-6777. Welcome back to the pit on a Friday night. High school football playoff week number one. And the Panthers and Coleraine Cardinals in a good one. 27-27 in the rain here. The quarterback... Zach Jennings with his third touchdown of the day. He's had runs of 76, 56, and 1. Tied at 27 with 8.46 left. And Luke Ottenry will be back at his 9-yard line to try to get the Panthers set up. And here's the kick. It's going to be a short kick. And it's taken at the 20-yard line to around the 25. He's still with it at the 30. And out of bounds around the 33. Josh Dugan 
with the carry for the Panthers. But good field position to set up this drive with 8.40 to go. And Phil, a lot of time left, but one thing you don't want to do is give Coleraine a lot of time to score also. Right. But at, at, at this point, 8.40 to go, you're not really thinking of that. You're not thinking about the time. I mean, that's not really on Elder's mind right now. It could be on Coleraine's as in, hey, if we can get a stop, what, how much time do we got left? But Elder right now, you're in the driver's seat. So you just do what you need to do to get this ball into the end zone. No focus on time. You have all your timeouts, too. So, I mean, you have plenty of time. Yeah, exactly. With 8.40 to go, they have a first and 10 at their own 33. Line up with one wide to the left side and Andrew Harp. They've got two to the left side. And it's Drew Ramsey at quarterback. He's at the 27-yard line. Steps back, and now he's going to run it. And he runs it across to the 29-yard line. Not much, actually across the 30, rather, to the 32-yard line. And not much doing there. So just a quick stop by the Coring Cardinals. Uh, again, the Panthers sometimes have had some success with that on, on first down, and then other times it puts them into this second down position, which you know go back to years you know years past when we'd have Rob Flooring on doing this. You know he talks about the difference of those games is that you know those big first down gains and the short second down opens that playbook up significantly. Second and nine from the 34, two wide to the right, two to the left. Shotgun is Hamilton. He steps back and throws, and it's incomplete. It was knocked down at the line of scrimmage. And that's uh, that man again, number 47, Cam Robinson, knocking it down. Yeah, and you remember Cam Robinson earlier in the game came off, went off the field a little bit slow, a little bit banged up, uh, and he's back now uh, and making another big play. So the Panthers quickly find themselves in a third and nine. Third and nine and a couple of in an incompletion there, which stops the clock with 7.57 to go. Here in the fourth quarter, 27-27 is your score. Two wide receivers to the left, two to the left, right. They line up with Hamilton. He steps back at his 28, looking to throw, and it throws an incomplete intended for Ramsey to the right side. And it was a little too far. Yeah, and I think it came out a little quick on that one. It's just Ramsey was still kind of finishing his route when he saw the ball coming, so he had to stop and turn. So that's, that's fourth and nine. It's Panthers going to go ahead and have to – punt this one away here and that is if if unless i'm forgetting something Len, i think that's a really the yeah. first time we're talking about the panthers punting tonight. yeah it is the first time and the first time they go three and out we're gonna get a flag on the field here we got uh too many men yep 12 yeah. men 12 guys we got 12 guys on the field so other was able by getting guys out quick enough and, and being able to force that so they're going to get 12 guys on the field here and actually, there's, <laughs> as I say, Corian still hasn't right. subbed the guy out, so I'm hoping that they do it so they don't get 12 yeah. on the field again. Uh, and, again, that's one of those situations. Sometimes the, your your returner runs on the field and somebody doesn't, doesn't go off. So that's going to be 12 on the field, and they're still talking about how they're going to mark this one off here. Yeah, because they still have the fourth and nine on the – that will be fourth and five at least. And they'll move it to the 39-yard line. So the Panthers on a fourth and five will punt it. It's going to be Ramsey back at his 25. And setting up is Jason Young at his 30-yard line. See if Ramsey can get into one here. And let's see. It's an end-over-end kick, and it's going to bounce. Good elder bounce inside the 20, 15 to the 10. Still, uh, Still with it. And it's going to finally drop it around the seven-yard line. 
Great kick by Ramsey. And that's one. I was trying to pull up his kicking stats. You know, is Drew Ramsey is punting this year. That will be his 27th, 27th punt. But coming into this game, 26 punts for 110 yards. They average about 35 uh, yards a punt. Uh, longest one to 54, but over his career here, that, that takes him up. But he had about, uh, you know, about 42 punts, about 1,400 yards uh, in punting. So, that was Ramsey, I mean, we, believe me, we got pl- I can go through plenty of his stats. That was here. 54 net. That was 54 yards with no return. And that would tie his longest punt of this season. First and 10 at the 8-yard line for the Cardinals. The quarterback is going to keep it across the 10 to the 15. Look out! He Great is on a race. 40. 50, 40, and he's going to go all the way, 92 yards. That is touchdown number four and a big touchdown for the Cardinals. What a big cutback by by James on that one just to get up the field, read it right, made a nice cutback, and then able to get into the end zone. Quick score for the Cardinals to, to go up on the Panthers here with 724 in the fourth quarter. So, Colerain takes advantage of really being able to, to force Elder to a quick quick three and out and go ahead and flip the score and now put the Panthers in comeback mode. One play, 92 yards on that one. And now the extra point is up, and this one is good. So it's 7.24 left in the fourth quarter. It's Colerain, 34 and the Panthers 27 will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand. From comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program. And we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal and the Coleraine Cardinals. They have uh, taken a 27-20 elder lead and they have made it a 34-27 Coleraine lead. Jennings, the quarterback, has four touchdowns that have totaled 225 yards. He's got 76, 56. He's got one and 92 yards on the last one. I mean, they've all just been great cutbacks at the line of scrimmage as he decides to keep the football, and then he just breaks them. I mean, the Panthers just haven't been able to to get him on those plays, and he's been able to just really make something for Corain. I mean, those three big plays are what has put Corain in this driver's seat. And now we'll set up this kickoff and we got a flag down a whistle right around the 39 uh, the 41 yard line yeah so you're going to get off sides here on this one it's uh just a, a little bit uh you know encroachment on that one to, before the lot before the kick so we're going to back this one up and again Colerain tries to quick kick and get downfield as fast as they can and see if they can come up with the football but this is going to back them up five yards and they'll set it up again, but 20, uh, the score is 34-27, Colerain. 7.24 left in the fourth, plenty of time left. 
Panthers have all three of their timeouts remaining. And now Jung will look to kick this one off. He's kicking it from the 35 this time. So the Panthers will get good field position. This is going to take a bounce, and it's picked up around the 25-yard line. to the 30, 35, 40, and Dugan again. He's outside around the 45-yard line, so we'll see where they mark it. But the Panthers get good field position on that. Yeah, good run back by Dugan. Once again, another guy just as as Corain has different kickoff style and different guys been handling the football. So now we got the Panther offense coming out. Last pos- last drive, nothing really fancy and didn't get much. So right now, with a little bit of better field position, let's see what they try to do here. Is now they are definitely in, you know, desperately need to score. It is not where they can go a quick three and out and give Coring the football and risk going down two. First and ten at the 46-yard line, 7-19 remaining. Three wide receivers to the right side. Setting up is Hamilton now, calling out the play. He steps at his 41. Now looking to throw to the right, throws it to Flowers, and nothing doing. He is tackled right at the 44-yard line. A good play by number 20. Levert Jarman. Jarman drops him right as that happened. It's just kind of kind of slow, so it's going to be a, a, a loss there. Jarman able to just really sniff that route out and be right there as that ball got to that position. So it's a second and 11 from the 45 for the Panthers. 6.50 and counting to go here in the fourth. 34-27, Colerain. Three wide receivers to the left. Hamilton loses the snap, but there's a flag down before the snap and you get up get a little bit of movement on the Panthers false start going back so you know Elder's offense right now just didn't you know get in a huddle refocus go again on second down here it's gonna gonna move it back for you but but just focus back up and, and get a play going so second and 16 about here for the Panthers but still plenty of opportunity to pick this one up 635 and counting in the fourth quarter Second and 16 from the 40 for the Panthers. They set up with Hamilton back at his 33 now, looking to throw. And here escapes the blitz, but this time he doesn't. At the 31-yard line, he is taken down for a 9-yard loss. Jaden Folsom making the tackle. Yeah, and that's Folsom was in there along with, with a host of other Cardinals. I mean, that was just a, a, a jailbreak almost in that regard for they came hard, and they were pushing, and Elder's offensive line just really couldn't provide Ben with any protection as he tried to step up into the pocket. So now you're looking at a third and 24 after that penalty, and the Panthers need to pick something up here so that they can get a good kick or hopefully make it a manageable, makeable fourth down if they can get close enough. Third and 24 from the 32, and the Panthers are going to call a timeout. Not a happy situation here with a third and 24 at the 32. 34-27, Coleraine over Elder. Tonight's game is brought to you by Honing Realty. They are proud to bring you Elder Panther football the next time you're selling your home. We're looking for a new one. Call one of these Elder grads and Honing team members, John Barth, Brian Baisley, Steve Florian, Rick Honing, Tim Obermeyer, Doug Rolfes, Mike Rolfes, or Mike Wright. Call Honing Realtors for your real estate needs at 451 4,800. 5.44 remaining. And you're right, Phil. they got to get some yardage, positive yardage on this. They started at their own 46-yard line, and they moved backwards to the 32. Yeah, and the other thing is, is, I mean, 
positive yardage here is key because of the simple fact of that you want to be able to, if you're not going to get the fourth down, make sure that you can get another big punt, try to flip the field, and at the same time, if you can get a good play here, give you a little bit to, to talk about going out over to the sideline and then putting your hopes on the defense to get a stop. But, you, you know, you need something positive out, out of this series. Yeah, Colrain has been able to get to the quarterback the last couple of times. Third and 24. Back at the 32. Shotgun, five wide. Three to the left, two to the right. Hamilton at his 27-yard line. Steps back, looking to throw. Steps over the middle. It is almost intercepted. Justin Ray uh, got it, but uh, it was right in the hands. Yeah, Banks again. Banks, the guy who went off the field super slow before. Remember we talked about that, the impact he could have not being in the game. Look at the impact. You know, that's right what we're talking about. Almost yeah. picks it off there. Trying to hit Justin Ray right down the middle of the field. Don't get it. And now the Panthers are going to be be punting this one. And you would be darn sure Corey's going to have the right amount of guys yeah. on the field here, if not less. And it'll be Ramsey back at his 19-yard line to punt this one away to, J- to Young. And Ramsey's going to kick this one. Not as good a kick this time. Bounces at the 40. Gets a good bounce, though. 25. And it's going to keep bouncing. Gutekunst is going to take it at the 21-yard line. So not as good as last time, but the last time there was a 92-yard run right after it. Yeah, they, here's what the, Pan, the Panther defense just got to be ready here for Coring to try that again. Because if you remember, after they had success with it twice early, they went right back to it pretty quick. And Elder was able to stop it pretty hard that, that last time in the second quarter. So, you know, look for Elder. They're not going to be caught, you know, with that play again. So I think Elder's defense can come up big here, get a big stop, get Coring off the field, and then Elder will have plenty of time to tie this one up. 5.26 remaining in the fourth quarter. Colrain 34, Elder 27. One wide to the left, one to the right side. Jennings at quarterback. He's got setting up with Flowers in the backfield. Calling out the play with Shannon to his left. And they go Satterweight in motion. The give to Flowers, nothing doing. So Flowers gets back to the line of scrimmage, if that. And Samari Freeman met him immediately. Yeah, Samari Freeman, big big tackle there up the gut. So pushing him, pushing back just a little bit. Don't mark it off. But it's just kind of a no gain, maybe a loss of, uh, of, a, of a yard or half a yard. But the Panthers force a fourth second and ten. We know, Len, it doesn't matter what the down is, what the distance is. Cole Rain can pop yeah. one of those 80-yarders, no problem. They have, and they've, Jennings has had over 225 yards of touchdown runs alone. One wide to the left side. Second and ten from the 22. Jennings calling out the play now, setting it up. They go in motion with Shannon. The give, the flowers, and he is tackled back at the 18-yard line. The Panthers do a great job. And Ben Volkerding making the big tackle. Volkerding, nice job wrapping up on that one and driving through. So now Colrain's faced with, with a third down. They're still going to say he didn't lose anything on that play, and it was just at the line of scrimmage. So Colrain is still a third and ten. Which is interesting because that went back a little further than that. But third and ten from the 22. 4-0-8 and counting in the fourth quarter. 34-27 Colrain. They go shotgun this time with Jennings. They've got two wide left, one to the right. The throw is quick. It's over to Shannon across the 20, 25 to the 
yard line, but only seven. It'll be fourth down coming up. Zach Gutekunst was the first one there, but he just dove at the feet of the, of the Cardinal receiver instead of actually trying to sit down, break down, wrap up, and, and make a play there. He kind of went for a big hit, which allowed Colerain to make this a fourth and short. Now they're going to come out with their punting unit here. But watch but, out. Yeah, watch out. And at the same time, they've hard counted every time on this series. So elders, elders got to continue to stay disciplined. They haven't, they haven't bought, bought that once. So let's see what Corrine does here. And Young will set up, and he's got it at the 16. And the punt, Gutekunst calls a fair catch, but lets it go over his head. And it's going to take a Corrine Cardinal bounce to the 31-yard line. So the Panthers will have it at their own 31-yard line. Three minutes to go, plenty of time with two timeouts. Yep, and, and, and Elder just got to get something going on this first set of downs. They, they haven't had success the last few series. So first play out of the gates, doesn't have to be a big one, but it's got to be something where you're getting four, five, six yards. Got to be positive to start that ball rolling. They can't get into this series and all of a sudden be looking at a third and ten. First down and ten at the 31-yard line. Three wide to the right, one to the left side. Setting up Hamilton, rolling, and now looking to throw. And he incomplete. I don't know who that was intended for. Flowers is who they were looking for on the screen pass, but he got tied up and got dropped, so there was nobody there as, as Hamilton just kind of taking his drop and throws it. Uh, just nothing there, so we're looking at a second and ten. Yeah, since the Panthers had a second and goal from the five a, a long time ago, it seems, they have not been able to complete a pass. Yeah, Corrine has is, is been able to kind of bring, you know, we were talking before, yeah. Corrine looked tired and out of it. It's, it's, it's you know, Corrine's defense looks just as they were in the very first quarter of this football game. First and 10 at the 31 with 2.56 to go. Setting up as Hamilton down the field looking. Overthrows. He had Justin Ray maybe a step. And it looked like Justin Ray too. He kind of got, got away from it and slowed down to check back instead of continuing to get on his horse and run his route. So that just little bit of a hitch in his step slowed him down when he could have been in a foot race. So Panthers yeah, missed one there on that route so here we are Len third and ten this is a big play because the Panthers have to get something positive on this to make it a manageable fourth down or get to the sticks and pick up the first and keep rolling see what they do here they line up with two wide receivers to the right two to the left Ramsey is to your left on the third and ten at the 31 Hamilton gets some time throws it to the right and it is incomplete Intended for Ramsey, and again, that looked like Hamilton just didn't get it. The ball was wet. He didn't get a good feel on it. And the ball, and again, Colerain not, Colerain hasn't done a great job tonight of pass breakups. There's been one or two where they have done some pass breakups. What they've done a good job of is forcing those routes to be run towards the sideline so close that when the ball gets there, if you make a catch, you're going to be out of bounds. And that's that's actually a great great way to guard elder because you're not going to get into you're not hoping for breakups you're not letting them make plays you're making them have to do it in a very small area so cole rain's been able to help really force some stuff but this is fourth and 10 248 to go len this this is big this is huge right at the 31 on the fourth and 10 hamilton rolls to his right he's got time down the field flowers open 45 50 45 40 
and he's into Colerain territory at the 37-yard line. And a first down. Huge play. Huge pickup. He's able to just sneak out of, out of the backfield, basically, and go ahead and catch the, the big pass down the, down the numbers uh, on closest to Elder's sideline. So Elder has a life. 2.40 to go, and Elder's able to pick it up. The clock does roll. He stayed in bounds. So the Panthers, two timeouts remaining, but there's life in this Panther offense. It'll set up with a first down and 10 at the 37-yard line of Colerain. Shotgun Hamilton, two wide to the right. Rolling to the right. Now looking, stepping to the left. Throws it over the middle, and it's incomplete. Intended for Ramsey on that. And nothing doing there. Good coverage by Ken Willis of the Colerain Cardinals. Might have been a little contact. I mean, it's right in front of Elder's cheering section. They're not going to like anything they see. But I thought it was pretty good coverage. Ramsey went up and made a play. Not enough to, to really knock somebody out. So Panthers second and ten. Still time. I know we keep saying the same thing over and over again. But it's their Elder's offense, just like Colerain, they can break a big play when you don't, you don't know what it is, especially – when they, they get that confidence back. They got Harp to the left side. They've got three wide to the right side. Now setting up with a shotgun, looking. And now the blitz comes, and Ramsey gets it at the 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. And he is taken down at the 19, at the 16-yard line, rather, of Colerain. And that is the first down with 2.13 to go. And there's that quick screen, that middle screen to Ramsey coming over. Colerain, you could tell some of their ends and outside linebackers came flying in you know again that's the other problem with being excited on defense is that sometimes you lose that contain you lose the oh why am i getting in so easy and on that one ramsey big pickup big pickup on that play first down and 10 at the 16 yard line of Colerain. three wide receivers to the right side hamilton steps and now ramsey goes in motion now looking right looking to throw now still with it, throws it to the sidelines, and it's going to be caught by Ray, but he's out of bounds. Yeah, it's good. And, and ben Hamilton was kind of scrambling back there. Good pressure by Colerain. So he threw that one off his back foot, so that ball didn't have as much oomph on it getting down the field. But uh, ball went out of bounds, so looking at another second down. So clock, clock stops at a minute 37. So the Panthers are in a position here, but obviously to, to take this one, which at this point is probably going to be into overtime. The Panthers have to get into the end zone. Three wide receivers to the right, two to the left. A minute 37 left, 34-27 Colerain. Hamilton shotgun back at his 23. Looking to throw left side, throwing in the end zone. Harp, touchdown, Panthers, but there's a flag down. We're going to see if this is all. I don't know if this is offensive or defensive. They're going to call it defensive pass interference. Harp was trying to get separation there, pulling his arm back. Andrew Hart makes a big catch, so he goes ahead, and the Panthers go up, go get an opportunity here to tie it. So they go down the field, tie. We're a kick away from a tie ball game here. Elder's probably going to say no to the penalty on the kick, and go ahead and just tie this one up. So with a minute 31 to go, and Andrew Hart, Ben Hamilton, put this in a big position, and Hart again, big yes. play. Oh, hu huge Hart. play. 34-33, Colerain. Maurer looking to add this extra point. Here comes the snap. Auten Reeve the hole. The kick is up. And the kick is good. So a minute 31 left in the fourth quarter. We are all tied up at 34. 
We'll take a time out on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Welcome back to the pit. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal, a 16-yard touchdown by Harp in the left corner of the end zone. And we are tied at 34 in this playoff week number one. What a matchup this has been in the rain. Absolutely, and, and still, though, Coleraine's got life. Minute 31 to go, three timeouts, so they're not dead, and Elder's going to take that penalty off of the uh, the pass interference there and be able to kick this one from Coleraine's 45. And Maurer will, will just drill this one into the end zone. Kicks it to, kicks it to St. William. Yeah, pretty much. Petwan sells fresh pet foods by the pound, and it's made locally in Ohio. And with free next-day delivery, visit online at Petwan's Cincy West. Dot com. Minute 31 left in this one, Phil. you got to stop on defense here. This is huge. Can't let the big play. Yeah, and that's a big thing is that you basically are looking at the fact that 131 to go. Corey's got three timeouts, so they're going to be able to bust if they can kick and get a big play. they got a way to stop the clock. But if Elder has an opportunity, they might be able to burn two and get a chance to take a shot at winning this regulation. First and 10 from the 20-yard line. The give to the left side is Flowers across the 20. 25 and tried to break a tackle and almost got free, but he got to the 28-yard line, a gain of eight. Bartley Thomas is the one who's able to, to bring him in, but there's that. There's what we've been talking about, Len. There's those plays that, you know, they possibly be able to break one, and that might be the difference. Second down and two. They spotted at the 27-yard line. Flowers in the backfield. Quarterback Jennings. And now the give to Flowers again across the 30 to the 33-yard line. A gain of five and a first down for Colerain with 56 seconds left. And so let's see when Colerain, too, the other thing will be is when does Colerain start using their timeouts as they move the, as soon as they set those chains, they'll start the clock. Two wide receivers to the right, but they go setting up, and now the quarterback keeper, he's going to run it across the 35. He's to the 40, breaks a couple of tackles, but Gutekunst, and company get him at the 44-yard line. So it's going to be close to another first down for the yeah, Cardinals. They called it. They, they stopped the clock because I think they want to see where the spot is. So they stopped the clock. So Corey and Hanson had to take a timeout, and now they're going to run it. And it yeah, 35 seconds and counting. Corey still with three timeouts, not taking the timeout. And, the and wide, now they're yeah. burning one. They just let eight yeah. seconds roll off. That was eight not. seconds. First ice for the Cincinnati Cyclones is October the 30th, and that's coming up, so get your full season or partial season tickets now. Heritage Bank Arena will be rocking again this season, so visit CyclonesHockey.com for scheduled promotion and fun. Cyclones Hockey, it's more than just a game. In this game, 29 seconds remaining. You have to wonder 
why they with three timeouts you don't call your timeout. Well, Coleraine's coach is out talking to the official, and it's pretty simple. They thought he got the first down, so they stopped the clock in case they had to move the chains. And then he didn't get the first down, and the official rolled the clock back. And Coleraine's coach just kind of stood there and thought for a second, and then took the timeout. That was at the 38 second mark. So that's not a that's not an official error. That that's that's a I mean. You hate to say it, but that's awareness error. That's a you have to know the situation. That's that's there's no problem. You're not. I mean, they're not adding time back on the clock. That's that's 29 seconds. That's eight seconds lost by just not seeing what was up. But I thought they would have taken a timeout earlier. You know, give three timeouts. You get underneath a minute to wait till the 29 second mark to burn your first one when you've been running the ball in the middle of the field. It's kind of odd as well. Well, it'll be a second down and one from the 43-yard line for the Coleraine Cardinals. Tied at 34, 29 seconds remaining. Flowers in the backfield. They've changed quarterbacks, too, here. They have gone to Drake, a quarterback. Drake rolls to his left. And now looking, looking to throw, and it is incomplete, intended for Satterway. And interesting, is Jennings hurt? Well, I think they probably, they might be thinking he's coming right back in. I think they were trying to see if they could throw one to the sideline and, and pick up that first down. I mean, at this point, I mean, with your timeouts and the way you kind of looking at the clock there, you might as well have just did, ran a dive, see if he broke something big and it yeah. burned a timeout instead of wasting. That was, that was six seconds off the clock. 23 seconds left, third and one for Coleraine at the 43. Shotgun situation this time for Jennings. Two wide left, two to the right. Jennings going to run it and runs it across the 45 to the 47-yard line. A first down with 17 seconds left. So the Panthers have been able to, to come back and tie this one up. Cole Rain with 17 seconds left and two timeouts, but that clock, it, it's rolling. rolling. Ten seconds. Why are they calling timeout here? Ten seconds. And the new quarterback in there, he's looking to throw it down, throws it to the sidelines. It's complete. They finally get out of bounds with three seconds left at the 47-yard line. Yeah, this uh, <laughs> not, not. I have to scratch my head here, Phil. Not really. And now they're, now they're going to take a timeout. I, I just I have to scratch my head because I didn't understand that at all. You had a situation where you had a chance to call timeout. They let the clock run. Right. And so. Now, now you're just looking at they're going to take one more shot here with three seconds to go. So Elder's still got to get a stop. Yeah, you know the Coleraines can can break those big plays and could easily you know have a, a walk off touchdown here and, and take this away. If not, we're going to all regroup and, and go back to our teams and talk and say, look, we battled for four quarters and guess what? Now it comes down to just two series. It's going to come down to two simple series of execution and overtime. So. Three seconds here, elders defense, execute what you need to do, take this one to overtime, and go ahead and win the next one. I mean, that's kind of, the too, the beauty of the playoffs is what no matter what, I mean, you're looking at this position and the idea that all you have to do is win. doesn't matter yeah. how it is. doesn't matter how pretty. And, and the Panthers have that opportunity here to bring it in. Carson Brown and Andrew Harp are going to be sitting way back at the goal line. Elders really sitting in a, in a large, you know, prevent spread out defense. They have nobody rushing a quarterback right now. Bryce Drake and a quarterback on a second and three from the 46. The clock is at zero. The throw down the field. Intercepted by the Panthers. It's Spinney. 35-40, 45-50. 
And he's going to be tackled at the 45. That will do it for regulation. But Andrew Spinney does a good job, gets the interception, and now we go to overtime. Yep, and now we're heading into overtime there. So end of regulation, 34 to 34. So now we got to get uh, coin toss and figure out, you know, what side of the field we're going to be on and who's going to start first. And uh, 34, as you mentioned, Phil. So, you know, just interesting here, the Panthers get seven in the fourth. The Coleraine Cardinals get 14 in the fourth to score 34. So both teams at 34 and going to overtime. And just a, you know, big touchdown by Hart. Tied the game with a minute 31 left. But, uh, you know, it's funny. The Panthers had a 27-20 lead. They had a chance to score and didn't do it on a first and goal, second and goal, and went backwards. And so, so now both teams kind of go over to their coaches, and it's 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 now what do we have to do to execute? Because, you know, Len, you talk about that, you look at that series, and you think to yourself, you know, yeah, that was a turning point for the Panthers. You look back at Folsom's interception and a penalty. That's a turning point for Cole Rain. But at this point now, all that stuff, it's done. Yeah. Now it's just about executing here within that short window of play. It's going to be what team can execute in their two series on defense and on offense. Because one, both times you got to be successful. You got to score and you got to stop somebody. So it doesn't matter which one you do first, but you're going to have to be successful and see what you can do. But the Panthers, I'll tell you what, I like what they're going to be able to do in a short field. I think they can spread Coleraine out. I think it gives them a bit of an advantage because Coleraine isn't sure what they can do. And also, I think defensively, because it's a short field, that also works to the Panthers' advantage because they're not, you know, Coleraine doesn't have as many. You're not worried about an 80-yard break. So you're going to be up pressing a little bit more. So Elder here, we'll see. They're going to send somebody. They're going to send Ben Hamilton out to uh, do the coin toss, and we'll find out. So my question to you, Phil, if you win the toss, do you do you defer, do you you go defense first? I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, you would. I mean, that's that's your big one. You go defense, you put your put put your confidence in your defense to get you a stop, and then you know you can go out and score. So, I mean, I think that we'll see what Elder wants to do here, and I know that Elder, if they win the toss, the Elder's, Elder's definitely going to want to put Coleraine in front of the student section down here. Coleraine's going to run from it, but it doesn't matter because that whole section is going to move down. So right. I wouldn't be on the walkway if I was any <laughs> uh, fans out there right now. But we'll see where the placement's going to be. So interesting here, they, they the coin toss. Let's see what they we can get any kind of indication. Panthers point to the end zone to the left side. Okay, so Elder's going to be on offense first. Corey's going to be on okay. defense. Um, as was what it, what we're, we're taking here, and we're going to be playing here in the, in the horseshoe. Yeah. Overtime game. Uh, last overtime game, remember Moeller? That was an interesting one. <laughs> that yeah. uh, With the extra point uh, being blocked. And then the Panthers went in, scored, got the extra point, and won. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, the type, these types of games, it comes down to that. It comes down to those big plays. I mean, even, too, at the end there, you know, Spinney's interception is big play momentum for the defense. So, right now, the Panthers going to be on offense here to start. Uh, you see what they do right out of the gates. But this, too, so if you're Cole Rain, you just put your confidence in your defense to get you a stop and get off the field and let your offense go. So, both teams here yeah. really – you know, this uh, overtime is great, but 
playoffs on the line. I mean, this this is a little bit different. You go back to that Moeller game, what a big win. This one's a lot, oh, lot, a lot, lot bigger more. implications here. Absolutely. This one win and you go on and lose and you go home. First down and 10 at the 20-yard line for the overtime. From right to left, the Panthers go into the horseshoe of the end zone. We've got one wide receiver in Harp to the left. I would not be surprised if they go that way on the first, but it's Ramsey in the shotgun. He's got Flowers to his right. Ray goes in motion. The fake to him. Ramsey keeps it inside the 20. He's to the 15, and he's tackled right about the 15-yard line. So a gain of five for the Panthers. Andrew Ramsey. And able to scramble outside and then finally brought down by a couple of Coring Cardinals on the play. But nothing big doing as far as Coring's defense getting a push. Terrell Banks came up and made the play on that one. Uh, and Elder, though, put themselves in a comfortable spot here at second and five. So we are in overtime. It's 34-34. The Panthers' first possession, second down and five at the 15. Three wide receivers, including Broxton and Ray and Harp to the left. One to the right side, looking. And now it's going to be Hamilton inside the 10. He's to the 9-yard line. A gain of 6, and that should be enough for a first down. And so, essentially, the Panthers now looking at a first and goal situation. So this is your opportunity to strike first and then put your strength in your defense. But Colerain still hoping they can get a stop and force the Panthers off the field. And just just to remind everybody, too, as you're listening, and if you've been around long enough to watch Elder and Coleraine football, not the first time that we've seen these two, you know, match up in one of these scenarios where we got a good extra time. So uh, it's uh, this is not unfamiliar territory for these two. Harp has got single coverage off to the left side, setting up a first and 10 at the 10. Hamilton back at his 15. Now he's going to run it. And nothing doing there. He's going to lose a yard. So the Panthers uh, going more to the run. They're going to lose two. It's a second and a dozen. And Jarman was the first one back there to really flush, make Hamilton kind of step up into the pocket. By then, just too crowded for him to go anywhere. So second and 12, uh, moving it back there. The Panthers still in good position. But Coleraine, that's where sometimes their defense has shifted momentum when all of a sudden they get something off of a sack. They get really, really aggressive up front. Brocks remain to the left side. They go Harp and Ray to the right side. They go shotgun Hamilton back looking to throw to the right side. It's incomplete intended for Ray at the eight-yard line, and it'll be third down coming up. And Ray, just that one, just hit his hands, and he kind of went to turn. There were two guys, two coring Cardinals in coverage. Would have tackled him right there at the spot on the sideline, but no pickup. Stop for Coring. Third down for the Panthers. Uh, like, you know. They do have Maurer who can go ahead and, and probably kick a field goal in on this one if they want to get the points, and then you you know your defense just has to get a stop uh, on that possession. So Elder's got options here. They'll be third and goal at the 12. Three wide receivers make that two now to the left, two to the right. Shotgun Hamilton. And now we got a little timeout is being called. Yeah, Coring takes timeout. If you're feeling good and hungry, then you know it's Skyline time. There's no better West Side tradition than Skyline Chili before or after the game. Skyline Chili on Delhi Pike, Harrison Avenue in Denton, or Glenway Avenue across from Pep Boys. We are in overtime, 34-34, Panthers' first possession, and it's a third and 12 at the 12. I am surprised they haven't looked at Harp a little bit more in the left side. He's been getting one-on-one coverage. And he usually can beat that. And it's just a big question of 
what is Corrine going to bring when they go into these passes? How much time do they have? It's like on this third and 12, we've seen Corrine before where they have really brought some delayed blitzes with a lot of strength and power. So, Elder, that also might be in the back of their mind is that they don't have tons of time to let something develop. So they might be going for the quick hitter, the shorter pass. But Elder here coming out, Corrine takes that time out and talks. So elders, you know that they're they're going to be keying in. But Hamilton's going to have some big reads, and the elders really going to split some guys out and keep Mikey Kirsch in for protection. Third and a dozen from the twelve, setting back, looking, throwing to the left side, looking for Ramsey in the end zone, incomplete. And a flag is down. There might be pass interference. They're going to call pass interference on Cole Rain right there in the end zone. They're so going to that's say the that, break. Yeah, that's the break. They're going to say that as they were backing into each other, he got his hands around him. So we're going to see what. Uh, a third and 12 here. Um, now, Mark, yeah, that's a first down for the Panthers. A new set of downs. So, big break for the Panthers with that third down in completion. It's a pass interference on Colerain. So, they're going to say, oh, they're going to move it to the six. Yeah, so still okay. third down, okay, third, third down. six, okay. you know, third and 12, so half the, half the distance there. It's going to move it up so the Panthers get another shot, shorter field. So third down and goal at the six. And Elder's going to have to take a timeout here, just not, not having the right personnel on the field. And tonight's game is brought to you by Colwell Banker. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, and your West Side experts is Colwell Banker. Buying your dream home or selling your current home is skillfully guided by your Colwell Banker agent. 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com Overtime, first possession Panthers have a third and goal at the six, trying to get one in and so the, and whoever take whoever wins this game or wins this game is going to get going to get St. X just as we expected so uh, you know right now that game, that St. X game is over St. Xavier beat uh, Hamilton 37-7 to uh, out there uh, at St. X, so probably sitting around. That game's been over for about 40 minutes. So they, they've definitely been following this one pretty closely to see who they will have next week. Right now, Panthers with a third and six in very comfortable territory. But remember, Corrine's can get a chance to match it, so getting a touchdown here is very important. Yeah, yeah the first one always to get a touchdown because then, you do, like you said, you have to match it, and it's not as easy as it looks, right? Yeah. So setting up a third down and goal from the six-yard line here in overtime. Tied at 34. Three wide receivers for Panthers on the left side. They go Ramsey in motion. And now Hamilton rolls to his left, looking to throw in the middle. Touchdown, Panthers. It's Harp in the end zone, and they lead it by six. That's a big touchdown. It's just a quick motion of Ramsey. Went in motion and got to about the guard position and came right back. And, and, and you can hear from the coaches and next of us, they were pretty excited because they knew that Corrine wasn't adjusting on it. And then they get enough reads, and Harp just finds a spot that to sit in and get a big play. So Harp with the go-ahead touchdown. Now this is huge because Corrine's kicker is not as good. So we'll set up with Mauer here to add this extra point. And the kick is up. And this one is good. So the touchdown for the Panthers. They lead it 41 to 34. So now they have to stop Colerain. Colerain needs a touchdown and an extra point. 
So we're looking at the position where you mentioned, Len, about their kicker. If they get enough confidence on offense, does Colerain roll the dice and, and try possibly for the try for the win because they're worried about think of missing it? So, I mean, that could be something that they're thinking about on the sidelines too is that that's a, a, a legit possibility. You know, like if they're able to really, let's say they control the line of scrimmage and just pound the ball, they say, man, we can pick up three yards. They might go for the win. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of, a lot of variables in this series. Flowers in the backfield. And now the, the quarterback keeper, Jennings, and he gets to about the 16-yard line. A gain of four on first down for Jennings, who has over 230 yards of rushing. Nathan Scher and uh, Zach Gutekunst came up and made the pa- tackle for the Panthers. after. If you're concerned game. about your kids using the public drinking. And we're set up a second down and six. The ball spotted at the 16-yard line. One wide receiver to the right side. They got Flowers in the backfield. And now the give to Flowers. Flowers around the end of the 10. He's to the 5 and out of bounds at around the 4-yard line. Flowers is going to, I mean, it's a, right now, Colerain is right in striking distance. So they're in a position. They're going to get down to the 4. Uh, and the ability here to match it pretty quick, get the 6. But the thing is, is it's going to be pretty tough, uh, uh, you know, for them. Again, kicking it could be the question. They've been okay since yeah. that first miss. But Elder's defense still has opportunity to get them, maybe put the ball on the turf, get a turnover, see what happens. Flowers in the backfield on a first and goal at the five. And the give to Flowers, he's not going to get in this time. He's taken down right around the line of scrimmage. Panthers do a good job of stacking him up, and Spinney is right in there. Yeah, Spinney's the guy who caught, caught Flowers right at the line and turned him away. So second down now from inside the five. Colerain. The other thing is, sisters, the clock's not running. You can take your time a little bit and regroup after each of them. Here in overtime, the Panthers scored on their possession. They lead it 41 to 34. Colerain looking to do the same. They have a second down and goal at the four. And now in motion goes Satterwill to the right. The fake pitch and the quarterback sack by Spinney. Back at the eight-yard line. Spinney just came through, and Jennings had nowhere to go. He, he tried to get the pitch off. Uh, that would have been disaster territory for Cole Reigns. A good decision on Jennings, but Spinney, back-to-back, big plays. Now it's a third down and, and longer. We're third down and seven. So what was with inside the five before has been pushed back to, to about the seven. Spinney's done a great job on the last two plays. Third and goal from the seven for Cole Reigns. A stop, and the Panthers could win this one. And they set up. And now Satterfield going to get it inside the five. And he's to the three. Samari Freeman grabs him and got him down around the three-yard line. So it it is fourth down and goal. They're going to mark it right at the three. So now fourth and three. Let's see Colerain. See what they want to do here. Talk about it. See, we're right in the middle of the field. So this is a big play. And Colerain can put this one in. We wait for the extra point. Belder's defense can hold strong, get a stop. They travel out to St. X next week. Fourth down and goal in the overtime. The Panthers lead it 41-34. to This is huge for Colerain. They line up, setting up now Flowers in the backfield. The give to Flowers. Does he try to get in? And he does. Touchdown, Colerain. Good cutbacks and, and good good ability to just continue to move through with blocking and he gets into the end zone so Colerain 
now comes out the kick. So this is, again, this is big. Go back to that Moeller game. Now we're going to see what the kick. So Mikey Kirsch coming onto the field. Drew Ramsey coming onto the field uh, here on this. Last time, you know, following Samari Freeman with the block. But let's see here. This is a big kick. Setting up now, Jung. Here's the hold. The kick is up. And this one is good. So Woo. we are tied at 41. It took a while, and he got it. Barely, barely. In. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Prep Sports Radio Network. This is Archbishop Dennis Schnur. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Tied at 41, Len Harvey, Bill Bengal here on a Friday night. What a game. First overtime ends in a 41-41 tie. We go to number two. So basically now we're right back at it. So Elder's going to be uh, on defense first here, and Coleraine's going to be on offense. And this is one where, you know, that was that was Coleraine did everything they could, and they got into the end zone, and they, the extra point wasn't pretty, but it went through. So they tied at 41 here. As Flowers gets in the end zone, as uh, Andrew Harp got his touchdown. Look no further than Hemlock Hills Resort Rentals for top-of-the-line vacation cabins throughout the Smoky Mountains. From small couples' cabins to large family reunion units, visit them all at hemlockhillscabinrentals.com. What a game tonight. Uh, Playoff action here with Elder and Colerain. As you mentioned, St. X has already won. So the winner of this game goes to play St. X next week. Yeah, to be at, be out there at St. X, everybody kind of knew that that was who was going to be the victor in that one. But I don't think many people saw that this game was going to be as close. And we're also going to flip sides of the field here. So we're going to move down to, to the open end of the stadium, which means look out if you're on the walkways because here comes the cheering section. Yeah, the whole cheering section moving down. Panthers, as mentioned, will be on defense first here in the second overtime. Tied at 41. Coming up after the game is Prep Sports Radio Network game night at Roosters. So head on out to Roosters after this one. And we get set up here as we get the Colerain Cardinals will have on offense... So they'll have a first and 10 at the 20. Flowers in the backfield. Jennings at quarterback. Jennings will line up under center. Flowers in the back. They go in motion with Satterweight, and now the give to Flowers. Flowers gets to about the 15-yard line. So it'll be second down and five. So a second and five for the Cardinals. Second overtime tied at 41. And they'll set up again. Elder, big big stop here. Would big stop, huge. yeah. Second and five. This would be a great the, opportunity to push them back. At the 15, they got Flowers in the backfield. They go in motion. They got Flowers carrying it. Nothing doing for him. He's... Right at the 14. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to mark him that he did get a, a pickup. He, he's going to get it, cut this to about a third and three, third and 
They have about a third and two. And so the big thing for the Panthers here is going to be, again, get that push, push them back, because we know that if it's a fourth and short, you know, the probability of them making that is pretty high. But if you can get them to get a loss here, put the ball on the turf, it puts you in a good spot. Third and three from the 13. They go in motion, and now the quarterback is going to keep it, and he gets inside to the 10, and he's still with it to about the 8-yard line, and that's a first down for Colrade. Yeah, he's going to get down to about the 6-yard the, the six, six line here for, for Colrade. They're going to move it, being a very good spot, moving up. Uh, yeah, so right we'll at the 7. Right at 7. Yeah. 7, seven. yeah. I, so, I jumped ahead. No, I saw the official. I like the pile movement, but then they said, you know, you know I am, Len. Yeah. I like the pile movement, but then they <laughs> called forward progress on that one and move them back, or, or I don't know what they did, but right. I thought he picked up an extra yard. They'll set up a first and goal at the seven-yard line. Jennings, quarterback, and now they, Jennings is going to keep it. He's going to go way around the end into the end zone. Ooh. Touchdown, Colray. Wow, what a play. Jennings is able to get around the edge. Elder really, everything was kind of uh, very naked on that side, the side of the football, the way that Colray had everything lined up. They decided instead of going to the short side of the field on the left, they went to the open side on the right. And they didn't have it loaded up. So now Colrain comes down to here. Can they put this kick in? But Jennings, again, big play. Getting that ball in that end zone. I mean, Jennings has just been a guy who's just getting it done for Colrain tonight. And they'll set up now to add this extra point. John, the kick is up. And this one is good. So 48-41, Colrain now leads by seven. Panthers need a touchdown and an extra point to tie. Lynn, I, I honestly, I mean, at this point, it's everything we keep saying over and over again. It just, it's, it just sounds like you know the same thing over again. It's like that, that scene in the Water Boy. You know, it's just, you can't hold anything back. Yeah. I mean, Elder now has to answer. I mean, but Colrain just continues to just, just fight and claw and come up with big plays. And then Elder, when they've looked down and out multiple times on these different drives, they've had their big plays. So, I mean, this has just been a, a game where you really can't predict what's going to happen on this drive because even Elder, when they've looked out before, they looked like they were dead dead, dead to rights in the water, and then they get that touchdown with Harp. So it, it's it's not going to be over until somebody is able to, stop, to, to really drop somebody in four downs. Here's Hamilton. The throw is a Flowers incomplete at the 15-yard line. Ooh. Had a lot of room to run, too. That one, yeah, just a little bit low. And just his flowers, I think, kind of was, was originally thinking that he was going to be able to get downfield a little bit more. Willis was right there in coverage, closing fast. But that brings up second and ten for the Panthers. Second down and ten. The ball spotted at the 20. We're in second overtime. 48-41, Colrain with the lead. The Panthers have a second and ten at the 20. Panthers do not score. They lose the game. So, Need a touchdown and an extra point. Two wide receivers to the right side. They line up, setting up with Kirch to the right side of Hamilton to get some more protection. And now looking to throw is Hamilton. Now he's going to run it. No, he's still going to throw it. He throws it into the end zone, and it's caught. It's a touchdown. It's a flag down, but it's going to count as a touchdown. It's Andrew Hart on the left side of the end zone. What a catch on the side. He's just fighting, and, and Hamilton... Just again got taken down, hit as he was thrown. So it's going to be a penalty on Colrain. And so the 
So Andrew Harp comes up. So Maurer comes out to, to tie this football game here. So it got to be snap, snap good, hold good. Panthers have the opportunity to tie this one up at 48. And this is a big extra point. On this, the refs are still kind of thinking about this. And let's see what we get here. 48-47, Colerain on top by one. After that Harp touchdown. Pass it to Ferritz is on Colerain. And the Panthers decline the penalty. So they get the touchdown, which we know. So now the Panthers need this extra point. 48 to 47, overtime number two. And Maurer with Auten Reeve to hold. Now the snap, the hold, the kick by Maurer is up and it is good. So end of the second overtime, we are tied at 48. We're going to take a quick timeout and come right back on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet, proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. We're the Tri-State's fastest-growing Chevy dealer and pre-owned superstore. Plus, lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Introducing our brand-new state-of-the-art Kelsey Collision Center, repairing all makes, all models, and working with all insurance companies. Plus, our newly expanded certified service center. From our elder family to yours, go Panthers, out to Europe. Visit us at KelseyChev.com. Welcome back to the pit, Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. We have completed two overtimes, and we are tied at 48. Harp with a touchdown in the first overtime to tie it, and Harp with a touchdown or to take the lead and then the other way. Yeah, yeah. so so basically we're back again. We're, we're going to flip back to the horseshoe end. Colerain's going to going to be on uh, defense, and the Panthers going to be on offense here. Yeah, Harp uh, with an earlier touchdown, a six-yard touchdown in overtime. And then a 20-yard touchdown, his second touchdown in the overtime. He had a 16-yard touchdown in the fourth quarter. So he's got three touchdown catches in this game. And we're, you know, heading to the third overtime here in the first round of the playoffs. I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, this is just just, just wild to be at this position. We're looking at 48-48, to 48, a lot of offense in this football game. Yeah, and I mean, what's the most amount of overtimes you have seen in, in high school? <laughs> I, I haven't been a part of that many. I mean, I know that it might have been a couple of two, you know, some two or threes uh, that we've had before, but, uh, the, you know, this one's definitely up there. So, and then we're going to actually, we're going to flip back uh, uh, here, you know, so we're going to be in the uh, open end of the, the horseshoe again. Yeah, I'm so sorry, the open end of the stadium, not the horseshoe. Yeah. My, my apology. So they go open end of the stadium for this drive again. This is the third overtime. And the Panthers will start on offense first. 48-48, third overtime. Ended at 34-34 in regulation. They line up with two wide receivers to the right. Now we get the whistle. Flowers in the backfield to the right side of Hamilton in a first and ten at the 20. Hamilton gets the blitz, throws it. It is incomplete, intended for Ramsey at the 18-yard line. Yeah, broken up on that play by by 
by Jarman on that one. So one of the big things, so what we have here is Colerain decide, you know, they pick the, the horse, the open end. So Elder's back on offense first down here, and Elder right out of the gates try to get that quick hitter to Ramsey that they've been successful on tonight. But that's one of your first pass breakups, really, that we've seen in this game uh, by Colerain where they haven't forced Elder to the sideline, where they actually got a hand on the football. Second down and 10 at the 20-yard line. Harp lines up wide to the left with Ramsey on the inside. They've got Hamilton in the backfield. The second down and 10 at the 20 in the shotgun. Justin Ray lining up as kind of a blocker to the left side. And now looking as Hamilton throws it. It's complete to Ray inside the 20 to the 15. And he's out at the 10. He gets hit pretty hard. And a flag is down. They're going to get... Uh, well, they're gonna, yeah, they're going to call call a late hit on that one on the sideline uh, on Justin Ray. Willis was just a, a shy outside. I don't, I mean, from up here, it seemed close. It was a big hit. It was a big hit, which could cause that flag to fly, too. I'm not sure how far out, because that happened all the way over in front of where the visiting band would sit uh, at Elder. So that's a pretty far point away from us, uh, but that's going to move the ball up for the Panthers here, but big play by Justin Ray to catch yeah. and puts them in scoring position. And they will line it up. Let's see. They're moving it inside the 10. And that should be a first down. So they're going to mark it at the four-yard line. Yeah, they're just changing out. Uh, basically what they're doing is just changing out footballs right now, trying to find, find a dry one. Yeah. That rain has kind of subsided right now. It's not really much more than anything that we had at LaSalle. So now it's just now it's just chilly. First and goal at the four. Ramsey at quarterback. They set up with Ray in motion to the right side. Now the snap. Ramsey gets it. Runs inside the five. Running through with some people, but he doesn't get in the end zone. They mark him down at the one-yard line. Good job by, by Cole Rain to, to push push Elder back on that one and keep them out as a, as a big gang tackle uh, making big plays there coming off the bottom of that pile was Terrell Banks uh, of Cole Rain. he made the stop but this puts Elder down in, in scoring position it'll be a second down and goal at the one yard line for the Panthers 48-48 in overtime period number three Harp scored on a 16 yard uh, a 6 yard touchdown the first overtime and then on a 20-yard touchdown in the second overtime. He's lined up wide to the right side. We got Ramsey at quarterback on a second down and goal at the one. Auten Reap to his left, goes behind the block, goes into the end zone, and let's see, did he get in? They're not calling him in. Oh, they're going to mark him down at, at the, you know, nose of the ball on the goal line again this is back like what we talked about with Cole Rain much earlier in this game ball can't get much any closer without no. being in so Elder's just going to go right here and hopefully third and one fall forward third down and goal at the one shotgun for Ramsey's going to run follow a block into the end zone touchdown Drew Ramsey and Elder takes the lead in the third overtime so the Panthers able to, to go off that big play early from Justin Ray and then the, the penalty on Colerain, which then allows Elder to move up to the four. Elder's able to get that ball into the end zone on that Ramsey run. And now we come out again, have to execute that perfect snap, hold, and kick for the Panthers to, to assume the seven-point lead. 
54-48. Auten Reap to hold this one. Now the snap is high, the kick is up, and this one goes inside the left. And he got it. So the snap was high, and the kick just barely made it in on the left side. But I'll tell you what, right now, now it, you know the offense does a great job, gets something done. Now it's time for that defense to get a big stop here. Defense needs to get a big stop. Ramsey has scored in this game. He scored from one yard out, and he's also scored from one yard out again in the second quarter. And Ramsey scored again on a nine-yard touchdown, and now this one. Four touchdowns for Drew Ramsey. Three so, for Hart. I was going to say, and the big thing, you know, you're looking at, you're talking about all these different scores. None of them have really come easy. I mean, I know we're into the third overtime, you know, and but everything has is, is been just a lot, a lot of plays for the Panthers and then just breaking off a couple of short runs. So here we go with Cole Rain. Setting up now with a first down at the 20. Quarterback keeper, and he gets to the 15. Spinney on top of him right at the 15-yard line. A gain of five for Jennings. Yeah, Jennings likes that, keeping that ball rolling out to his right side and kind of getting around the end on that one. Gutekunst was the first one through but couldn't couldn't really reel, reel him in. So Spinney cleans it up, but a big five-yard pickup. But Jennings has, has liked that taking that ball on the outside and we've seen earlier though that sometimes can be a problem for Coleraine where he continues to he holds the ball instead of giving it off trying to make plays second and five from the 15 yard line setting up and it's going to be the quarterback keeper that time not much doing there and a good play for the Panthers by Ben Volkerding and that's one again he probably could have given that one off the flowers who's on the outside who had a little bit of an edge but he decided to keep it and see if he could get one of those lanes where he broke his bigger runs earlier. But we've seen that come up to bite them. So third and five here for the Coleraine Cardinals. Third and five from the 15-yard line. They've got Flowers in the backfield. Quarterback Jennings under center. They go in motion. The set and the quarterback keeper. Let's see. Does he get the first down? He does not. They're going to give him about a yard. Yeah. So it's going to be fourth down here. I mean, this is a big, 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 big play for the Panther defense here, forcing this fourth down, as well as, too, we're looking at Coleraine. Well, what are they going to try to do? Is this going to be Jennings trying to, to get it all done himself? As he's the, the, the whole series here has been Jennings just keeping and holding on to the football, and it only worked on first down. Fourth down and three. They mark it at the 13-yard line. The Panthers need a stop here. 55-48, third overtime. Quarterback under center. Jennings is now going to call a timeout. And with that in mind, we'll take a quick timeout ourselves. 55-48, third overtime on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, on the web at hoding.com. Welcome back to the pit. We are in overtime number three. 55-48 Elder scored on their third overtime possession. Colrain has a fourth and three at the Elder 13-yard line. 
a stop, and the Panthers win this game. Fourth and three from the 13, setting up Jennings. And now the give to Flowers. Flowers looking to get it. Let's see. I don't think he got it. I don't think he got it. He does not. The Elder Panthers and Doug Ramsey's 200th win is a playoff win. Playoff win, a triple overtime win. So 200 wins for Coach Doug Ramsey. Triple overtime. Elder gets it done 55-48 to at the pit. Wow. That is amazing. 55-48, a triple overtime win. Doesn't get much better than that. We'll come back with the Cooper Electric star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. (gasps) Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. It's time to call out the Cooper Electric star of the game. And now, let's go back on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal to break down tonight's action and pick up the elder star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to a joyous Elder Panther home win in the postseason, a 55-48 triple overtime win. It was tough to get anybody on this one, but we had four touchdowns for Ramsey, three touchdowns for Harp. We're going to go with Andrew Harp, who gets the Cooper Electric star of the game, and he does a fantastic job today. Gets uh, touchdowns in the fourth quarter uh, of 16 yards, then gets a six-yard in overtime. And in the second overtime, a 20-yard touchdown. So, Andrew Harp, great job today. But I'll tell you, if you go defense, there was a lot of guys. Volkerding had a tremendous game. Spinney had a great game. Yeah. Uh, it, it was, it was, you know, Andrew Spinney had a great game too, but Andrew Harp comes up with the, with the big plays at the, in overtime, gets those big touchdowns really to put, put the Panthers in that winning spot. But defensively, Andrew Spinney had some big plays there at the end of the, end of the football game. To, to, get, to keep the Panthers moving, some big tackles, really stacking up some different things. So Elder, though, a big football game, challenging football game, survives, moves on to the next week. But, I mean, that's a game there that, that uh, you know, no one really thought that it would get to this point, I think. But 55-48, to 48, that was a lot of back and forth. Elder had to really put it together, too. I think their defense did great getting the offense back into the football game, shutting them down, uh, and allowing them to get to that point. So what a, what a good game for the Panthers. Yeah, they uh, they, was, they were down 20-6 to six at one point. They were up 27-20, to 20, back and forth, back and forth. But a big win, 55-48 in triple overtime. And next week it's on to St. X. Yeah, and like we said, though, that's Doug Ramsey's 200th win. So Doug Ramsey, you know, got his first win in 1997 against Middletown. I think it was like a 32-14 to 14 victory. And so now, you know, Coach Ramsey is looking at that was his 200th win uh, at Elder High School uh, overall, and that's a that's a big win for the Panthers, a, a big marquee win, you know, too, to put on that last list with a lot of other really interesting wins in there, including some uh, some other ones down the road with a lot of different guys that, that, you know, have coached with Coach Ramsey, played for Coach Ramsey, been a part of those 200 wins. So that 200th win, you know, Coach Ramsey is going to be the guy. He's going to tell you it's not 
it's not all him. It's been guys he's played with. It's been guys that uh, guys that have played for him, guys that have coached with him. I mean, that's the big part of this. It's really special, too. So hopefully, you know, if you're, if you're still listening along, a 200 wins at Elder High School, that's absolutely huge. And they just, yeah. you know, said that out on the field to Coach Ramsey. So, uh, you know. Really, uh, really happy for him to get that win. And two, it's going to be a really interesting one in the books. Your 200th yeah. win, 55 to 48 triple overtime first round playoff win in 2021. Well, I asked him before the game. I asked him, you know, when you get this job, you know, did you think you'd get to this point of 26 years? Of? He said, "It's just been great." You know, I had, I got to coach both kids, and you know, how great is that? Yeah, you know, just, just absolutely fantastic. And I think. You know, Tom Kennedy has some information on that that they'll they'll probably talk yeah. about in the post game show, uh, and more on that. But great game, Panthers on St. X next next week out at St. Xavier, and if this game shows you anything, anything can happen. Absolutely, and look forward to it, brother. We're back again next week, and don't forget, if this is not over. We you can go over to Roosters now. The, the Prep Sports Radio Network game night is coming up. Thanks to Mark Bengel, Steve Bengel, to Tom Kennedy, to Paul, back at the studio. Thanks to you, the listener. Once again, the final score in triple overtime. Elder defeats Colerain 55-48. Next week, playoff action week number two. The playoffs on Friday night as Elder faces off against St. X at St. X with a 7 o'clock kickoff and a 6.30 pregame show. For Phil Bengal, I'm Lynn Harvey. So long from the pit. Stay tuned. Coming up next, Prep Sports Radio Network game night from Roosters on Crookshank. Show up there. Steve, Mark. Tom, everybody will be there. All the playoff matchups tonight. You don't want to miss that one. You've been listening to Elder Football, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther, Game of the Week on the Prep Sports Radio Network. So long. Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther, Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by the Urology Group, the Lucian Schuster team with Morgan Stanley, Hoting Realtors, Brosart Pharmacy. Fuller Information Systems, Ron's Roost, Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals, Skyline Chili, Coldwell Banker Realty, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Joseph Chevrolet, Wardway Fuels, Robert Jones Plumbing, Red Wing Shoes, Artist Senior Living Bridgetown, Hemlock Hills Cabin Rentals of Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, Cooper Electric, and Rooster's Wings. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of elder high school football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. It's time for Prep Sports Radio Game Night. Brought to you by Rooster's Restaurant, a fun, casual joint. And now, for a recap on tonight's game and a look at all the regional key matchups and final scores, let's go live to Rooster's Restaurant at 5050 Crookshank Road at Glenway with your hosts, Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. All right, welcome out to Rooster's. Uh, exciting finish uh, tonight with Woo. Panthers winning 55 to 48 triple overtime and guys uh, you never get tired of a big win and, and I tell you we were sweating it out we, we know how it is when things don't go your way and and you don't get that win and we know what it's like when we're sitting here uh, feeling glum and upset but the Panthers big stop fourth down and three they make a stop on a, on Cole rain which uh, is an explosive running game uh, Elder pinned the, their ears back and went in and, and got it, Steve. I, I think that, that, that 
you know, the, the great thing about the, this win is, is that it was the defense stepping up with that fourth down stop. You know, you've heard so much this year about the offense, 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 and when when push came to shove, you know, the defense uh, against a, a team that has a lot of skill and, and can, you know, I mean, for, to stop them on that play shows how stout your defense can be, and, and I think that's uh, the kind of the thing that, that could push you know, Elder into some confidence going into the game next week against St. X, and we'll talk about that when we look at all the pairings coming up, but that's where they're heading. Well, Tom, it was the, the final Division One game in the entire state of Ohio was Elder Colerain. We, we were watching the sto- scores trickling in. We have every score in Division One and all the ones we need, uh, uh, and so... But uh, it was worth waiting. Yeah, it was. And, and, Steve, you hit it on the head uh, how ironic it was for the elder defense to step up and and uh, hold the Coleraine Cardinals uh, on fourth down. Uh, very fitting. Uh, and not only that, this was the first time ever that Coleraine has lost a first-round playoff game. Uh, so and, there's And elder remains unbeaten at home in the first round. And El- elder remains unbeaten. And without a doubt, Len and Phil alluded to this being Doug Ramsey's 200th uh, win at Elder, and I'm just guessing this has to be his most hard-fought and gratifying win in his whole illustrious career at Elder. So uh, congratulations, Doug Ramsey. Uh, Great job. Uh, And it's just Elder was in this position during the season against Bowler. They had an overtime game. Uh, Elder's... Uh, competition up to this game had a lot to do with them winning this game and I don't want to get into the GCO versus the GMC but just quickly I'll say uh, this points out to the fact that at least Coleraine did play three GCO schools this year and oh by the way they were 0-3 but GCL and the talent and the teams that they're facing really had a lot to do with their win tonight. Well Steve let's head over to you let's get folks caught up Tom brought up about uh, GMC and a lot of GMC schools play tonight and let's get people caught up in Region 4 action tonight. Alright, let's start out with the number one seed in Region 4. The Molar Crusaders uh, hosted uh, out at Norwood the Oak Hills Highlanders and uh, Molar won that game 35-14. to 14. Uh, uh, Oak Hills uh, goes winless on the year, but you got to compliment the kids for coming out. I mean, that's hard, you know, coming out week after week after week. And I think that shows the character uh, of some of the Oak Hills Highlander kids that come out, you know, all, all you know, all that, you know, knowing, you know, that that you know, the odds are stacked against them. But Moeller goes on to to win that game, 35 to 14. Fairfield 28, Mason Comets 21. So next week, Moeller and Fairfield will square off. It'll be the number one and number eight seed will square off to, to play next week, and that game will be at Moeller, wherever Moeller is, which I guess would be Norwood. St. X with a big win tonight over Hamilton, 37-7 to in that game, and then they'll play the winner of the Elder Coring game, which was the Elder Panthers. So back out at uh, on North Bend Road at uh, whatever they call that stadium. Um, it's got about five names now, but uh, it's, a, it's, it's a great facility, but I, I, um, 
but I'm, I'm not looking forward to the climb uh, up to the press box. The mountain climb. Yeah, up to, but, yeah. Uh, you know, great facility. But uh, Elder with the 55-48 in three overtimes uh, tonight, just showing a lot of character. Elder had some opportunities, and they had some opportunities to just give up in this game, too. And I, I think that's important. I mean, when they were down 13 to nothing, they could have said, you know, it's like, this isn't, isn't working. And then when, when – uh, They were also down 20 to 6. Right, when they were down 20 to 6. And then they scored and the they, next 21, three touchdowns in right. a row. Yeah. So they, they had some opportunities. They, they showed a lot of character in Doug Ramsey's two, 200th win. And uh, congratulations to Coach Ramsey. And uh, the number three seed in uh, Region 4, Division 1, Lakota West won 49 to 14 over uh, – West Claremont, and uh, they'll face the Milford uh, Eagles, uh, who won 21 to seven over Lebanon tonight. So the six and the, three, except for uh, one game, all all the higher seats held held uh, so far. Uh, Princeton wins, and they go to 10 and one on the season with a 28 to nothing win over Walnut Hills. Sycamore was the, the upset win tonight. Sycamore wins over Lakota East. They shut them out 19 to nothing. Uh, Lakota East comes into this game 7 and 3. Sycamore 5 and 5. And uh, they, they played in the regular season. East won that game uh, 34 to 27. So Sycamore just figured out some things and blanks uh, East with uh, the win tonight. And they, the number 12 seed defeats the number 5 seed. So they Sycamore and Princeton will be playing. So in Division One next week, it'll be uh, Muller against Fairfield, St. X against Elder, Lakota West against Milford, and Princeton against Sycamore. Region 8 uh, in Division Two, pick with the number one seed all over Little Miami, the 16th seed, 49-7. to And they'll play Withrow, who won 29-7 to over Troy. Uh, Kings, the number two seed, won 50 to six over uh, Lima Senior, and they'll face off against Wynton Woods, a 46 to 29 win winner over uh, uh, Turpin. Uh, Turpin coming was the, the 10 seed. Uh, Anderson, 49, Xenia six, and they'll face Anderson will face LaSalle next week, a 42 to 14 winner over Harrison, and. Uh, Captain Stebbins won tonight, 41 to 27, and uh, Edgewood, uh, 37, Sydney 10. So Stebbins and Edgewood will face off. LaSalle Anderson, Winwoods Kings, and uh, Piqua Withrow in uh, Division Three, Region 12. It was uh, Baden 37, Vandalia Butler nothing, Sha- Lima Shawnee overused 28 to nothing. So. Uh, Lima Shawnee and Baden will face off. And then uh, Kettering Alter won 20 to 14 over Monroe. Just an upset. Uh, Alter came in 5 and 5. The, the number 15 seed against an 8 and 2 Monroe team. Um, the number 2 seed. So Alter is moving on. And they'll face Tippy Canoe, who won uh, 50 to uh, 6 over Mount Healthy. Shamanat Julian over Ross. This is the number the 13 seed over the number 4 seed. Uh, 38 to 7. They'll face off against St. Mary's. Uh, St. Mary's fans there who uh, yeah. won 49 to 13 over Franklin. Western Brown in Region 11, uh, Division 3, over uh, Columbus Beechcraft. 
Beechcroft, thir- uh, 63 to six. Division four action. Wyoming, the number one seed, rolls to 11 and 0 with a 50 to nothing win over Waynesville. Paris, St. Paris, Graham. 37, Taylor, nothing. So Graham and Wyoming will face off next week. It was the Eaton over Oakwood, 44 to 20. The number two seed, Eaton, will face uh, West Milton. You had a good friend from Eaton, Tom. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they'll be she facing. She's a sweet lady. They'll be Linda's fa- at home cringing right now. They'll, they'll be facing uh, West the Milton. jealous lady. <laughs> right? Continue. Yeah, continue. <laughs> was that a box launch? Yeah. Uh, They'll be facing West Milton. It was a 30, 33-2 winner over Indian Hill. McNick rolls to 9-1 and one with a win over Washington Courthouse, uh, 48-14. to 14. And they'll face off against Bethel Tate, who was a big winner over Schroeder, the, the, the 6 over the 11 seed, 44 to nothing. Clinton Massey, 55. Uh, Dayton Northridge, 13 in uh, Division Four, Region 16 action, and they'll face off against Waverly, who is a 28 to uh, 18 winner over Valley View in Kentucky. There's Beechwood 70, Newport Central Catholic 7, Holmes 50, Bellevue 10, Cooper 21, Butler nothing, Corbin 40, Campbell County 10. It was Connor over George Rogers Clark 34 to 16, covering Catholic 10 to 3 over Ryle. Uh, Dixie Heights 41, Scott 7, uh, Eminence 27, Dayton 18, Holy Cross uh, 30, Ludlow 24, Boone and Tate's Creek were tied 20-20 late in the fourth. We don't have a final on that one. Simon Kenton loses to Woodford County 25-6 in the Indiana playoffs in the 3A sectional semifinals. Lawrenceburg defeats Greensburg. 15 to 7. So the Pirates lose in that one. It was East Central 52, Mooresville 26. Mooresville was up early in this game. Both teams coming in at 8 2, but uh, East Central outlasts Mooresville 52 to 26. And it was uh, Martinsville over South Dearborn 38 to 7. And those are all the scores we have. Those are all the scores. Well done, Steve. Well done. I'm going to go down a few in, in Region 2 and Division 1, uh, which is generally where we end up. And, and if we go up there. Um, That's true. Uh, Finley knocked off uh, Miamisburg 28-26. And they will play Dublin Kaufman, who knocked off Huber Heights Wayne. The, the Wayne goes down tonight. Uh Olin Tangy Liberty lost to Dublin Jerome. So Jerome will be playing Springfield, which is one of the tougher teams in Division Two. And Elder faced them a couple years back. They did. Yeah. Springfield won 42 to 7 over Clayton Northmont. Uh, Centerville will be facing Whitmer next week. Uh, Centerville knocking off uh, uh, Springboro 34 to 14. Whitmer, uh, Toledo. Beat a team called Start. Have you ever heard of Start? Uh, I have not. I have not. But uh, Whitmer and Centerville next week. And the final two in the bracket, uh, it is Marysville knocked off uh, Olin, oh, Delaware Hayes. And they will be playing Perrysburg. Perrysburg knocked off uh, Kettering Fairmont 14 up. But that's Division Two. And of course, uh, a couple up and uh, up up the hill. And uh, let me turn that down a little bit here. Uh, up in Region One, uh, a couple of big 
when St. Ed's uh, will be playing Berea Mid-Park. Kent McKinley will be playing Massillon Jackson next week. Medina will be playing uh, Cleveland Heights. And Stowe will be playing St. Ives. St. Ives squeaks out 35-32 to 32 over wow. Minter. So that's it. We're going to take a quick timeout. We come up, we're going to wrap this thing up. Uh, I know we got to get out of here by 11, and uh, I know Paul, uh, he was uh, sweating back there at the studio. Uh, luckily, they have a big shower down there, like a little, uh, you know, but uh, yeah. we'll be coming back here. We'll take our first time out. We'll be back. We're coming to you live at Roosters on the west side. Elder winning 55-48, triple overtime. We'll talk about it when we get back on the Prep Sports Radio Network. If you're caring for a loved one with dementia, it can be stressful. As their needs progress, you need support. At Artist Senior Living, we partner with you and your loved one to provide above and beyond customized care. Experience the Artist's Way in Bridgetown and Mason. Theartistsway.com slash Ohio, 513-401-7531. If you're caring for a loved one with dementia, it can be stressful. As their needs progress, you need support. At Artist Senior Living, we partner with you and your loved one to provide above and beyond customized care. Experience the Artist Way in Bridgetown and Mason. Theartistsway.com slash Ohio, 513-401-7531. Elder Football on Sacred Heart Radio is supported by Affordable Concrete Specialists. ACS Concrete is the west side specialist of all small concrete jobs. Nobody else wants to do no job too small. 513-305-6777. 513-305-6777. The Prep Sports Radio game night continues. Now, let's go back to Rooster's Restaurant at 5050 Crookshank Road at Glenway with Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Wow, guys, we're back here at Roosters. Big win tonight, Elder over Colerain, 55-48, triple overtime. You cannot – the magic that it takes to, for sometimes we get these Elder wins. Uh, you know, things – honestly, we, when we were leaving, Steve, we were sitting in the open end of the, the pit, and we were watching Elder made a big stop. Colerain punts. Uh, Elder is up by seven, and uh, – you think an elder's going to put this thing in and put oh, this to bed. And first and five, and it ends up fourth and 33. Yeah. So it's like. So. <laughs> I, had, hats, hats off to Colerain for, for engineering that. But, I mean. Yeah, they, they, they're a very, very good team. And, uh, but it, it, it was an exciting finish. And, boy, you know, next week, Tom. Elder heads out to to uh, face the buzzsaw again. But, look, you know, the last game we played them, um, I, I thought first half we really uh, were toe-to-toe with them and then uh, some big plays and some things just went wrong and, and that went down the drain. Yeah. But, well, and, uh, and, and, and they've, they've shown, obviously, since uh, we've played them, that they've been beaten twice. And, and um you know, they've 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 shown some warts and they've shown some ways that it can be done. So, you know, obviously the coaches are going to be looking at that. You know, and Saint X knows what they did and, and how they did it. But the the uh, you know, the knockout blow was that the return uh, of, of the opening kickoff in the second half. From from that point, you know, I I, I think it, it was um, very tough. You're dealing with 15, 16, 17-year-old kids. It's like, 
I, I think they were just kind of on their heels at that point. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I, I think you, you can only coach the kids up so much, but as Doug Ramsey has said, you know, it's like I'm more confident in these kids than, than they, they are sometimes. And, and, you know, we've seen this, this team has flashes of brilliance, and, and I, I think uh, the game is very winnable against St. X, obviously not a gimme. But, you know, that was in week six at St. X, uh, and I remember vividly uh, Zane Klusman with the touchdown in the uh, at, near the end of the first quarter and Mikey Kirsch with a great touchdown reception right before halftime to tie it at 14. And then I look here, and then the final score ended up being 52-14. to 14. It's the second most points uh, Elder gave up this year. Uh, the other, the week, the following week, they gave up 58 to Moeller, but was uh, lucky enough to, to eke out the 59 to 58 overtime win. Um, but you know, the thing of it is, Elder's got a resilience. Elder's got a toughness, and uh, it'll be interesting to see because I was talking in the pregame show, Mark, about you know how Elder had a revamped their entire offense from the beginning of the season playing Cuffcalf and then going up against that buzzsaw with these big offensive linemen, big defensive linemen, and they had to change the way they were attacking on offense and making it more wide open. So tonight they, they kind of had the more balanced attack, if you will. They did throw the ball a lot, but next week at St. X they're going to have to go, you know, wide open again and, and re- release that. Ben Hamilton's going to have to release that ball quickly, and they're just going to, uh, you know, try to just score more than they're going to give up. I know it sounds basic, but it's going to be a tall task. They're up to it. Uh, it's just unfortunate that Elder schedule has put them in a position to be playing St. X in the second round of the playoffs. Well, it looks at the bottom uh, part of this bracket. Uh, West will probably be the team uh, that the winner of X Elder would play. And uh, I, I, I feel that Elder and X would match up well with, with West. But uh, uh, looking on the upper, uh, Muller has, a, I, I think, a pretty easy bracket. Uh, they're going to be facing Fairfield. Fairfield. Uh, so they should probably advance, and they would be playing the winner of Princeton and Sycamore, which uh, I would probably say Princeton would, would probably prevail there. So it, it's quite possible that Muller, X, or Elder would be, you know, the GCL possibly. Yeah. I mean, you know, how things play out, but, but if you project things out. Um, just Yeah, just looking at the seeds in, in Region 4, for Elder to get out of Region 4, they're going to have to beat Coleraine, which they did next week, St. X. Lakota West and Moeller just to get out of Region 4, right. which is no picnic, but it is what it is. And, and if I was going to predict Region uh, 3 winner, I'm or 2, excuse me, um, I, I would I would probably think Springfield is going to get out of that. Uh, they're the number 2 seed, but uh, I'm trying to think who, who's number 1 would be Marysville. I don't, I don't know. I Springfield's tough. They are so, tough. But uh, it, it's going to be a, uh, um, a, a really, uh, uh, <laughs> like you said, Tom, getting out of oh, Region 4, is a, yeah. it, it, you're going to go through murderer's row. You are. And it's, and it's just kind of like survival. You know, it's like 
I'm sure Doug and the staff are saying, okay, we got this game behind us. Don't don't think about it. Move on. We'll learn on, on the good things we did. We'll improve on the things we didn't do, do so well on and and move forward. It's a new it's a new game, and you just you don't know what's going to happen, Steve. And that's why you play the game. Survive in advance. Yeah, uh, that's you know. That's, one of my favorite uh, 30 for 30s on ESPN, Survive in Advance. It doesn't matter how ugly it is. A win is a win at this point. Uh, if you, if you, you know, win by one over a team that you should have beaten by 20, it doesn't matter. You're on to the next right. thing. And, yeah, and just because, you know, I was rattling off the, the, the higher seeds and the expectation is for them to win, you know, who knows? Moeller is going to go up against Fairfield. And there's no guarantee that Moeller's going to, you know, it's not going to be a cakewalk for Moeller. And, and just, just looking through the scores tonight, uh, you know, the higher seeds did hold except for Sycamore. Sycamore, uh, the five, uh, 12 over the five. You go to region, uh, you know, division two, you know, all but one. Uh, sevens, uh, the number 13 over Tees Valley. Uh, but all the higher seeds held. You go to region 12, though, in division three. And it's about almost 50-50. Uh, uh, the the nine one over the over the eight, the fifteen over the two, um, the the thirteen over the four. So you know, at this point, anything can happen. It's uh, you know, it's you throw everything out and go. But with it being 16 teams in each region, you would expect the first round, if, if anything, the first round to hold with the higher seed winning, and, and that's pretty Divi- much division four. Everything held. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so my Lancers, you know, apparently they beat, they won tonight, so uh, it's good for them. So right now all four GCL schools are still surviving to play another week, and uh, I can't wait to go to Dance Club on Tuesday here where Doug's going to see about, you know, number 200 in his career. And like I said earlier, it had to be the, the most fulfilling but the most hard-fought and rewarding game he may have ever coached oh. was tonight. I used to work with with uh, one of the former coaches uh, of Elder, who uh, um, um, Tom Grippa's brother Lou. And uh, one time we were talking, he said, "You know, you know, some of the, the the best coaching that we felt that we did were some of the five and five, six and four teams, where you just really had to figure things out. Yeah. The talent wasn't there." Um, and, and, you know, in and out, if you're coaching a high school team, you, you know, if you got the same talent every year, you're not doing something right. Um, but, you know, the talent yeah. wasn't there, and you're just working with what you have, which is exactly what you talked about just now, Tom, where, they, you know, they, they've spread everything out. Yeah. You know, they're not even running a tailback half the time because right. they just got everybody everywhere just to do with Yeah, and Doug works. said – at least I thought he said, guys, and throughout his whole career, he's never had to put an offense together like this. Right. But whatever they needed to do, they gave their players the best chance to win. Right. And that's the only thing that you need as a player from your coaching staff to say, and, and all right, a, I'm all in. And that's how you survive to get to the 200-win point. Yeah, without a doubt. And, you know, his, his winning percentage was, uh, I think it's just under 70%. Uh, winning for Doug uh, right now, 200 wins and 94 losses. So uh, congratulations to Doug Ramsey. Congratulations to the entire team, especially the seniors. And uh, what a what a great win 
for for Elder for their seniors to play their last game, their last home game on at the pit and have a win like that. A couple other teams that uh, got out of Region Three that we're all familiar with: Pickerington Central won tonight, okay, forty-eight to seven. Not a surprise. No, uh, Gahana Lincoln. Uh, familiar with them out of Columbus. Yeah, out of Columbus. A big win, 49-19 over uh, Westerville Central. So a couple of teams. You, you kind of see which teams are going to be down the road who's sure. going to get out of this region is going to play. So I'd, I'd say those two, two teams would be high up the list. Right. Although, well, I guess say they're in the same bracket. So Region upper, 2 Marysville kind of intrigues me. It's like I've not really heard that name. I know. That's one that about. number one, and it's a, obviously uh, – Harbin points uh, ranked them number one. So Marysville knocked off big uh, Delaware Hayes 49-7 to tonight. Uh, they'll be facing Perrysburg next week. Um, but one, one game I didn't pick up last week, do they still have the Holy War game up in Cleveland between Lakewood-St. Edwards? They do. And, and, I, and I guess Lakewood-St. Ed's must have won the Holy War they, last week. They must Steve. have, yeah. Is they uh, yeah they came out they came out yeah ranked number one, one right and, uh, I think Ignatius it was five and five I yeah think, coming in tonight yeah. so uh, but they knocked off Mentor I mean a, a powerhouse yeah. and that game went long so I don't know if they had any overtime the score didn't say that uh-huh. but uh, that that was one of those scores that would was not shaking free right. and, and well, well let me ask this for you guys right here if we got a few minutes does it make if you want to spin this elder's way, is it better to play a, a competitive team like Coleraine, uh, where you're, you know, you're all, you're managing it, you're playing it, versus playing a, a team that you're, you know, gonna just roll it out and you're winning by 40. Right. Uh, is there, there? I think there is something to be said about playing against a team that uh, gives you everything you got. If you can come out healthy, which I think we didn't see any. Apparent injuries on the f- sideline tonight. Yeah, the, the, the only injury was, was when uh, uh, flowers went bouncing off onto the concrete. The concrete. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if we can get Lenny sit over here in this seat right down there. Grab that headset, Len Harvey, play by play. We're getting him in here because we only have a, a few minutes left here. Here's, <laughs> yeah. here, here's your challenge, Lenny. Let her rip. Yeah. yeah. You, you know how you know what I it can do, hear. does? Okay, you can't hear. No, I can't hear. Here anything. we go. You I, hear I don't know how to do this. There okay. you go. You, you got it. Yeah. Okay. Boy, those, that was a boring game. Great okay. call. <laughs> great, great call tonight. Thank you. So you were there. We weren't. Uh, talk about the overtime. Well, it was uh, interesting because you know you had a, a twenty yards to go, and they got the touchdown with Harp in the left corner of the end zone with a pass interference. Yeah. There were two pass interference. Interestingly enough, high school it's doesn't have that automatic first, first down, and, right. and it was wound up being a third down, From the and six. they scored, and Harp got the touchdown before it. So that's why we gave him the Cooper Electric star of the game. Yeah. Um, but it was uh, it was kind of amazing uh, that Colrain just uh, in that last drive, a couple of plays they ran were not, you know, it was just interesting how they, they did that. And we're right in the line, but. Volkerding played fantastic tonight on defense. Spinny. Spinny. Oh, uh, Spinny uh, been solid. A lot, lot of good play. And what's interesting is you talk about next man up and, you know, without Chris Cameron getting hurt or, you know, just one player after player after another. I mean, Volkerding was all over the place tonight. That's good. Uh, yeah. 
we were saying about the irony, Len, for the defense of the Elder Panthers, who, you know, who gave up 48 points, but they were the ones that actually you know, won the game, saved the game for the Elder's offense and the Elder team tonight. So a couple of times uh, I, I thought the game was going one way or the other, right? It was 20-6 to 6 Coleraine, and it looked like Coleraine had the interception, right? Yeah. And then they didn't get it. The Elder wound up scoring, taking the lead, making it 27-20. Elder then goes down, and they have a second and they have a first and goal, the right? Five. Then they have a second and goal from the five, and they wind up not completing a pass that was positive yardage for almost a quarter after that. So they fourth and thirty-three. Yeah, fourth and thirty. They went they went back twenty-something yards. So they had a fourth and thirty-three and didn't. But they didn't even pa- complete a pass that was positive yards. They had one completion to Flowers that was a negative, and that was it until they got the touchdown later. But they they were up 27-20, looking to go in to make it 34-20. Probably would have been it. But then Colrain takes the lead and you. You didn't think they did a fourth down no. call, and yeah. they wind up getting that big fourth down with Flowers, right? So that was it the, was a that was the play of the year. Yeah, it, it really it was. It really was with a minute and a half, right? Is that? Yeah, yeah. and we, we got probably less than a minute and a half oh, to go before we got to turn off. So, yeah, this uh, is less than we, a two minute drill. We oh. got we're heading to the, to St. X Land. I know how much you love climbing oh. the steps, Lenny. I might I might need to get somebody to to carry me up we're, there. We're going to airlift you in like, like yeah. you do the elephants. Just, and the, you know, just, just keep asking, Glenn. Just keep asking. I, I, keep, I need an elevator, but no, we'll be there with bells on. And you know what? you got to play the games. That Just like the, tonight, you got to play the games. And uh, anybody can win next week. So, All right. Well, that's Len Harvey. I wish we right. had more time. We're going to get and out of here. Speaking of next week, it's uh, uh, Moeller against Fairfield, St. X against Elder, Lakota West against Milford, Princeton against Sycamore. Those are your Division One, Region Four playoffs next week. Well, thanks for everyone who came out here. Roosters, and uh, this is our final thank Roosters postgame show, so uh, uh, I, I hope we can get back here next year. So yeah. thanks for everyone listening tonight. We'll see you next week on the Prep Sports Radio Network.